0: Hey, this is Chuck Dixon, and you're listening to Signal of Doom. Well, oh, you know, for me, the action is the juice. I'm in. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Signal of Doom, episode 309. It's a dread episode uh What's dread and star wars episode dread and star wars that's true but dread is the lead you know like let's face it he's the lead the lead that bleeds uh i'm dave i'm here with rich rich how are you going
1: yeah man not uh, not too bad
0: I've yeah got nothing
1: to complain about at the moment
0: well i could <laughs> complain about my hip my back my knee i can't be bothered but i but they're the things i would complain about if i was bothering you know um, I mean, that's fair enough, you know. But I'm not complaining about uh, our picks this week. And I didn't know that Carlos also did the Mara Jade that we're doing in weekly comics. That was also Carlos, which I didn't realise until I started the no, The thing
1: it. is, I think it was a little bit more of a subdued uh, yes. comic, so, um, which is fine. I think he wanted to change his style up or tweak his style, obviously, because he was doing Star Wars and he probably didn't want it to look too much... Like 2000 AD. Oh yeah, he
0: toned it down a little bit, but it was still definitely. It was actually really nice to see. Actually, I th- I felt like in a in a in a Star Wars book to get his artwork. Um, I thought he did a really nice job. Actually, um, big announcements this week. Firstly, um, I'm in Croatia next week. Uh, obviously, um, so we're having a week off next week, and it's your job to pick something uh, to read for the week when we come back, Rich. So pick something oh, so, so yeah, I tricky. can. I've got I've got something in my head, uh, Chuck Dixon, Savage Sword. You know, that's right there. <laughs> Gee, if I you could pick that on your uh, week, right? It's, <laughs> it's putting out know, a suggestion, Rich. Um, yeah, so a week off. Uh, I do want to thank uh, listeners. We've had a lot of listeners coming in. Ever since the Conan episode, we've had a new influx of listeners there. Also to well, those, yeah. Also, to those who came and listened to the Mindy Wheeler interview, uh, welcome enjoy the show. Um I was on my best behavior during that interview. She was absolutely lovely. Um yeah, and uh more guests to come to be announced uh, as this year rolls on. Um I'm in deeper negotiations, locked deep in negotiations with a couple of people. Um yeah, and always excited, always alive. Um what's been going on at your end, Rich this week? What's been going I I haven't heard much from you. So what have you been doing? Um killing. Not much, man, not much, oh. not much. Um, Really? Interesting. Uh, you don't have anything at all, like nothing. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, nothing to like really yeah. report. No I stories, mean, um, like you know, I, I bumped I into built this my story.
1: girlfriend's um, display cabinet for all of her. Okay.
0: Well, that's yeah, something. Figure. So you're popular right now, and
1: you know, so you know, be busy with little things. Nothing. Yeah, and she has a lot different. of
0: the the manga and anime stuff. Is that right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's her, that's her jam. She loves um, anime and Nintendo.
0: Cool. Well, why not? They're popular. Um, yeah. yeah, well, that's good. Uh, as as for, I've just been busy at work this week. Um, I've also been putting a lot of audiobooks on my phone for the flight because I, I you know always mean to actually catch up a lot more on audiobooks. Recently, I've been actually really getting a lot better with my audiobooks. Um, Getting through them, God, I've almost finished The Great Hunt. The, this this novel has taken me <laughs> how, however many years. Nineteen ninety one was that's when I started reading. Oh that. my God, Jesus! Nineteen ninety one is when I started reading The Great Hunt. I then quit, <laughs> wow. and then I came back to it like probably a couple of years ago, made a dent, and then gave up, and then I've continued on, and um, like honestly, like it is good, but like it's also a chore at times. And um, it'll just be a real sense of satisfaction when I finally it, it.
1: It sounds sure. like it's your war and peace. <laughs> it's, it's bloody
0: as long as. Like, it's it's a huge book. Um, it, you know what it is? It The world building is really impressive, and the story is good. Um, it, the level of detail he describes scenes it, is what I think at times... It makes it quite dull. Like, he... he He describes a room very comprehensively, and like like I often think it's like he was an artist. Um, Like, sorry, it's like he was drawing detailed descriptions to give to an artist. That's like you know those comic book writers who really give a lot of description. That's what it feels Mm -hmm. like, and like as a reader. At t- like, I'm not saying this is every page of the book, but at times, I'm like, do I need to know this level of detail, like, to the extent of what people are wearing and stuff? Like, he just really? No. You know?
1: I, 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 look, I, I've said this many times. No one needs that level of detail.
0: Yeah, like, well. Yeah. The whole
1: point, I'm sorry, but the whole point of a book is to use your imagination. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need to sort of uh, treat it like a canvas, right, where you kind of give people an outline. Mm. And they colour it in. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, You've got to give them some, you know, some snippets so they can, so they have a, a frame. You know what I mean? Mm. So they have a an outline. Mm. But let them fill it with colour and, you know, and and shade and all. That's the way I've always looked at it. Like to me, a no, writing a novel is you take a canvas, you draw the outlines, and you let the the, the reader paint it. Like let them imagine more of the world and you know, and stuff and all that you don't, you don't have to go into too much detail. Like the whole fun of reading is
0: to you. I to agree. And I, and I actually feel that um, it holds it back a little bit. It, it really is a, an interesting storyline and he's a great world builder, you know, and it, it is interesting, but I just feel like it's a bit, there's a bit too much fluff at times, which makes it, at points, feel like a chore. And then you'll get to chapters where you're like, man, that was such a good chapter. Mm. And then sometimes you're like, oh... I mean, there's some cringy well, moments, too, in terms of the characterizations." Like, yeah. But, yeah... Well, me, I'm,
1: yeah. when it comes to overly descriptive, I'm very much like a skim reader. Yeah. Like, I'll skim until I've, I I pick up that they're not, like... That they're, they're back to, like, telling the story and not spending yeah, yeah. shitloads of time. I, I actually... there's Books like that, I'm almost skimming... I, yeah. I skimmed through a lot of the, like, the description in detail.
0: Yes, and you know what? I was... I, and I really stuck with this book because I am enjoying it, like, you know, at times. And, and like, I've been playing um, Witcher, and it was kind of fun to be reading a fantasy book than playing a fantasy game. But then I cut away from it, like, this week. This week I haven't really read This Great Hunt thing, and I've been um, checking out, like, a Warhammer 40K book by Graham McNeil, the second one in the Uriel Ventress trilogy, and I'm like, oh, my God, the action-packed nature of it and, you know, just a different style, a lot more immediate. I'm like, yeah, this this feels good after the sort of almost plotting style of Robert Jordan. Um, you know, the same criticisms have been labelled at Tolkien too, that Tolkien at times was incredibly descriptive. But I, I actually found his style... I know I started... I know I read at Tolkien a lot younger uh but i i found his style uh i think more stylistic and i don't know it's just robert jordan's not a particularly uh inspired writer in terms of style like it's not like you're reading and going man this prose is awesome It's actually quite sort of he's very sort of competent if if i
1: remember correctly uh, talking wasn't so much about description as it was about filling in history yeah, he loved like, history. Yeah. Uh, yes, he was. He would descriptive, but I think a lot of the stuff that he spent sometimes a little bit too much time was he would almost give you like a history
0: lesson. Well, I, I enjoyed that though. I really enjoyed no, 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 that. Yeah,
1: I, I'm sorry. It, I, it has its moments and stuff and all that. Mm. And sometimes you could kind of be like, okay, that was maybe a bit too yeah too much. But it was Depth. his problem. I, I feel wasn't descriptive. It was more just he spent so much time explaining the world and yeah. its history that yeah. it. It, it it certainly sort of extended the story.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And it, it gave a feeling. And in fairness to Jordan, it, he too is a very good world builder. Um, yeah, you know, and that's part of the joy of it. Like, at, at, I can see why I stopped reading it all those years ago. And in, And in fairness, it came at a time, I've mentioned before on the show, where I actually quit reading fantasy for many years, you know. And I'd, it was because I'd read so much of it as a teenager, and I just hit this wall where I was like, this isn't giving me anything new or fresh. And I think if I'd persisted uh, with this book, I would have got to the good bits, you know, but they're deep in there. And, and, and it probably would have been enough to keep me going. But, hey, look, you know, at the time, I was burned out on fantasy. That's fine. There was plenty of other stuff to do and read. Like, um... Come back to it now. I am. It, the thing about it is, the first book in, in the series is literally like a clone of Fellowship of the Ring. Much like you know, people would say J.J. cloned New Hope for um, Force Awakens. You know, it's similar. Like mm. I would say, it's even more similar. Like I've the world. The first uh, book is so much like Fellowship of the Ring. It's it's uncanny and. When I read it, I was like, yeah, he's as a, I read it as a fairly, you know, like, I was, I'd read pretty deeply in Tolkien. And you could see it. I was like, yeah, he's doing kind of a Tolkien thing and he's doing it very accurately. I'm not sure I need to read too much more of this. Is this what it's going to be? This second book definitely goes much more in its own direction. And I think we had Ed Greenwood on the show and he was saying, actually, the first book was a one and done. And that was how it was pitched. And it was, uh, I'm not sure if it was when it was published or when they accepted it. And they realised, they said, oh, you know, we've got – have you got more? And he was like, oh, I've got a hell of a lot more I could I could bring in. But it was originally pitched and sold as a one and done, which is interesting. Mm. But he clearly has. It's not like he's making stuff up that's paper thin. He's got a very rich world which you're getting into. So, I mean, the series went for like 14 or 15 books. So, I mean, obviously mm. he had lots of material. So, look uh, – it's an interesting read, and and I am sort of, like, right towards the end of it. Um, and I have put on the, the next audiobooks in my queue, but having said that, I'm unlikely to be reading it straight away because this has been such an effort. And I've put in stuff like audiobooks like stuff on the Crusade, stuff on the Mongols, stuff on, um, you know, Vikings, like Rome, like I've, I've and, and some fiction as well that I've been meaning to read. I've put on some of the Star Wars books. I put on the Timothy Zahn trilogy, the first trilogy, um, whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah I, yeah. yeah, I put that on there. I put on um, that Vector Prime thing, you know, the one with the Hussi Vong or whatever they're called. <laughs> what are they called? Uzon <laughs> U- Vong. Uzon Vong. Yeah, I put that on there because I thought it interesting. Um, so I put a and other stuff. So I put a whole selection of stuff. So I think I'll be busy. Because I've got two, I've got a really long flight ahead of me. It's quite a long flight to Croatia, so there and back, um, plenty of time, and I'm by myself, so you know, plenty of time to kind of dig into that stuff. But um, yeah, and yeah, just rock and roll, man. Apart from that, I'm just all ready for my trip. I'm, I'm kind of excited. Uh, first time to Europe for me, so um, a shout out to Michael Kellishim who um, recommended some spots, and I and in fairness. Michelle and I were going to do an extra couple of weeks after our trip, and if I had, I definitely would have gone to Diocletian's uh, Palace and that, but but I'm just doing a sort of there and back in a week, so I won't get a chance to do that, but Michelle and I are planning a Europe trip um, in the not-too-distant future, within the next one to two years. So um, we are going to, you know, definitely uh, thinking of those kind of things. So it's going to be cool, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm kind of excited. Now, um... Rich, you mentioned this to me, this Daniel Craig ad. Like, I, I watched it just before. I, I wasn't even sure I was <laughs> watching the right thing. Like,
1: what? I know. It's the most <sighs> fucking... I just messaged you the one day. I was like, have you seen this vodka ad with Daniel Craig? And you're like, no. I was like, dude, you got to watch it. It's like the cringiest, weird. lamest fucking thing I've ever seen. He well, it's weird. weird, hip-thrusty <sighs> dance with this... You know, singlet and yeah. and, and pants, and, and I guess it's supposed to be...
0: It's supposed to be ironically funny. Or, and yeah. Well, you know, like you know who I saw was attached, and as soon as I saw Tiger Wattiti was attached, I was like, oh, I see what this is going to be. Yeah. I, I, it was it's worse than fair. I expected. Um, I like Daniel Craig, and luckily for him, he's pretty... I, I think he's an excellent James Bond, and I think he's a pretty good actor. But I'm glad I didn't see this before I'd seen him do it, But Bond. I think
1: what what blows my mind about it and just makes it look even more awkward is mm. he's not known for being quirky. Do you know what I mean? Like, if if let's say that was Christopher mm. Walken.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: You'd be like, you wouldn't bat an eyelid. You'd be like, as Christopher Walken being fucking weird. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, doing odd things. Or, or at this stage in his life, even mm. Al Pacino. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. There's just certain people who are quirky or, or odd enough that if you saw them doing what Daniel Craig was doing, you wouldn't bat an eyelid. You'd just be like, yeah.
0: Okay. The whole thing is odd. I mean, look, Daniel Craig is known for having a sense of humour. Um, yeah, def- like,
1: I wouldn't say it like this. I've I mean,
0: never I mean, seen him do anything like this. I mean, also, I mean, I don't mean this is not a homophobic comment. I mean, he was it was, he was he like quite gay, it seemed like. You know, like it was a very sort of effeminate sort of like Daniel Craig. Um, I mean you
1: I could be. I, I just saw him more as like an old hip. like an old dude trying to be hip and cool. Like you know what well, I mean? Like, yeah. like your dad saying, Hey, this is cool? What I'm oh doing yeah, this. he's
0: definitely way too old to be doing this. Uh like I, I I don't understand why someone said, you know, who's perfect for this bullshit Tiger T D thing, Daniel Craig? It does the two don't <laughs> match up. Also, something that I found annoying. After he'd done his little song and dance, the the, the bloopers at the end, they're, they're so smug and satisfied with themselves. Like, they think they're just dropping gold, you know? Well,
1: that's Tiger Titi. I, I think, thinks he is the funniest, like, guy on
0: the planet. Uh, like, he's, he's so in love with his own comedy. Like, it's actually mm-hmm. sickening. Like, because, firstly... I get it. It's a quirky dance thing. Like, I, I, get, I, I got it. I like Daniel Craig. So I was kind of like, oh, this is, you know, whatever. And then, but the bloopers at the end was when I was really like, he was really Tiger Watiti-ing the ad. Like, he has to make himself part of the ad. He has to inject. I've said it before. This comedy, it's not that funny, guys. Like, here's a newsflash. Tiger Watiti's comedy isn't actually that funny. Like, it's not that funny. He he puts it in these superhero movies... It's okay. It's a bit offbeat. But it's not like... We're not witnessing, like, a comedic legend, you know, killing it on stage he's kind not, of yeah, thing.
1: Yeah, you know? he's not Charlie Chaplin or... Um,
0: or he's not, like, uh, fucking Richard Pryor or someone. Or Richard Pryor or... or, or uh, I'm thinking of comedians, like, who killed, you know? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, Rob Williams, and, 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 uh, and others. But he's not even anywhere near that league. Like, it's... I describe his humour as... It's offbeat humour. It's a bit quirky. But people need to calm down. He's not that funny. I mean, this wasn't funny. It was, it was a joke. It went for too long, way too long. And the bit at the end, I'm just like, Taika Waititi, you're so in love with yourself. And you're surrounded by yes-men. Like, you are surrounded by... By people who just tell you that everything you do is just you know, oh my god, I'm just.
1: I, I think he's also he's his own biggest yes man as well. Oh, he loves like,
0: himself that much. Like he's, I, I have yeah. a feeling
1: he's that person. Of, even if someone said no, he'd be like, "You don't get it.
0: I'm right. Don't I'm right. Me. I'm the genius in the room." Um, I mean, we saw that god awful movie, Thor: Love and Thunder, and I mean, that was terrible. You know, like, honestly. No, like, the further I get away from that movie, the more I realize what a train wreck it was. And, you know, yeah, you made a really good Thor movie and then you made a stinker and you're carrying on like all you've done is just Isn't drop going. Even,
1: even you like, oh, you made a, a pretty good Thor movie. Did See, you? I don't even agree with that. And, yeah. and, and obviously, I mean, I know comedy is subjective, but um I, I, I even disagree with that he made a, a a good or even decent Thor movie. I, I did not enjoy it. Yeah, I no, I know. It. But
0: he made one that was very well received, put it that way. And it made a lot of money and was well received. But then he made a stinker, you know. And I get it. Directors, every director's got a bad movie in their resume. But I don't feel like he's got like that many good movies in his resume that he needs to sort of. It, you'd think this guy had had 20 years of just nothing but hits. In which case, well, I mean, you, you could forgive a bad movie. Did he,
1: you know? did he do Free Guy as well?
0: I have no idea. Because I, I
1: know he, was, I know know he acted it. in it, but I'm not sure... Well, I enjoyed that movie,
0: director. so if he did, you know, um, good for him. But I, I don't think he did.
1: No, but again, if it is, it's another stinker to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's probably got more stinkers, in was, my opinion.
0: No, Sean Le- Levy um, did Free Guy.
1: So, But who directed it or wrote him? it? Like, sure, him, Sean Levy
0: or? directed it. Matt Lieberman and Zach Pender um, wrote it. So
1: oh, Okay, so he just starred in it then.
0: Yeah he, yeah, he was in it. And I, I also, can I be honest, I actually am at that point where I find him kind of annoying. So when I saw he was involved in this, I was like, ugh, really? Like, you know, I, some people, I think, uh, like, there's so much press on them that, honestly, you get a bit tired of them. I'm I'm almost tired of the like Hollywood fell down over themselves with Tiger Watiti when he did Thor Ragnarok. Like, and I'm, I'm going to look at what movies he's done because I know he did that. Um, I know he's behind, he's involved with Reservation Dogs, which I think is excellent. But how involved is what I'd like to know because the comedy is not Tiger Watiti humour. It is It is far more, uh, nuanced isn't the right word, it's more no, subdued. But
1: he, could, he could just be a, a,
0: a producer. A, or... Producer, yeah, I know. I, what I'm trying to say is, like, what has this guy done other than Thor Ragnarok? Like, he did w- w- where the shadows are or whatever. I've not actually said. Oh, what
1: we do in the shadows yeah. or, something, or something like that.
0: Yeah. I, I just feel like he hasn't done enough to justify his inf- massively inflated ego. You know, like, it's honestly, like, calm down. You know, you're not fucking I know, Steven I kind Spielberg. of feel like
1: that's always been Hollywood's problem is that you do one good thing mm. and then all of a sudden you're the darling somehow. And I'm like, no, you need to do a few good things yeah. to become a darling. I feel like you still left. you got to work. Okay, great. You did one good job. Go do it again. Like, yeah. not yeah. instant. Like, oh, my God, your movie was successful or everyone loved it. You you can do no wrong. You're the best. You know what I mean? Like, but that's, that's what they always do, man. Like, that's no. what
0: they always do. You're always hot until you're cold, you know, if you're the new rising star, you're hot until like, he, he's lucky that he's big enough that Thor love and thunder didn't destroy him, you know, but if he puts out another movie that the basically really disappoints and bombs, he's definitely loses some of his luster. Like they're always like that. You, you have a huge breakthrough hit, you know, they act as if you're just the next Spielberg, you know what I mean? Until you're not
2: yeah, it's
1: really bizarre.
0: Um, yeah, I, I I'm kind of on the fence with him a little bit in terms of I really liked um, uh, Ragnarok, but I haven't seen anything else like at all. Like I didn't see Jojo Rabbit, which is I know it was also a, a reasonably big hit and well received. I've not seen it, but I saw Love and Thunder, and I thought it was fucking terrible. Like honestly, one of the worst Marvel movies that they've done, and they've made some bad ones. But I I, I would say Love and Thunder's right down there amongst the bottom of the Marvel movies in terms of quality mm. um, it's terrible uh, this ad was terrible Daniel Craig is way too old to be doing this he I mean because the problem was it was like pretend he's not old like he was dressed like he was some sort of clubber if he was 20 25 I, I would understand it but it's like you're an old you're an old guy you know you're not a young hip guy you're just you're the older cooler gentleman. why are you prancing around like like you're 20 i didn't understand it i was i was confused by the whole thing um it was a very um you 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 actually um uh you you basically signaled to me uh the sort of problem rich and then i saw it and i was like yeah rich you actually undersold it yeah, Rich, you actually, you undersold it. I, it was actually worse than I anticipated. I thought it would be a lot shorter. When I, you know what? I, this is actually the reaction. I, I found it on online on YouTube and then I saw directed by Taguatiti and I groaned. I was like, Ugh oh. firstly, an ad shouldn't need a directed by credit by anybody. Wow, you, know? <laughs> well, no.
1: you have to even take it away. Yeah, you? and I was, I,
0: I saw that and I groaned and I, and I knew that it would be something stupid. And then I was like, I, I, it started, and then when Daniel Craig be, was like wearing the black leather jacket but like and, and sort of swishing around, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, just like, I understand they're trying to flip it because he's that older, cooler Bond guy, and then it's like all of a sudden he's like a clubber, but it made no sense. If you, I mean, I hate to give notes, it's just a shit ad, but if you'd done something like D age Daniel Craig, it would have made more sense. Because it just seemed bizarre. Like, are we just ignoring the fact that Dendell Craig's, like, in his 50s, like, acting like he's 18? Like, are we are we supposed to... Well, thing, know... I feel like they thought this was funny. Yeah. And well, I just don't think it was. I thought it was
1: cringy.
0: I, thought, I it was, thought it was sad. I thought it was extremely cringy. And I would say a little sad, yeah. And then the capper was when Taigo Atiti had to put himself in the ad and then had to do bloopers. This guy's so in love with himself... <laughs> that his little cameo we had to have bloopers of his cameo like this is how much this is how little uh sort of perception he has he just is he he you know this is a guy who wishes a camera would be on him 24/7 you know he's one of those mm-hmm. guys like oh uh, you know we can't i'm so hilarious like do we ever have to turn the cameras off because all I'm spitting out is gold that's what he's thinking he's he's wrong but that's what he's thinking um bizarre um, now, Saturday news, RIP, Gordon Lightfoot, um, wonderful, um, some wonderful songs, Rich. I don't know if you're familiar with him, a kind of folk singer from the 60s No, 70s. I,
1: look, I looked it up. It's not really, not something I got into.
0: Yeah, I, if I could read your mind, was one of his signature hits. Johnny Cash did it on the American Recordings albums. He had a lot, he had actually quite a lot of good songs. A uh, Big Pal of Bob Dylan. Who really, really loved his music, and and I got into him later, but um, no, very, very good, very much in the sort of a mixture of a Dylan, with sort of like a a sort of softer style, uh, very folky, um, and, and pleasant to listen to. The kind of guy you could have on in the background if you're doing the dishes, you'd be humming along, kind of thing. He was that kind of guy, very easy listening, but but good songs, you know, good quality quality artist, not not a fucking One of these hacks of today, you know what I mean? Like who has like two songs and got the fucking auto-tune pumped up. Not not that style, different style. Um, Now, breaking news, Rich, you've got here, Jim Lee has been promoted. What's going on, Rich, with uh, Jim Lee? I thought he was president already, but he's now president of DC?
2: Yeah, uh,
0: apparently. (laughs) uh... We haven't heard or seen much of Jim Lee in like two years. No, I he's think laid he's low. in a
2: bunker or something like that.
1: He's laid
0: real low. That seems to be his strategy, like, to just survive, just say nothing, do nothing, just... Like, what's he doing, even?
1: Well, he was, he was obviously waiting for the bloodbath to end and, um, <laughs> you know, keep his head down while all the shuffling was happening,
0: and then he popped his head up, and they were like,
1: oh, that's right, Jim. Oh, Jim, you'd be perfect for this position.
0: He must be, like, I don't mean to sound mean, but he must just be the ultimate, like, corporate yes-man. You know what I mean? Like whatever the higher ups say, he just agrees with. Like whatever. Like it's it, it, it's the only way he's been it, able to survive. Be
1: because I mean, it's it's funny because like of the um of the guys, you remember when the all the artists left and they basically formed Image?
0: Oh yeah, back in the nineties. Like,
1: he was like one of the first ones to run back to. <laughs> Well, I would company. say he was
0: also one of the better ones too. Like, you know, Jim. No, really, but I'm just yeah.
1: saying I think he I think he just likes the um, quote unquote security. Yeah. I don't think he's a bigger risk taker as some of the other guys, you know, like McFarlane, Larson. Yeah. You know, I think they were they were willing to take more of a risk. Sure. Uh Liefeld I think would just take work wherever he could get it at some point, because like, yeah. he made too many mistakes. But I, Jim was pretty much like one of the first ones to pretty much almost Almost immediately go back to to, to working for the
0: Well he did company. um Harsh, didn't he? And um I don't know what else he did. He did for Tomorrow with Azarello. Done a lot of covers. I don't know. Like
1: I oh, he did Man for uh, Man of Tomorrow, I think it was called
0: and I think it was called For Tomorrow with Azarello. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, or something like that. And, and he and um, he did
0: Harsh and he's be he done
1: yeah, uh, and he, he, did, he did. did... I mean, he, he did the odd thing, but, uh, yeah, he mostly kind of just did, like, the odd, you know, special cover or something. Like I
0: that. think at times he has actually used his power to to pull certain creators to do projects at DC. I, I actually have seen stuff sometimes that you wouldn't expect, stuff that's not super mainstream, you know, or not as cookie-cutter as what you would expect. I think at times... Is, passion. I projects, don't mind
1: him being, like, a co-leader with someone and maybe he's kind of in charge of the artists you know what i mean like uh you know a joint sort of you know leader ceo whatever you want to call it sure uh but like one in charge of writers and one in charge of artists kind of thing and all that, you know what i mean and they work together to pick the best teams you know what i mean so th- th- if this guy recommends a writer for a book Lee's like well this would be the best artist to pay sure. with that. you know what i mean like have that sort of like writer artist sort of synergy mm. as as a, as a leading team um I wouldn't have minded that. But, I mean, him as a sole, a sole leader, ah, I just I don't know. I just don't like, think he's, he's suited. His writing experience is not exactly extensive.
0: I, I don't think he – like, uh, it goes beyond even just that. I, I don't think this guy is suited to being the guy in charge. I think he's a yes man. Like, honestly, I really do. Well, I think
1: Maybe that's why he's in charge.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's not a leader. I mean, a leader doesn't disappear at moments of crisis, which is what he's done. He, he, you know, and I don't mean to lob too many bombs, Jim Lee, because I actually, I honestly sometimes feel like it's out of their hands. I don't see him as a, I don't think he's a control freak. I, I, I think you know he was well liked. He's an ambassador more than anything. Um, as a guy to lead them out of the mess, I, I don't see it at all. I, uh, a leader wouldn't have disappeared for the last two and a half, three years, which is what he's done. He's basically been nowhere, said nothing, done nothing. And, and now he's popped up and he's president. President in name only. You know, paper tiger, basically. Um, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed at all by Jim Lee. And um, just, you know, he, he's going to follow the corporate line. That's what he's going to do. Yeah.
1: I am a bit disappointed because, I mean, one, when they fired... Um, Didier. Uh, uh, Didier, yeah, Dan Didier. Um, the fact that he didn't step up mm. um, and, like, take the reins... Yeah, he and be did. He like, did. all right. Well, I'm in charge now. Let's we're going to do things my way. Blah blah blah. The fact that he kind of just like melted into like yeah, the shadow, nothing. yeah, exactly, and kind of disappeared. I I don't know that. I, it's just not what a leader. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's not. It's not something a leader does.
0: Yeah, that that, that to me is like you know, I, like I, I'm actually surprised that they think that uh, you know, unless what they're getting is just uh, he's what he's always been a figurehead. You know. And he's always been a figurehead. He's a big name as an artist. And it's just, it, he's handy to have, in a way, because they associate him with success. But he doesn't really do much. And I feel that's exactly what he'll be as a president. It's just a total figurehead, you know. And I think that, you know, I don't know. I'm, like, who cares, really? Like, people in the industry, yeah, he'd be a powerful figure. Uh, no one outside the industry cares what, who the president of DC Comics is, you know. Um, but, like, come on Infantino. I, haven't
1: answered. I don't feel like there's been any real fanfare
0: or, eh, like, yeah. you know, oh, yeah,
1: hooray. Like, well, you, you lose know, points. This,
2: like,
0: you, you lose points if you're in a position where you could be a leader when a company's in real trouble and what you do is the opposite of leading and you disappear, in, in essence, and just wait and just hope that things pick up or the, the heat goes off, which is what he did. Um, you lose points. You you yeah. you lose respect. And, you know, it, basically, people don't forget that they're just like, well, we we saw your true colors, Jim, and your true colors were fucking almost colorless. You know, they were just meaningless. Like you just like a chameleon blending into the fucking background. Like, well done. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not. I'm not too impressed. Now we do have some big news. A new report reveals that Marvel Studios has offered Marga Robbie. A major starring role in the upcoming Fantastic Four movie as Sue Storm. I'm excited. I sent to Michelle. Well, Michelle was to... like, um, she was she, she Michelle was like trying to get her head around how she could play Sue Storm and Harley at the same time. I'm like, well, I think Harley she hasn't played for a little while, so this could potentially be her switching.
1: I'm just trying to wrap my head around how she keeps getting jobs.
0: <laughs> well, why? What do you think? She's young. She's uh, hard.
1: I I think she's massively overrated.
0: Well, I mean, why? I mean, she's she she gets jobs mainly because she's very attractive and like she can punch a line. Like that's it.
1: Well, if you can get paid for being really attractive, go be a model then. Um, no, but, but not, she can punch I'm, a line. I'm not she can in your in your, um, uh, <laughs> par acting skills.
0: But dude, like I'm sorry to say this, but Sue Storm isn't exactly the most complicated character in existence. Like, yeah, you know.
1: but I mean the fact that if she's Sue Storm, I've I've pretty much lost a lot more interest in the movie. Uh, really? Obviously. I mean, I still watch it, but I've I've definitely my interest has definitely dropped. Oh, I think
0: she's a good choice for Sue Storm. Sue Storm's no. like a hot soccer mummy kind of blonde. That's that's Sue Storm. That is nah. Sue Storm. That is what she is. You know. Good character. She's the hot wife. Um, You know, there's not that much to Sue Storm, that a decent actress... You, yeah, it's enough you know.
1: that I don't want Margot Robbie, so...
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she turns invisible and has a force field, and, you know, they do... I, I mean, I, I've always liked Sue Storm. So
1: weird that you describing Sue Storm somehow makes me, n- like, not care about... <laughs> like, I don't understand how you describe Sue Storm's powers and yeah. her history is supposed to make me like Mugger Robbie more? What I'm trying to say
0: is be... <laughs> it's not that complicated a character that like, they need they need a hot blonde.
1: Yeah, and I still think she's uh, not capable of the job. So they need a just, hot not... blonde
0: who can punch a line and do it professionally. Well,
1: okay, fine. Maybe they've got the hot blonde. I disagree with your punch a line. So.
0: <laughs> Fair enough, man. What do you think of the other apparently uh, rumour that Adam Driver is going to be um, Reed Richards? That's apparently of the <laughs> offers out there you're not too convinced are you there i'm
1: no, i'm not i
0: really you're finished. really like, struggling
1: I don't, I don't hate it but i don't love it either like no.
0: i'm kind of like ah,
1: i guess if you've got no one better
0: well you know the thing is hollywood is so fucking predictable like i saw a thing recently i may have mentioned this on the show where it's not just the big stars and the big roles that they only look at about 10 people. It's also all the supporting roles and stuff. Like, they they really don't like taking too many chances. And I guess for an offbeat actor who does have a name, who is a good actor, he kind of... You can see why he gets in the conversation, is what I'm trying to say. You know, because Reed Richards, kind of that weird sort of offbeat kind of guy, um, scientist-y, you know, like he doesn't need to be a handsome, handsome man... Um, I can see why he's in the conversation is all I'm trying to say, you know, Adam Driver. I, I don't think it would be terrible casting, but one thing I would say to Adam Driver is wake I up mean, a little bit, you know?
1: I, I guess, but my only issue with, is I've always seen Reed Richards, uh, you know, his look has always been that sort of like quintessential, like 40s, 50s look.
0: Sure. I don't yeah.
1: mean age, I mean style. No,
0: I know the look you mean, yeah. Kind you know of. what I mean? Just, old school.
1: Chuck yeah, I just, yeah, I just I just don't feel like Driver fits that. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like that that aesthetic look that it, I have in my mind when I think of Reed Richards.
0: Mm. Well, in I, the I original, just like he fits that. The original Fantastic Four with um the one with Jessica Alba. I, I I thought the look of the actor who played Reed Richards was very similar to the comic to me.
1: It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It's was just yeah. that the movies happened to be. Terrible. The movies were all. The movies
0: were awful, and I do not remember what the guy's acting was like. But in terms of a look, I felt they kind of nailed the look. You know. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, he's actually a good actor. His name's uh, Eon Guffold, I think his name is. He was uh, the main actor in Hornblower. You remember Hornblower, the the TV series
0: back in the day? I did watch it. I mean, I've heard of it. Horatio Hornblower. Is that it? Yeah. 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 I didn't watch it. Was yeah okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I saw both of those movies in cinemas, but I I just don't remember them uh, other than Jessica Alba. But like the look of that guy, they were going for the look from the comics. You know that classic Reed Richards look. Whereas with Adam Driver, I think they're going a bit more offbeat. You know, and the problem with Adam Driver, like, and this is the problem with the him. He always gives... He's a. He's one of those actors... We mentioned Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken always gives a very Christopher Walken performance. Adam Driver is also a guy who seems to have one can, style of acting, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Can I, can I say something? If you were going to go for, like, um, not young actors, right? Mm. If you were going to say maybe cast, like, Reed as older, Stu a little bit younger, and Johnny, like, even younger, you know, so that you kind of get, like, them as the adults, mm. Johnny as the kid... Uh I don't know if he's maybe too old now, but uh, honestly, um oh god, um
0: Who was it? I'm forgetting his name now. What um, was he in? Give me give me something. Uh
1: he, he was on <laughs> ER and uh he was George the worst Clooney? Batman. George, George Clooney George yeah. sorry, I had his I had his image in my head and I just couldn't <laughs> remember his name. George Clooney would actually
0: be a really good Yeah, no he would.
1: Yeah. Um okay. uh, Reed Richards. I feel he just has
0: that look. Of like what no, an yeah. older really, really well, he's cleaner. you know he's got the salt and pepper hair and stuff as well. Well, that's it. Really, you just he's... dye
1: the top of his hair, and he's already got the natural yeah sort of grey hair on the side kind of thing. And all he that. would but be. Again, he I'm would sure be they're good. going to be, obviously with driver they're going for a technically younger you know guy in his thirties or something like that. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah, you are right. George Clooney would have been a good pick as well. I agree. Uh, George Clooney though, I guess, doesn't do those kind of movies. You know.
1: Oh God, no, no. But I'm just talking about from a pure just a look. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. what I would. Uh, uh, my fan casting would be for
0: yeah no that's a game. that's a that's a good fan caster uh, for, for a big name. Now I had something that I meant to mention last show and I forgot when I did my Ant Man review. Now correct me if I'm wrong, Rich. You've read the Dark Phoenix saga, yeah? Like the original comic, yeah? I, yeah, yeah. yeah
2: isn't everyone?
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> now you remember in the when she becomes Dark Phoenix, doesn't she kill like a whole planet full like broccoli heads or something at one point?
1: Oh, shit, I don't remember what she kills, but um, she does destroy a planet, which is what leads to um, the Shi'ar. Yeah, um, but
0: but they were the the broccoli heads or asparagus heads, people. I mean, that's what they're called.
1: Yeah, something like that. I mean, I can't... I I, I remember them vaguely.
0: I think... No, I could be wrong, but I think in Ant-Man 3, you see some of those people in the quantum realm, or at least they seem to be like that to my...
1: It's probably just a funny in-joke or...
0: Yeah, no, it's what I'm saying. I think it was an Easter egg, and I think I spotted it. I, you know, And maybe I'm wrong, and maybe... I don't remember if they were broccoli heads or asparagus heads, but I but I meant to mention it in my Ant-Man 3 review that I was very proud of myself for spotting that. And, um, you know, that's the kind yeah, of...
1: Yeah, that is odd, David, the, that you've, you forgot to mention something that would uh, <laughs> uh,
0: uh, <laughs> praise you. Well, yeah, and I'm also not sure if I'm right as well, as usual. <laughs> and I haven't researched it, because I don't want to be proven wrong. But they did seem to be broccoli heads. Um, you know, they're were, they were basically an alien.
1: Yeah, I don't know why, but that sounds so derogatory.
0: Like, well, that's what they're called, or asparagus I, people or something.
1: I'm just saying, the way you say it, the broccoli heads, it just sounds so
0: wrong for some
1: reason. Well, well,
0: I don't care about that. Like, I'm just uh, you it just know, sounds like, I'm just... all, all I'm saying is... You know, someone, and in turn, some intern because I can't even bother typing all this shit into fucking Google. Like, find out, it, are the people that, um, whatever her name is, Jen Gray destroyed in Dark Phoenix, was this a callback to Dark Phoenix with the broccoli heads in Ant-Man 3? And if so, it was one of the more entertaining parts of the whole movie. Um, now, this was funny. You watched Super Mario Brothers a week or two ago. you, Rich, you loved it, remember? Mm-hmm. The whole movie apparently was uploaded to Twitter.
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently.
0: So what happened? Like, was it top quality? Like, was it a proper rip, or was it shit, or what?
1: No, I think it, I think it's a, a it's it's not a proper quality because oh. they haven't um, they've actually pushed back the um, digital release um, of the movie because I think they're trying. Well, I think they're extending
0: its um, cinema run. Oh yeah, well I guess because it's making so much money, yeah. Yeah, oh, well, I think they is.
1: want to try and, you know, get as much money as they can. I mean, they're sitting yeah. on, what, like 1.1 $1. 1 billion or something like that at the moment? So well, that makes
0: sense. If it's uh, still making money in cinemas, there's no reason to, yeah. you know, punch it out. So I don't visual. think
1: it's an official rip because, again, that hasn't come out yet. But I think yes. it's just that uh, someone probably, you know, recorded it uh, in the cinema and uploaded it.
0: That's really not that incredible. you got
1: to remember, especially like in Australia, we've got no one working at the cinemas, man. I could I could take yeah. a fucking giant camera into the cinema and no one would There, there is no staff that would come and go. Excuse me, you, yeah. you, you know, you, whatever. So, pfft.
0: well, when yeah. you think about it, like at first, because when I read it, I thought someone had done a full rip, and I was like, oh, sweet, someone's fucking managed to get a full rip and put it on Twitter. But now that you say that, it's just some moron with their camera phone. Um, that's not that extraordinary. Like, is that news? Anyone could do that. Like if you I mean, really it, wanted to, you know.
1: But I mean, it is a dick
0: move. Like um, sure, but whatever. Like you know,
1: I don't know. Look, I, I'm sorry, though, I don't, I don't agree with that. Like,
0: um, <laughs> I don't agree with it. But, but like, it's like anyone could do it. Is what I'm trying to say. I, I'm not saying it's great. I, and like the quality would suck. But you could do that to any film. You could go in there with a camera and just hold it up and, and videotape the whole thing and put it on Twitter. It's not hard. I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying anybody could do no, it. No,
2: but I mean,
1: I, I mean, technically, it is—it is illegal.
0: Sure, but okay, but so it's a lot of and things. I mean,
1: unless you're a really good hacker who can hide your
0: yeah,
1: um, your IP and and all yeah. that sort of crap. I mean, it's a bit of a stupid thing to
0: do. I agree. I, I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just—I'm surprised that it's such big news. I guess because because I would have thought this kind of shit. Uh, when well, I read it, I it's someone good who read. hates
1: Mario Brothers and doesn't want to keep making money, and so yeah. they're but but,
0: to put it out there to stop but, people from going to go watch it. Okay, here's what I'm trying to get to. When it, when I read that, I thought someone had gotten hold of the digital file, you know, beforehand. I know that it wasn't about to go digital release, but someone had gotten hold of that and uploaded that. To me, that's much bigger story than some moron with his camera phone, you know, because. People do that to every film, dude. Like every fucking movie that comes out. If you go to no, park, I know. Park but park, they've,
1: park. Normally they put that on a, a, a you know a, a dodgy website or sure. you know whatever. They don't do it on like fucking Twitter. Twitter. Like no, yes. you know no one no one does it on Facebook.
0: So that's the whole thing. I, I I guess I'm just not as shocked as I should be. I'm just like another fucking day. Someone pulls a stupid move.
1: But you know what? Can I just say something? I think we we've gotten to the point now where Mm. uh people don't care anymore, man. They like this. I mean, look look at the shit that's happening in America, where Mm. people are just stealing shit from stores (laughs) by the thousands of dollars. You know what I mean? Like I saw a video the other day where three (laughs) three people walked out of a Target just carrying armfuls of clothing.
0: Was Ray fucking Buffer amongst them? Remember that fucker from last week? (laughs)
1: I don't know. But you know what I mean? And then there was these other people taking they were recording themselves getting free food at uh, I can't remember where they were, was it also another target of Walmart and they were literally yeah. just standing there and an aisle eating all the food, opening it up and just oh. eating it. People have become so brazen about <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean, yeah, about death whatever that they yes. don't give a fuck. So now where people would rip you know, record it secretly, upload it to a you know a, oh. a a website, you know, blah, blah, blah. like now they're just like, fuck it, I'm going to put it straight on Twitter. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's so bizarre. But but if you put that
0: on Twitter under your own thing, you'd be an idiot, you know, like, because Nintendo care, you know?
1: Listen, mate, as I've said, you know, most criminals are not the smartest fucking people
0: in the world. There'd be some
1: probably idiot who would do that not even know. Let's try
0: to research. What what film is it? I, I just want to see if the guy was caught and punished. I remember when um, Wolverine Origins came out. Just before it came out, so maybe it was out in cinemas, or maybe it hadn't quite been released yet. But anyway, what leaked was um, a. Oh,
1: I know what leaked. You, you're talking about when the, the the leak happened, and it was the one that didn't have the the full final special effects. Um, yeah,
0: but the guy who, effects. yeah, so a guy a guy um, was selling that on the street. He eventually the guy who ripped that or stole it or whatever he did to get his hands on it he did do jail time um like I'm yeah. not, he didn't do like 10 years but he did a couple of years in jail um
1: which I oh, mean even a year is fine like
0: <laughs> yeah but but like yeah and i think that was the person who somehow got their hands on it cuz i think they kind of i wa- i think they may have hacked the studio or something to get the to get that that copy the digital copy they did some crazy hacking thing to get it oh yeah yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah they would have got it through in illegal manner even and then eventually it was,
0: eventually was, a, it was a guy who was selling dvds with the with the copy on there who got busted and they traced it back I, I think that's how the story went from memory but um the guy who was selling the dvd wasn't the guy who you know he just got his hands on a digital copy and put it on a dvd it was also illegal trying to or was yeah, yeah
1: yeah wasn't yeah, yeah the fact that he didn't steal it doesn't excuse the fact that he took stolen property and, like, but by the same
0: token you, you I mean I've been to those places in LA and stuff where guys are just selling on the street like fucking mm-hmm. stolen um, or bootleg you know DVDs and shit I don't know if they're still doing it but they were definitely doing it. I was there like 10 years ago uh, same as if you go to Thailand or somewhere they're, they're fucking everywhere you know mm-hmm. um, what's the solution man just total fucking justice or just, who cares? It's, you know, what's, what is the answer? Because if the cops really wanted to, but it's such a minor problem, you know, but that guy, that, I know, well, guy.
1: that But that's the thing, Dave, if, if you get in, if you, but here's the thing, as people are becoming more brazen and getting away with it, mm. if you don't do something, then more and more people are going to start doing it. Because if you if you crack down, at least you may, you're still going to get people to do it, but at least you may curb Sure. the amount of people that are doing it if you start like and that's why the 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 theft in stores is on the rise in America mm. because apparently if you steal less than like $800 or something mm. they don't give it the cops don't give a shit
2: yeah
1: they don't they don't go arrest people for if for stealing less than $800 so all these people have to do is like in a group <laughs> go each steal go $799 yeah and as they walk out, filming themselves and uploading and sh- break, and then more people go, like, "Well, I can fucking do it." And so, mm. you know, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but they do need to do something. Mm. How uh, about you mm. fucking go back to hiring people at a cinema who can keep an eye on people to see if they're recording?
0: But yeah, this like. thing was viewed by like nine million people. This Super Mario Brothers thing. Yeah. I would have, I would have been more impressed if it was a proper rip. But it wasn't. It was just a bullshit, like, cam. This is the thing. Like, every movie, like, of any note, I'm not saying they're good, but people do cams of them and stuff. So I don't know how those people get, get cameras in the cinema and stuff, but they do do it. Hey, it's I,
1: all on your phone now. Back okay. in the day, it used to be hard. You have to sneak a camcorder. Now you just record it on your phone
0: or your okay. tablet. I've never been that much of a desperado to want to watch these cam rips. I don't care about cam rips. No, God, no.
1: Fuck, no. I'm not I'm not interested. I don't care if it's free. I'm not interested in watching shitty quality just because it's free.
0: Yeah, no. I'll, I'll watch a proper, the proper rips, the streaming rips, but I, I'm not going to watch a cam rip. I'm like, if I seriously will like the movie that much, I'll either see it in the cinema or wait for, wait for the streaming. But... Anyway, so 9 million people watched it. We're all supposed to be shocked and appalled. I- I'm kind of like, this happens to most movies. It just happens that this one went on Twitter, you know? Like, that's the funny part. I mean, new, well, that's the reporting. thing.
1: It, hap- it used to happen to movies way more back in the day. Mm. But, yeah, since streaming, people generally just wait for the streaming rip.
0: Yeah, that's
1: right. Because that's a high quality. It's weird that's, that I think some if someone's like doing a lower quality one, I'm like, wow, that's coming back now, is it?
0: <laughs> they may have just also done it for hijinks, value. I, 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 I just said,
1: I think it's someone who, who fucking hates Mario. He's trying to, um, you oh. know, maybe it's someone who works for Disney.
0: <laughs> but also, like, on the other end of the spectrum, and it's not my politics, but you get those guys and gals who are, like, full-on, like, anarchists against society. And and maybe they're sort of like, fuck it, like, you know, a major... No,
1: if that, no, no. If that was the case, that this would be due to a lot more movies.
0: I'm just saying um, mate, but no and, but, and they would
1: definitely be doing it with the marvel movies and all if they were anarchists no i, I i'm going <laughs> to stick with my theory that this is someone from disney
0: oh you think it's a disney you think it's a studio I, thing
1: yeah i think it's someone oh you know, right okay yeah you know, i get it you're, Disney are yeah. someone to go and film it and wow. upload it to to stop people from going to go give it any more money
0: you're wait wow, you've got a conspiracy theory yeah I guess. I, I didn't see that angle, but I like the way you're thinking, Rich. You've gone Well, you've gone I mean,
1: conspiracy. think about it this way. Disney has the highest um, grossing animated movie, right? They hold the record for that.
0: What is it? There's a good – uh, uh, Frozen, yeah.
1: uh, Frozen 2. Frozen okay, um, yeah. 2. There's a good chance, if it keeps going the way it's going, that Mario will beat that. Okay. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> someone leaks a copy of it on Twitter, and as you say, it's watched by 9 million people. Sure. I I don't know. I, 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 you know, and you know what companies aren't above fucking, Oh no, no, you know, trying to fuck each other over like this to maybe keep their record or, or whatever. (laughs) It's it's
0: it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, it could be a Disney sanction rip where like they don't actually have to have an employee doing it. You pay some fucking college kid 200 bucks
1: Oh no, that's what I mean. You know, yeah. Not necessarily. I, I just mean it's a, it's Disney related, as in I think wow. they've had a hand in it. I like it. I like
0: your conspiracy theory. And and how do you think this plays into the Kennedy assassination? Which is there a connection?
1: Oh my God! No, that's a different Disney.
0: <laughs> Interesting times, man. Um, well, oh by the way, um, I was watching the Winchester's prequel. We finished season one. It was actually pretty entertaining. Uh, Loki turned up in it. Um, from supernatural, remember I was saying to you that they need to have more supernatural—the demonic beings who've been around for millions of years or thousands of years. There's no reason why they couldn't show up in. They look um, old in the past. Winchesters. Yeah. No, this guy didn't look too bad. No, bad um, Loki and I said Crowley was the one I was thinking of. Yeah, that,
1: yeah, yeah he has, he's been, he's that actor's been in uh, Doom Patrol. He's been in
0: Stargate. Yeah, he needs to get the Winchesters and playing Crowley. I mean, what a great opportunity to cash in. You know, and that yeah, way he,
1: he actually doesn't look that um, he looks a little bit older, but he actually looks pretty similar to what he did.
0: Well and the thing is, you you make these kind of links, the supernatural fans care, you know, and we're like, Oh sweet, we'll watch this. It's not as good as Supernatural, but it's not too bad, you know? Um, I think the lead girl's very good. Um I'm still Joel Winchester is slowly growing on me. There's one episode where they heavily rip off um, it. The the you know, the Stephen King story. Um, with, the, uh-huh. with The Clown, they heavily ripped that off. But that's nothing new to Supernatural. Um, yeah, I, look, Winchester, I'd give it 7 out of 10. Michelle and I enjoyed it. We're, looking, we're, we're hoping yeah. for more, but it's very questionable whether Season 2 will get renewed. I'm not sure how the ratings were, Rich. Um, yeah, but um, now what's this stuff about Sony confirming more PC ports are coming? It's when they port over, like, say, Witcher to PC or something. Um, Well, no, 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 no.
1: Well, not Witcher, um, Sony properties. Like Like a Spider-Man game or something. Spider-Man, Uncharted, yeah, the the stuff that they own.
0: Okay, now apparently it's making them a lot of money, Um, but then you said the console has sold 38 million units worldwide, the PlayStation 5, Mm -hmm. so...
1: Which is not a lot.
0: Right. So, okay, that's what I thought too when I read that. I was like, is that meant to impress me? But to be
1: fair, I mean... Uh, i mean they have had a fucking chip shortage and so um
0: so but i always but thought the last
1: time there was a chip shortage was like the original fucking nintendo right like the last time i remember there being this chip shortage that caused the problem with consoles and all that was like the Famicon. like right. it's just so funny to me that like 50 years later well it was covid chip. wasn't it <laughs> covid and the i know but China still, supply like, chains.
2: I
0: mean, well okay but but excuse my dumbness but I always thought that, like, PC gamers, like, to them, these console games would almost be a joke. You know, like, I thought they were, like, heavily into way more complicated stuff. Like, I always thought the PC ports were kind of shit. Am I wrong? Like, or... Oh, or
1: yeah. no, I mean, games are games. Like, okay. uh, PC is just a... Uh, like, PC is just another way to play a game. The, the, obviously, the, the thing is a lot of companies make for the console. Mm. Um, the problem is that, obviously, because they make it for the console, they've got to uh, they've got to port it. And what port basically means is they have to fix it. They've got to go in and change things to make it run smoother. Mm. Because when you are making something for the um, uh Console, mm. the specs are all the same, right? So, right. you know, everyone has the same console. Yeah, the problem with the PC is uh, there is no one set, so you have to kind of try and figure out what is maybe the um, most common mm. setup and build for that. And but then you also got to try and build it for the highest spec people who want to have high specs. The problem is, yes, a lot of the times these companies somehow massively fail. <laughs> to do a decent, good port that runs well on...
0: That's on what the, I'd heard. Yeah. That's exactly what i have exactly heard. It's a mixed okay. bag. All right. All right. Well, you're sounding more, uh, how can I say, um, forgiving than I expected you would. Um, I always... No, i you know. I think
1: it's disgusting, but I don't play that much on PC. I no. generally only play, like, games that were made for the PC on PC. So mm. I play a lot of, like, uh, RTSs, Strategy builder type games which are generally made from scratch on the pc yeah. they're not like generally ported over they a lot of times they are ported over to console if they go to console um i'm annoyed for the console for the pc people but i'm not super angry because it doesn't affect me that much but i do feel for them i i think it's terrible
0: i it's well, unacceptable. Why are you angry? Like because the the port yeah. is not good? Is that what? You, is that well,
1: I'm I, I'm 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 annoyed. I have empathy for the PC oh. players who who do play action, you know, who play Spider Man on their PC, or they don't have a console, they are not interested Well, in the why wouldn't and... these
0: guys get a console if it's better on console? Why wouldn't you just get a console? Like Well, well it,
1: it's not better. Well, that's the thing. It's not better on console, Dave. Like, oh. it it actually runs if you if it if it's ported properly. Mm and and it runs it generally runs better on a PC because okay. PCs have higher specs. Yeah. So, you know, it can run at 120 frames per second or, you know, mm. you don't have to you don't have to sacrifice uh visuals for optimization if you've got a good you know what I mean like, mm. you know, there's some games where they said you want to prioritize um, uh, oh uh, yeah, a resolution or do you want to prioritize gameplay?
2: What do you do? You can't do both.
1: Oh, I always prioritize gameplay. I'm okay. not a I'm I'm not a graphics whore. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the graphics don't interest me as much as just the the gameplay and and, and the fun. I want to want to make sure I don't die because the the input was lagging or
0: Yeah. my I, timing was Yeah, because... I'm always like what am I supposed to do when I just usually pick um gameplay. So, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah cuz uh, okay, that's the thing. In my imagination, I would have thought like a, a high-end gaming pc high-end would kick a console's ass but i don't know if that's true that's just my own
2: oh no
1: definitely would
0: yeah Yeah. okay Uh, the
1: consoles are nowhere near as powerful but i
0: also have always felt they're different things like to me if i want look i I know it's not a fucking modern game but like a total war i want to play that on pc with my mouse and stuff i don't want to play that on a console.
1: Well, you can't play it on a console. I know,
0: but it. like I've seen games like Age of Empires on consoles now, and I'm like, why would I want to play Age of Empires on consoles? You know, that's what I'm saying. Oh,
1: Rich. or the people that don't game on PC who might want to play. It. That's the thing. They mm. look. They're trying to. Um,
0: they're trying to serve. They,
1: they, they're trying to give their product to as many people as possible. My only issue with Sony is mm. they only do it until they've exhausted their their playstation cons- uh, customers yeah you know one thing i will i will give tip my hat to to, to xbox is um they put their stuff on steam mm. on the, the the pc game pass like the the console game Pass. okay sometimes there is a bit of a delay on the pc game pass but that's only because it has to be optimized for mm. the pc so it, it the port's not ready but if it is optimized for both console and pc it'll be on there both the same day like oh, okay, um, all right. Well, you know that's I mean? like, yeah. They okay. they don't they don't hide it behind like oh no 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 no. Only once everyone has bought our console and and bought our game for seventy bucks. Yeah, 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 Once that is dried up, then we'll give it to you a year and a half later to you PC. Well, don't doesn't know, kind of thing. From
0: that. what I've understood, a lot of times games like um, GTA and stuff like people, I'm not sure if they've ever ported those, but like people complain about the PC ports, you know a lot of times i've i've i think i've read before. yeah they
1: do but i mean do you know that gta is far more popular on pc than it is on console
0: no I, I did play
1: gta because oh. the, the one of the reasons why people love pc is because they can mod games yes they can add things into games that they like so for gta mm. you can make it that you're running around as iron man
0: yeah that's cool
1: They've modded it, uh, and you've probably seen Skyrim. Skyrim is massively oh, Skyrim, yeah, no, no. massively popular on PC because they can they can fucking change all the dragons to um, uh, Thomas the Tank Engine or yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage.
2: Mm. Dragons. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, that's why PC gamers love games because they don't just get to play games. They get to almost make their own version of the
2: game.
0: Yeah. I remember, um, this is many years ago, um, Oblivion. And I was, um, as you know, massive on Oblivion on the original um, 360. You know, the 360. I, I, I fucking love that game. It was one of the main reasons I got it. Anyway, so I was playing Oblivion. I was just having the time of my life. And I went and had lunch. It was with a friend, and she had her friends there. And one of the guys there was – he played Oblivion on the PC. And he was saying that. He's like, oh, it's so much better on PC. Like, you can – have your whole castle flying around and stuff. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Like, like, I, and he's like, yeah, no. And he explained to me about all the mods and stuff. And I was like, man, that sounds epic. Um, And it always stuck in my mind because I was, I didn't even really realize that they were different. And yeah, he was, he was like saying, yeah, it's got all these mods, like tons of stuff is different because people create their own shit. Like, yeah, because
1: it's on PC you have access to the game files
0: yeah 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 exactly and so someone exactly. can
1: make a mod that changes the game files wow to change the game
0: I, I'm sure to the listeners out there I sound like I'm about a thousand years old but 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 like <laughs> I'm
1: sure they used to it by now Dave, sure. exactly yeah
0: yeah but when they when this guy was explaining this to me it was a real eye-opener kind of thing and I thought it was really cool um i didn't actually rush out and i was like man i'm gonna do that I, well 20 years later i haven't done it um <laughs> but i i will play on my pc quite happily my strategy games quite happily well, actually you know but
1: that's but that's the thing Dave. Like, and, and and that's why i don't really get into the whole like oh pc console like how people carry on because sure it's all about preference man like i, I I'm, oh, not, yeah. I'm just not interested in in mods i don't i just it's just that i don't have time to spend that long on it yeah game. i don't I, really care about it all i though. i just want to pop in the game play it yeah um and, and kind of move on do something else or whatever so mm. uh, and again i'm not saying i'm saying that's just my style that's my pace i play a game when i'm done with it it's done it goes on the shelf and mm. I'll play the next game, or read a, like go and read a book I've been meaning to read. I just want to sort of move on. I'm I just don't spend that much, yeah, in a in a game. Sometimes I'll get sucked into like a strategy game, like I, I fucking played like um, Civilization, Civilization like uh, six for like fucking three weeks straight, nonstop. Wow, oh. but. You know, but, uh, but that—that's what I mean. It's—it's it's all different. Everyone just has a different preference. Everyone plays it's games true, differently. Yeah. Everyone wants a bit different. I—I I, I hate this shit of people. Well, it's like... the same
0: people who who um, always want you to choose the different consoles and stuff. And I'm like, look, God, honestly, people can make their own minds up. Like, I don't feel the need to almost add campaign for one or the other. You know, I just I I passed that point of my life. But
1: you know what? But here's the thing: you can be a fan of one or the other, right? Mm. I don't have an issue with that. Like, I prefer the Xbox. I prefer the controller. You always have. Uh, you always have preferred oh, yeah, Xbox. Have. Yeah. But I've always, you know, I've always had Nintendo. I've always had PlayStation. I haven't always. Had. I didn't get the PS4, but I do have PS5. But like, I I wish because I want consoles because maybe there is a certain game like I'm really looking forward to playing Final Fantasy 16 when it comes out on PlayStation. But you need to be able to to um not give a company a free pass sure. so yes do i prefer xbox yes does that mean that i'm going to defend them when they do something wrong no am i gonna when it, if they do something stupid or <laughs> is shit am i going to call out and say shit yes and i feel like what you should do as a fan of anything like if, yeah, if you well. prefer something you're a fan of something you should be the first one to sure. call them out on their
0: bullshit yeah, you can't done, just p- hand these corporates a free fucking pass. That's just to yeah. it all too yeah, that's easy. I,
1: yeah. That's the thing. I don't like the console war because, one, that's stupid. I'm okay with everyone having a preference. If someone prefers to, to game on, on PlayStation, whatever, man. Good luck maybe to maybe them. Maybe you prefer well, the controller. Maybe you like the home screen or, or whatever. doesn't matter. Yeah. If you like it, you like it. But don't defend... Like, if PlayStation does something stupid, yeah. don't, like... Defend them if other people are pointing out and call them X bots and whatever. I just think that's really stupid, man. Like it's you, you have to be willing to like it's say, "Yeah, man, that was fucking dumb." Or that. Was I, dumb, I will so.
0: say this on this show: we've never got into that stuff. I don't care about that stuff. You know, that's it, it's irrelevant to me almost. That's that's background noise. Uh, that's for the guys who have way too much time on their hands and are just really they're talking up a storm, you know, online. I think, when they're playing their games and stuff, they're so shit. It's just
1: fanatical behaviour. You have it in games, you have it in sport, yeah. you have it in comics. For my yeah. Jesus Christ, come on. There's been the Marvel DC war as well. Oh, you know, yeah, no, for, for sure. For sure. Yeah, no, that's okay, true. So, i tell you what. It doesn't matter what it is. There's always people who just pick a side for some reason, but they won't call out their own side's bullshit.
0: Which yeah. Is so i tell you what, and I think this, yeah, I know this game's on both consoles. Um, oh, this Witcher 3, man, I'm rolling in this game now. I'm on Skellig. And I am fucking experiencing a game. I've, I have I am so deep in this game. You know, the, the last time I've been so deep in a game was Skyrim. I am mm, so yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah. I am so deep in it. Cyberpunk I got close too, but I'm even deeper. And I was, I got to the, I didn't realise. I've been, you know me with my side missions. So I knew mm-hmm. that I had to go to Skellig, but I kept, I was just addicted to side missions, like to build my character up. And then I was... And I was like... It was like delay gratification. Like, I knew it would be good. I got to Skellig... And because I don't pay much attention to the story, I constantly... I, I, I just don't have the patience for the long cut scenes. I, I read the text, and then I hit the square to keep moving because I just can't be bothered listening to them talk. And... Um, Anyway, I had to actually go to Reddit to even understand the war that was going on in Witcher 3 because I was, like, so confused. For so long, I thought this empire was the city because they're they're similar spelling, but they're different. And I was like, oh, well, that explains Novigrad and Nilfgrandian. I kept in my head they were the same thing. And I could never understand people talking about the sides, and I'm like, I am so lost in knowing, like, what is going on. I had to read this thing on Reddit explaining to me the war, and I was like, okay, now at least I understand that somewhat. Anyway, I went to Skellig. It's fucking Vikings mixed with Scotland. I was like, I am in heaven, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going around on my boat, on the islands, and I'm just like, I'm having the time of my life. And, and I'm like, well, all these months that I didn't go to Skellig because I was busy doing side missions, talk about delayed gratification – um i i don't want to come back you know i'm i'm rolling around man i'm killing sirens at sea i'm out there by myself on the boat i'm like i said to myself this is audibly said this i was doing something and i was like i said i am a viking i was by myself (laughs) on the boat for a moment i forgot it wasn't real i thought i was actually on the boat like virtual reality and i was like man i am a viking I'm, i'm charting uncharted waters here um, except there was a chart and a map guiding me, but you know it was just <laughs> it was just fantastic. And this game—I mean, I know I'm a few years late to the party, but this is the remastered edition, which came out earlier this year. So I get a pass there. This is a ten, 10 out of ten game. This is ten out of ten, and it's amazing. Uh, look, I am like—I well,
1: there's, I, there's a game coming out soon that I'm going to be super lost in.
0: What is it? Uh,
1: it's the new Zelda game.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You'll be loving that, won't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When is that coming? Is that soon? Is that yeah. soon? No, soon.
1: the twelfth, so like April days.
0: Okay. Something big came out recently. Oh, it was the Jedi um game? Dion's loving it. The the Survivor game. Jedi. Oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah! I'm I'm very far behind on um current games.
0: I thought you <laughs> played <laughs> Fallen Order. I thought you loved Fallen Order.
1: Um yeah, I enjoyed it when it came out, but since then, what's happened? Star Wars died to me, so... Yeah, but if they put out a good game,
0: I think it's very similar. If you liked Fallen Order, uh, supposedly you'll like this. I believe it's quite similar.
1: Yeah, I'm sure I'll enjoy the gameplay, except I don't want to give Star Wars my money.
0: (laughs) Wow, you're holding firm. (laughs) Um, If I
1: can buy it second-hand, super cheap, or when it's on sale, I'll probably get it. I'm not giving them full price. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I did read, apparently, that there's some controversy that it needed all these patches, and I believe it's already... Oh,
1: dude, it is unplayable. You were talking about PC. It is unplayable on PC, apparently.
0: I think that's really bad. Like, honestly, I, I don't know who put... Is it EA who put it out? I, I don't know. Yeah, it-
1: yeah, but it's not just EA. Um, Xbox and Bethesda just also released uh, Red Door... Uh, was it Red... Red- Redfall. Redfall. Getting- it's getting hammered. And that also is
0: abysmal
1: and even worse on pc apparently so
0: i think that's really unprofessional um mm-hmm. and terrible and i know look i know that you know lots of games have glitches and stuff but i felt even though i love cyberpunk i thought it was super unprofessional that that game came out so flawed and and apparently developers now are just like oh that's just the way it is you know and i'm like fuck you guys well then you're charging full price for these games when they come out and they're in a terrible state.
1: Well, what is annoying is that all these companies so are now, like, they've raised the price of games, right? Mm. So, uh, like in America, it's gone from $60 to $70 whatever and they said, oh, we have to raise the price because the- we- that'll ensure the quality of your games. Mm. Well, uh, you know, look, um, it's not every company. Uh, like, Capcom just did Resident Evil 4, the remake, and, it was phenomenal everyone oh. loved it uh oh. they uh, and you know what ea just recently did the uh, remake of dead space yeah and that was also a massive success in a hit and all that but yeah there's just certain games that they that just come out and maybe they could have done with an extra month yeah um or or whatever to to for polish and all that but as I said to my uh, my other friend, like as he was talking about this stuff, he was also saying, "Oh, jeez, have you heard about the PC ball And that Like, the golden age of gaming is over, man. Like, we are now just sifting through, looking for diamonds in the rough. Like, really? You reckon? Oh God, yes. Yeah. I, I, no. Look, I'm sorry. The, the golden age of of Tim. gaming was the the three hundred and sixty and the PS three. No. Was, that Some was of the, the games that have come age. out. See, no, but, no, no, no. Dave, that's when the game came out. You got the game. Um, maybe a bit later, you got some really good DLC that was like a massive expansion. Like it almost felt like a, a whole game in itself. You got the full game. There was yeah. a fantastic amount of titles and releases and all that. I'm not saying I'm not talking about the ideas, Dave, or the quality or whatever. I, I'm actually talking about the quality. When yeah. I say the golden age, I'm talking about the quality of games when they come out. The the polish
0: of What do of you mean, games? like... What about fucking, um... Like, Assassin's Creed and Witcher and all that stuff? All those good Assassin's
1: games. Assassin's Creed is absolute shit, man. Like, what
0: are you doing? No, it's
1: not. Yes, it is, Dave. Dave, they were releasing subpar stuff, which is what made them take a break and relaunch it with uh, Assassin's Creed. Well, the last Origins. three
0: Assassin's Creed's have been awesome. Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. I reckon they're the most popular ones ever. I, I reckon... Yeah,
1: but again, they didn't release without problems they released uh well odyssey released where they uh increased the 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 xp needed and then sold you boosters to increase your xp um and, and if you didn't like and you had to grind extra like
0: You've always That's had the grind in Assassin's point is
1: The Golden Age, no, no, but the, yeah, but they wanted you to buy it, Dave. Oh, okay. They're making the game more grindy <laughs> to, to encourage you to buy boosters okay. so you can get through the game quicker. That's my point. When I say the Golden Age, I just mean like this perfected area where they weren't trying to rot you for money. Games came out finished okay. with no day see, one so. patches. Yeah, okay. Of twenty gigabytes when you just want to play your fucking game. True, true. That's gone. The golden age is
0: gone. You could say the golden age. We're in the
1: iron age now. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. The golden age was
0: maybe Ataris when you just slammed the cartridge into the machine back when I was a kid. You know, bang, there you're done. That was Uh, it.
1: I'm I'm just saying, like, I I think we we have peaked a little bit because now it's now it's it's not about just like fun and games and making like you know cool products. It's now about how do we get them paying more how do we get more money oh out of yeah them? well yeah. we sell them, to them three times no, like, I it's hear just, you. yeah it's, it's it's not it's not as
0: fun as it used to be well what did tom petty say in that song the higher-ups want to see how much you will pay for what you used to get for free mm-hmm. you know
1: but again i'm not saying that's why i said you get diamonds now yeah now instead of going from a good game to good game to good game you're kind of going like yeah that's brilliant then the next thing you're like oh what happened well also
0: people like me um who, unless it's GTA kind of thing, we, uh, you know, like, even if I buy a game, it's, it is it is rare, actually, that I'll, I'll come home and slam in it on day one. That is actually rare. And mostly because I'm busy. So sometimes by the time I get to it, that shit's been sorted. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's, it, you know, like what I, uh, what was the game? um Cyberpunk. When it came out, I did play it, and I was like, man, these graphics are really GTA Four like. And I didn't have a PS Five then. And then by the mm-hmm. time I got my PS Five and I started playing it, it had all been sorted out. And and I was like, oh sweet, this is running. And
1: fucking, that's my point. Like, dream. and that's the problem with this day one. Okay, one, you've got to install the game to begin with, right? And that, that's so annoying. I've if always said that annoying. You buy it, you can't just come home and start playing it straight away. Yeah. You're gonna have to put it in, and then they'll say to you, oh, there's a day one patch for this, you know, that you need to download, and then that's another like. 5 to 20 gigabytes depending yeah. in on the patch. Like, you could go buy that game in the morning and you're not playing it till almost the afternoon. Like, yeah, true. It, I, I don't know, it's just ridiculous.
0: Well, what are the developers saying? I mean, surely they're being put under a bit of pressure because I know there's Redfall. I've seen on Facebook people are hammering it.
1: Oh, yeah. no, they generally just keep quiet about it or, or just, yeah. you know, PR bullshit or whatever. Or, you know, oh, we had to run it at 30 frames because, you know, restrictions and, you know, effort. It's all PR crap like yeah spin. they didn't finish it they hadn't perfected it they'll be like oh the 60 friends will come later with a patch no that means you weren't ready
0: i agree if you you're saying
1: like oh we're gonna fix it in a patch later well then your game wasn't ready
0: i totally agree with you i, I see i think that's absolute fucking bullshit i hate that
3: Like for you, god's
1: you... sakes halo mm-hmm. uh uh halo um focus what, what was it called now i have forgotten halo infinite halo infinite released mm-hmm. right um as multiplayer first, mm. game, like the, the single player come in later, and then they were like, oh yeah, we don't have co op yet. That'll come later in the patch. The fuck do you mean co op single player is coming later? Then your game's not finished.
0: Yeah, I hate that. That's bullshit to me. Like, where, yeah, look at our half finished game. Well, don't fucking release it till it's finished. Like, yeah. I, I thought, in, I mean, look, I, I'm not involved in gaming at all, but. I thought there was a thing called Crunch where they put people on like massive shifts and stuff and to get all this shit done.
1: Yeah, but Dave, mm. that's naughty and that's illegal and that's when games are really good.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, but I, I remember that was a thing and like, you know, um, I don't know, God knows. I, but I'm sure they still do that as well. I, I reckon they're just trying to – I honestly uh, think it's financial. Well, I mean
1: – I, I think they do, but also they don't. I mean, look at all the shit that's happening now. You know, like any crunch sort of gets reported to the media and then, mm. you know, it does a bit of damage to you. So I think they have eliminated a lot of crunch, but it also means that um, things get delayed all the time now and then mm. they still don't get... Because, look, I'm sorry. I like People can call me a curmudgeon and think, oh, you whatever, you think it's your generation. <laughs> you situation. are a curmudgeon, but anyway, continue. The, 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 the people today are just really soft and can't handle pressure. Ah uh, true. I, I'm sorry. It's true. Yeah, you, you You try to say to me, oh, it was terrible back in the day and that crunch and there's poor people I go, yeah, but the games were fucking awesome. So yeah. what do you want me to say? Like, you give me subpar games today where you're trying to eliminate crunch yeah. and yet games where they fucking pulled all nighters with their bed, you know, like fucking didn't sleep for like yeah. a week, whatever. And they were brilliant. Best games you've ever played. Wh- wh- what do you want me to say?
0: Like. Yeah. I guarantee you there was some crunch involved in GTA 4. <laughs> One of the best games oh, ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, like, I mean, I've worked, I mean, I've not worked in the gaming industry, but I've definitely worked in jobs many years ago where at end of month you were working, you know, till really late at night, um, get a cab home, come in the next day, work really late, like for that, for those three days at the end of month, I don't know if you call it crunch, but it was it was massive amount of overtime, you know, yeah. Um,
1: as I said, man, I, I, I work with casuals now who we hired all that who, who work one day a week, right? And then we'll come to you and say, oh, I can't, I can't work. I've got to time. I have an assignment due or i got my studies. And you're like, I'm sorry, you cannot work one day a week? <laughs> you cannot work around yeah. like your your assignment, your schedule to work one day a week? Yeah. Well, that's ah, because I just, I they've got I other can't, shit in
0: their lives, man, that, that they're prioritizing, you know? Which is hilarious because you would think they would need the money. You know?
1: Yeah. And and I just you know, and I just think to myself, man, joke's on you because life ain't getting any easier. If you don't if you don't learn to juggle now and, and work things around, sure are um, uh, your life's not gonna get any easier.
0: Good point, Rich. Well do you say that to them? Say smell yeah, that kid.
1: I've said I said, mate, you I said I'm just warning you now, you you can take it, whatever, and give you shit you're right. But I'm just telling <sighs> you now, this is where you learn. This is where you learn to deal with stress. This is how you learn to prioritize. This is how you learn to juggle. Lourdes Lourdes to Lourdes 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 Lourdes. Lourdes. I'd love to see you deliver this lecture,
0: man. I'd love to see you deliver this lecture. That's Wait, awesome.
1: Uh, look, I'm sorry. I'm not tooting my own horn. I had a full-time job when I, when I finished, uh, w- when I was still doing my last year of high
2: school.
0: Yeah.
1: I worked five days a week.
0: Yeah. That's it.
1: In my last year of high school. No time off. Wow. Went from school to work, school to work, school to work. Still did my exams, passed, everything. I'm sorry, life doesn't get easier. If you don't learn it young, you're not going to learn it when you get older because you're going to be too set in your ways. You're going to be so used to it, you
0: just can't. Yeah. It's just you, you live on an easy street.
1: And again, I, I'm not doing it to be like a dick them. I'm saying I'm literally, I'm just giving you advice. Like, yeah, like, and I mean, you're talking about one day. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like you're talking about one day a week, and you're like, it's just impossible. I can't do it. It's too stressful. I'm like, wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Learn a few lessons, kid. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Challenge yourself, man. Seriously, like Jesus.
0: They say old Johnny Cash works best under pressure. I remember that from San Quentin. He goes, they say old Johnny Cash works best under pressure. It was funny
1: because in South Africa, when my job found out what I did, they actually gave me a promotion.
0: Yeah. When, oh. my,
1: when my work found out that I, I didn't take any time off, did my matric, well, we called the matric example, what do you call it, year 10? No, year, year 12? No, year 12. Yeah, HSC and but stuff, my, yeah. When I did my HSC year 12 and all that, when they found out that I worked straight through that, didn't take all my time, I literally got a promotion.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's hard work, though. I mean, that's the old work ethic, and... Certainly. And,
1: but I'm not even asking them to do that. That's what I find so funny. I'm not saying, well, oh, you've got to be like me and work five days a week and do your studies and all that sort of shit. Like, yeah. even when I did go to uh, college and all that, I got a night job. I still yeah. work five, six days a week going doing a night job and, and then going to do my, my uh, college and all that. Like, I'm not even asking you to do that. I'm no. just saying, hey, can you just maybe do your one shift a week?
0: <laughs> that's it, yeah. I mean, do they get paid if they don't turn up? So I would have thought they need the cash. No, God. no,
1: no, no, no. They're casuals. They're getting paid, anything.
0: Yeah, I would have thought they need the cash. You know? Maybe mummy and daddy get No,
1: mummy and daddy gives them... Oh, I can't work my... Oh, that's okay, sweetie. Here's some money.
0: Right, yeah. So they, that's the thing. They don't need it. That's it. They don't need it, man. It comes down to... It comes down to, to the basics of that. If, if they if they don't need to do it, it's kind of like, oh, well, why would I do it kind of thing, you know? You know. Whereas... Yeah, well, as
1: I said, I just said, I don't think it helps them at the end of the day. I, I just don't think it's...
0: it's a oh, I think thing, you're but... right. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I don't disagree with you at all. I think um, that's one of those weird things. It's why it? you
1: have people today who can't take criticism. It's why you've got people now working in the comic book industry... Oh, yeah,
0: clowns. ...who can't
1: take any criticism about their writing. And see everything as an attack.
0: Yeah. Well, some of them it is an attack because they're so fucking shit, you know?
1: (laughs) But even if you give them constructive, what I'm saying, even if you're like, look, okay, I'm just going to be constructive. I'm not going to be name-calling or whatever. I just want to tell you, you know, why I think your writing isn't, like, that good or your storytelling. And they're like, oh, my God, you're attacking me. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Get off the internet. You know what I mean? Like, Stay away. If if you can't. You have to have a bit of a thick skin, and if you're just so thin-skinned, you just can't possibly take it. Well, get off the fucking internet, you know? Seriously. Yeah. Like, do yeah. yourself a favour. Do yourself a favour. You know, guess what? It is unhealthy. It is negative. It is toxic. It is damaging. Stay away from it. Like, fuck it. Like, don't worry about it. It's bullshit. Like, that, that would be my attitude. Like, fuck it. Like, I get people every now and then who try to lob bobs at the show, and I walk well past them. I'm just like, you know, we we'll, we'll do. You don't like it? Don't listen. You know? Like oh you or sometimes they're listening and they hate it and some you know it's like well what do you want me to do I'm not going to change.
1: Well, <laughs> no, but my advice would be like well listen go find a podcast that you know sure suits your your sensibilities or better yet do one yourself.
0: Yeah, or just fuck off. As you, know, well. I you know, no,
1: but I'm just saying if it's so easy, you oh I did yeah. oh, create do, that, yeah. then go do it yourself or find yourself Uh, a lot of
0: the times it's um you know and we don't get a lot of it but a lot of times it's um what do you call it like it's the too cool for schools it's the super 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 pcs guys and they just love to uh get offended basically
1: oh my god well okay going off topic do you you know that i finally learned where the term politically correct came from
0: where i don't know
1: actually came from russia right and it doesn't have anything to do with what we call pc Mm. it would be like um someone like in russia would say you know uh what you are saying is factually correct but it (laughs) is not politically correct like that (laughs) that is actually where the term came from that's a good usage it it meant that what you were saying was factual but it did not align yeah with the political message
0: well that's how i often feel it's 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 like when you're asked for an opinion I'm like do you want my real opinion or you want the censored opinion you know, which do you actually want? No, you know?
1: people – I'll be honest with you. Like, a lot of people today – and not everyone. I, mean, I I would hope that people that listen to the show are a bit more open-minded and sure, and, and are open to challenge and, and, and right thinking. Of. But a lot of people, they're not looking for opinion. They're just looking for you to agree with them. They're looking for affirmation. I just wanting you to, yeah, to validate. Yeah, and validation. Say, yeah, exactly, whatever, I think yeah. exactly the same as you. You are right.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. i tell you someone who's not right was Zack Snyder, whose original plan – was making Zeus and the Greek gods Kryptonian who landed on ancient Earth until Warner Brothers wisely turned it down. Rich, what do you think of Zack Snyder's wild plan?
1: No, but you know what? I fucking love this idea as an Elseworlds story.
0: Oh, me too, yeah, 100%.
1: I don't have an issue with the, 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 the pitch. Mm. I just have an issue with it being like canon, <laughs> like the fact that you were like, "Oh no, yeah. I want this to be the canon of the fucking DC universe." Yeah, like, the canon of in, the in main the mainstream. No, that, that's really stupid, man. Because then you create a problem with um, with Wonder Woman. Mm. I mean, well, you're basically saying that Wonder Woman is like probably part Kryptonian. Like it's just, you, you, you it's just a stupid thing. But as an Elseworlds story of mm. how, like maybe say, be the Greek gods or whatever came to be i actually i like the idea
0: yeah no as in elseworlds i'm all over it actually um but it, it does speak to just how little regard Zack snyder actually had for um just what a poor choice he was i think really to,
1: oh that's um, right I, I i've always said Zack snyder is the guy just listen just give him a fucking trade and say here make this movie yeah that's it yeah perfect that, is, that he's the perfect man for the job say so, listen here's the trade bring it to life Put on the movie screen, just do it, page for page.
0: Yeah, well, he did it with um, with what was it, three hundred? Oh, he's done it for three hundred. He's done Watchmen. it with the
1: um, um, Watchmen. Yeah, um, just yeah, he he's not. I'm sorry, he's not a creator. Fantastic, like eye mm. for for cinema and and stuff and all that. Um, but you know, he's not he's not a, a creative person in terms of like you know story and yeah all of stuff
0: like that. and original content is not really his strength as well
1: well yeah. I mean one of his first original contents was um, Sucker Punch yeah Again, awful. beautiful to look at yeah fucking atrocious <laughs> movie like in terms of story and character like just atrocious <laughs>
0: Yeah, so true. But that is interesting, and, and thank you. I, I think it was Adam the Computer who brought that one to me. Now, big news. Sly, Sly Stallone has confirmed a cliffhanger sequel, Rich. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm ex- <laughs> well, hey, I love I the original. Well, like a
1: movie that doesn't need a sequel to fucking cliffhanger. I <laughs> love the
0: original, man. I fucking love that original. I
1: so do, too, but it's such a... <laughs> It's such a one-and-done movie. It doesn't need a sequel.
0: Well, it's the next day. The next day, you oh. know. And Sly's just aged like 40 years a day.
1: <laughs> no, no, seriously, man. Stop with these 40-year-later sequels, I beg you, please.
0: Well, Sly's always looking to capitalize on his past success. No, successes. but
1: he's so much better than that, man. Like, yeah. he made the Expendables. Yeah. He made something new, you know. I didn't mind his uh, Rocky Balboa movie because I felt that there was a nice end. Yeah. To the character, I didn't. That was the only one I didn't mind. Of like, I didn't really enjoy the new. Um, what about Rambo? Rambo no, oh, I didn't on. think they were that good. Like that could have been any generic um, oh, action movie, honestly. I enjoyed it. What you talking about, Last Blood? Yeah, but even no, no, even Stallone has come out and said that he 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 want, he. He wished that wasn't the last Rambo movie because it, he he wished he would change something. So, oh, really? but I'm just saying, the, the the problem with like I felt like re- the obviously the first two Rambo movies I just think were a bit more thoughtful. Great movies. Um, uh, and I just you know, but I just thought you know Sly, you're you're a smart guy, man. Like mm. I think you're really good at, at making new. Like you got that what's it the Tulsa King. Yeah, that he's it's good. Like I just feel like he doesn't need to go back and revisit these sort of properties that don't need to be revisited, He can make new things. Well,
0: he's he's doing Cliffhanger, man. Like,
1: give so give, deal give with me it. another Expendables movie, man.
0: Yeah, I don't need a, another
1: uh, Cliffhanger. You you know, you haven't tapped all the bloody, you know, action stars out there. Let's get to it. Come on. Expendables 5, 6, and 7. I just <laughs>
0: wonder where Cliffhanger's going to pick up. I, I assume, like, 20, 30 years will have passed. This is
1: random bad guys. like... Uh.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. He really was just like a mountain climber, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, he's just a guy who lost his, his wife—not uh, his wife, his friend's wife. Yeah, who died, and, and you know, kind of left him with pity. But he wasn't some like special agent or—he was pretty know, good though. A spy he was a... or anything like that. It was just a wrong, wrong place, wrong time. What
0: about a sequel to Daylight? I enjoyed that film. Um, that was a good one. Stuck Damn, in the tunnel. I mean, it's,
1: it's fine movie, but again, it's just not every movie. Daylight
0: again. no
1: maybe you can just call it nightlight. i don't
0: know yeah no cliffhanger the sequel um yeah it's one thing i will say and i love sly it's been a long time you know what i mean um he's left this one in the hopper for a long long time
1: i will say this it is a pity that the movie cliffhanger didn't didn't end on a cliffhanger
0: yeah that's true (laughs) uh i wouldn't mind another rambo Actually, now that you say that, I, I think there's room for another Rambo. I, I felt he left it open for a sequel.
1: Ah, uh, you know? I mean, maybe. I kind of feel like Expendables kind of replaced Rambo. Well, the-
0: why couldn't yeah. you put Rambo in Ukraine, fighting the Russians? I could do that. That's topical. Yeah, Rambo goes to Russia. Rambo takes out Putin. That kind of thing. You know?
1: Well, didn't Ukraine just try that recently?
0: Well, yeah, but like it's fictional. <laughs> like he, I believe he fought the Russians in Rambo Three. Um, he definitely fought a he, he definitely fought a Russian uh, pilot in Rambo Two. Did in Rambo Three was in Afghanistan. He fought Russians there. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, because I think Rambo Two was Vietnam. Rambo
0: Two was Vietnam, but the guy had a Soviet. Um, Helicopter. Yeah, but,
1: and yeah, Rambo 3 was Middle East, yeah,
0: uh, Afghanistan, yeah. Afghanistan, yeah. Um, yeah, it's got that hilarious thing at the end where they thank the Taliban <laughs> in the text. <laughs> this is the brave freedom fighters, the Taliban. <laughs> like well, that. you know,
1: that, that's what I say. That's how things change, eh?
0: That's it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. I'm ready for a cliffhanger sequel. I'm ready for a sequel to Demolition Man. I'm ready for a sequel to Rambo. As far as if Sly, just hey, focus hey, on that. Hey,
1: Gareth, Demolition Man. I do not mind a sequel to because he's a cop. Yeah, in the future, you could do a sequel of like, okay, now he's climatized. Mm. Let's see how he's changed the police force because he's a policeman. So obviously, there'd be more crime. There'd be another criminal. That I'm okay with. That makes okay. sense. Cliffhanger just doesn't make sense.
0: But dude, does it, it, it? We don't need to be so literal. You know what I mean? Like. Oh. It, you know, Come on. At the end of the day, dude, it's it's a film. It's a franchise. You know, he can pump out a sequel. Like, it's kind of like he had he this... He can. Yeah. I'm saying he shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only problem I have with it is he set a very high bar the first time around. You know? Oh, yeah. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Uh, he won't have John that's Lithgow.
1: Few, I, I, that's, I think that may have been the first movie I saw John Lithgow as a bad guy.
0: Yeah, John Lithgow was very good in that film, actually. Mm. Uh, we, we re-watched it about a year ago Michelle and I and I wasn't surprised that I enjoyed it so much but I'd forgotten how good it was and how good John Lithgow was in it as well it's a very mm. it's a good movie now, what I'm saying is he won't have John Lithgow in this one you know no of course not um, so yeah. it's it's going to be challenging and, and times have changed you know like for all the cliffhanger fans out there we're not like in the millions you know what I mean like we're holding a candle for something that was came out in, like what 92 93 um, like yeah, yeah it, it's been a fair passage of time whereas at least a rambo is, it, it entered the popular culture you know consciousness fairly heavily rambo and rocky they kind of seeped in you know whereas a lot of people aren't aware of cliffhanger now because it's been so long you know so you say cliffhanger too some will be going what who you know there's a cliffhanger movie you know it's it's it it, it Although it was a hit and a very good film, it wasn't like it spawned five or six sequels in ten years kind of thing. You know? Hey, um, it's
2: also, again, as I said,
1: to me, it's, just, it's not a franchise movie.
0: Sly's so trying to make it one.
1: I know he is. I'm just saying, I just, it's, to me, it's a one and done. It's, it's not a franchise
0: Get ready for Cliffhanger 3. I I hope Cliffhanger 2 ends on a cliffhanger, as you said. It's got to end on a cliffhanger. No, it does well, the It has is, to.
1: Like, the, but also the problem is, is, look, okay, I kind of saw Die Hard as a one and done, right? But mm. they made a sequel sh- pretty much right after that. Yeah, that it kind of capitalize on the the the, the momentum yeah. of the success of that movie. I just don't see how anyone cares about the Two like forty years later.
0: Well, I care, but I but I feel like I'm in the minority. I got excited. I definitely think you're in the minority. <laughs> And you know what? If I hadn't seen it again a year ago, I probably wouldn't have. Like, I just be.
1: feel like he's really scraping the bottom of that of this of, of barrel. Like, he's he's just really going through his closet, you know, of all the movies he's done and going, like, oh, got to find something else. Oh, shit, that's right. I did a movie called Cliffhanger. I'll do another one of those. Like, that's just how it feels like. Was
0: Daylight a, a success? Was daylight, I Daylight. think so. I enjoyed no. it. I enjoyed it a hell of a lot, actually. Man, $151 million in the US, Daylight, 96, 1996. Uh, yeah,
1: it's pretty low even by those standards I think
0: maybe but I, what I'm trying to say is could he bring that back you know I don't know about back the in film
1: it's a disaster movie like, he technically could but I mean Jesus Christ how unlucky is the guy to live <laughs> through two
0: disasters about the film Stallone simply said the premise was really good but it didn't deliver so even Sly saying hmm. it, it didn't deliver um, had a great theme song Daylight Day- that 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 um Bobby Womack song, that was the theme song to it. I enjoyed that. Um Anyway, now moving on from, from Sly, and we are keeping tabs on this one, Sly, so I wish you all the best. Richard's trying to write you off, but I'm not. Uh, and I will say, I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say this right now. Put Rambo in the Ukraine. Fuck, why not? Fighting Rush, Russian special forces and stuff. It'd be awesome. It's from the Kremlin kind of thing. Like, take it all the way. You know? And 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 the 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 last boss is uh, Steven Seagal. Yeah, Steven Seagal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in a in a fight, the only problem is Steven Seagal would never sign up um, unless he could win that fight. You know, like you know what Steven Seagal's like, like with his uh, ego. Um, I imagine yeah. Sly's got a pretty healthy ego, but I think I think most people' egos are dwarfed by uh, Steven Seagal's ego. You know. Yeah, well, here's the
1: thing. Steven Seagal. Look, everyone has an ego. Look, I mean, yeah it's impossible enough. but I think, Stallone has an ego, but he's not,
0: um, Oh he deserves to have an ego, he's a great, but he's not, yeah,
1: but he's not petty, he's not, uh, insecure, no, he's not, about yeah. his ego, and he's, he's, he doesn't, put himself above others. I'm, um, I'm sure he's pretty
0: comfortable with his level of success, you know, yeah. like,
1: God, like, Steven Seagal, like, hates, oh, Steven Seagal, uh, Sylvester Stallone, like, really hates people who, like, um, he considers to be, like, not hard-working or sure. greedy or, like, divas, like that sort of thing. Like, uh, I, I think Sloane's a hard worker, and I think he expects he other people to be hard workers.
0: Yeah, well, I know who I prefer. Sly of the way. Um But I, I'm putting it out there. Rambo in the Ukraine. Why not? Give us another Rambo. I enjoyed the last one with the, the sex slaves and all that kind of stuff. Like, Bring it on. Bring he it all the way. He,
1: he just said in the interview recently that he kind of regrets
0: that movie. And I'm just,
1: just giving well, you the news, Dave.
0: I wasn't aware of that news. I thought he loved it. He was talking it up when it came out like nothing else.
1: Of he was talking it up when it
2: came
0: out. <laughs> uh, former Dragon Age narrative lead writer says that writers have become quietly resented at Bioware. Talking about writing broadly, Gator who's the uh, former lead, uh, says it's a discipline that's constantly undervalued and it's an attitude that is seen amongst those trying to get into the video game industry as well. Even Bioware, which built its success on a reputation for good stories and characters, slowly turned from a company that vocally valued its writers to one where we were quietly resented, with a reliance on expensive narratives seen as the Albatross holding the company back. Maybe that sounds like a heavy charge, but that's what I distinctly felt up until I left in 2016. Suddenly, all anyone in charge was asking is, How do we have less writing? A good story would simply happen via magic wand rather than be something that needed support and priority. Um, I've got to say, I, you know, this might sound like sacrilege, but when I'm playing Witcher, I've got to be honest. Sometimes I, I fucking can't stand how much story there is and how I'm supposed to care about this character who I barely even know who they are. And I'm like, I just want to roam in this perfect world. And I want to have stories like go capture the thieves, go kill the thieves down at you know, Warren Cave and all this kind of shit. But some of the storylines, and the same in Assassin's Creed, some of the cut scenes I do find incredibly boring. Um, am I part of the well, problem, Rich?
1: Well, that's the thing. So you're technically both right. Like, um, there's people that love story. Like, they just love... Yeah. Like playing a game and, and like an interactive movie, you know, yeah, more yeah. cutscenes the better kind of thing and all that. And then there's people that um, a prefer to just roll around, open world, you know. Um, I, I'll be honest with you, I I probably lean more towards just roaming around, but I do also enjoy a good story from time to time, you know. That's oh. why I play RPGs and stuff and all that. Yeah. Um, so I, I can see the case for both, and I mean EA. I mean fucking EA is famous for just wanting to, to just make games that that people have to keep paying for. They, they don't really care about story. They just want an addictive gameplay that that keeps people playing, and then they buy more content and yeah uh more mission packs and all that so i mean it wouldn't be surprising if EA is like yeah do we really have to have story in and all sorts of stuff but <laughs> it depends on the game you're making i mean if you're play- making an rpg like mass effect or mm. or dragon age I- i'm expecting a lot more story yeah, true, true. in it and-, and voice acting and stuff and all that and but i mean, will say playing... dragon
0: age one I, f- I i loved the story in dragon age origins and i liked the story in inquisition too you know
1: I like the story in Dragon Age 2 as well. It's just that the gameplay was a little bit... Horrible. ...repetitive, and the game was a bit smaller. But it has an interesting story and idea. Mm. Um, I like the idea of having three chapters and the decisions that you make in Chapter 1 affect, you know, Chapter 2. Like, you're living in the same city and your decisions, and you get to see how the city changes. That is a cool idea, yeah. Like, as I said, Dragon Age 2 had a really good story and idea. It just had... Terrible, repetitive
0: execution. Gameplay. Execution um, like, was
1: bad. Yeah, Um but again, like I, 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 Dark Souls, Elden Ring. There's not much story in it. There's a no. basic, you know, underlying story, but it's not force-fed to you. There's no real cutscenes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just kind of like here's a game go and explore same with um zelda zelda uh, is another game where it's just about like exploring solving puzzles there is a story mm. you know like oh you've got to stop ganon but that's like the extent of the story mm. like you're not you're not constantly watching cutscenes about people you know sort of like dialogue and stuff and all that and, and whatever little dialogue there is you can kind of just skip through it you know because it's all like text so you can just be like hey, hey whatever skip 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 i'm just going so it's all different Like, some people don't like story, they just want to play a game, and other people like story, and they want to be enthralled and feel like they, you know, experience in a movie and all that. So, you know, I see see both as valid.
0: I'm wondering, is the writer's strike affecting computer game writing as well? Probably.
1: I don't think so.
0: It's not affecting comic book writing, although some comic book writers I have heard are considering striking in support. Um but apparently... Well,
1: I've seen some writers say oh please don't come over here and try and get work, uh, you know, <laughs> pl- please uh, stay away, you know. It, it's, <laughs> we, we need our jobs, so I'm like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> well
0: are they really saying that? Well, yeah. That's that's hilarious. Uh
1: there was a couple of co- i know Vidayala was one of them oh, there fuck. people that apparently were like, you know, I understand this is, you know, a different thing, it's not here for, you know, and I was just like, Oh my god, they're so scared of these probably
0: yeah. better right is coming in oh yeah well
2: she's ho- jobs.
0: how do you how do you spell her name vita ayala
1: i know how to say it i have no uh, idea the
0: i'm just because i i, I want to get her comments because that does sound hilarious to me like that sounds like someone who is scared of losing her, her you know job that like she's quite bad at as well you know basically like let's face it like um yeah, she's she's done it. She's done a great writer. Um, would you agree,
1: Rich? Uh oh God, yeah. Um, uh, the the fact that uh, someone told me the one time she's written like two hundred books or something. Uh, and, and when I'm saying books, I'm talking about like comics and stuff and all that. And I'm just like, that is phenomenal. How someone so meteoric, meteorically talented, yeah, can can just get so much
0: fucking. I want to see. I want to see her, I see her that is a
1: problem I find, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, she's um, yeah. So she's 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 literally saying that, that she actually really saying that people shouldn't come over and um take take you know writing writing Vida Ayola writing strike comments. I want to get to the basis of what this. See
1: person I can, is. I'll see if I can find it, it. find it,
0: it for you, man, because we need to report on that because she strike me as an incredibly kind of I would say a hack is the you know there's been many a hack who have worked in comics. She's a hack. She's not talented, particularly at all. Um, but if she's actually sort of saying, like, don't come over, um, you know, don't take my job, to her supposed colleagues as well. And I would have thought she'd be Little Miss, you know. So,
1: okay, this isn't this isn't Vida, but I'll read you another one. Uh, mm. It's from a guy called Dylan McConus, who I think is a writer. Mm. And he writes, a comic writer's... Um, Oh, so he was just saying, coverizing. no matter mean, has stuck. You are to be a work on media project. If you're solicited to do development work right now, you're being asked to scab. This burns every team you want to work with in your own future. Cite the strike, say no, and be patient. So basically, what he's saying is like, um
0: yeah, he's saying don't, 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 don't take don't, the job. Don't do
1: work. Yeah,
0: don't take the TV jobs because yeah, you'd be a scab. You'd be going against the strike. That's true. Like that was another one. But that, that that's in support of the strike. He's in support of the strike. He's, he... Yeah,
1: but it's also uh but yeah, but at the same time it's like um I kind of but he also goes just wait, be patient. It's like be patient and never have an opportunity again. I don't know. I it kind of feels like saying, you know No, but what
0: he's saying is don't take <laughs> The jobs... that the No, people... I understand what he's saying. The way yeah. he
1: just says it, though, it's like, be patient, you'll get your time. It's like, there's no guarantee. <laughs> oh, and some people, they'll be patient, they'll, they'll get their time. It's Like
0: <laughs> That's true. Anyway, uh, well, it seems like Vidayala didn't say what I was hoping, or not hoping, but like, I was getting ready for her, her to don't, don't, her, but, like, you know, she's... Uh, was... Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Vidayala. Screenwriters, if you want to make comics great, I'm not a gatekeeper. But please understand that you are not just proof-of-concept storyboards of your screenplay. Comics are another robust, incredibly collaborative, as in all of creators' medium. So she's basically saying, like, please don't come over here and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. apply your trade, you know, yeah. as just some proof-of-concept storyboards for your
0: screenplay. Yeah,
1: yeah. So she's basically saying, please don't come here yeah, exactly. and exactly. So and
0: she's actually saying, exactly, yeah, exactly, Rich. And, and and she, you know, is a talentless hack basically. I mean, I'll say that for her. She is, she is basically talent. I, I'm impressed that she's done so many books with such little talent, you know, and uh, a lot of people fucking hate her work. You know, you know what I mean? Like God, the amount of, the amount of times I've seen her names connected to stuff, that just sucks. You know, it will get off it. Cause she, she annoys me. Um, now onto something of actual interest. Uh, Heroic signatures, president explained why they chose to publish new Conan stories with Titan. We don't want to be bound by any comics code. Um, I tweeted C.B. Sabowski and Tom Brevoort, and I'll read my tweet out. This was earlier this week after I read this article, um, and I'm going to go to comments of Jim Zub, who, as we know, we enjoy. If you remember um, his his Conan, which remember remember I was actually quite impressed with his Conan. Um, and then they said they were in the character at Marvel. I, I tweeted C.B. Sabowski and Tom Brevoort. You two clowns butchered Conan at Marvel. Thank God the property is with a different publisher now. You know, bang, Rich. I fucking gave it to Breville and Cebulski as they fucking... They, they, these, these guys need to hear some honest feedback. Anyway, Jim Zub, who we know is writing at uh, Titan Comics, says, We're not doing serialised in the sense that we're going to have Conan at the start of his career and then just every single moment from his early days into every single moment of his prime into the king. We are going to move around quite a bit, but there's going to be kind of a bigger, broader kind of stories that we're going to tell. Conan's life is a series of these kind of cool, echoing patterns where things happened to him in his younger days have an effect on him in his prime and potentially have an effect on him later, you know, as the king. So he wanted to explore that stuff. Uh, From there, Zab discussed how the story acts jump right at Conan's life the very first story is I don't even think we've named the story yet so I'm going to keep that close to my chest it's like fuck I hate these guys like when you're doing promotion throw a few morsels out there that's the whole fucking point of promotion uh the stuff that happen- yeah,
1: but it's it's the mystery box thing, Dave. Yeah, Like yeah. he's trying to yeah, add some right. mystery so that people will be like, "Ooh, yeah. well, ooh, he's got a secret. Now I must check it out. Yeah,
0: exactly. um <laughs> Yeah, but what a shit secret of the title. um the the stuff that happens in the first story arc like is self-contained. It's an adventure that you can read and enjoy from start to finish. But even then a second story, even though we jump ahead a little bit in the timeline, there's connective tissue there plot-wise. And the same thing will happen with our third story arc. I mean, is this really this revolutionary? Uh, that if you read the first entire first year of Conan of the Barbarian, the new series of Titan, you're going to get this really cool epic adventure. I would fucking hope so, Jim's up. And it's all going to kind of round out and be really, really enjoyable from start to finish. And yet you can also read each kind of one, each arc on its own and not feel completely lost. There is this sort of demarcation point of, okay, a new adventure begins. If you've been reading along, you'll enjoy it. You'll know these bigger picture kind of things that we're doing, but you're not going to be left out in the cold if you haven't been reading the entire series. Okay. God, he spent a lot of words describing something that was quite simple there, didn't he, Rich? Like basic, the basics of storytelling. And then this is the part – in fairness, I do like Jim Zub, so I am quite hopeful about this. So I do want to put that on the record. I actually am a Jim Zub supporter, maybe not fan, but supporter, and definitely think he did a good Conan at Marvel. But he was asked, was, was Marvel restrictive with Conan? Well, the answer is obviously they were because it was a very neutered Conan. But anyway, he says this is his answer. He's trying to be he, – he really should run for politics. He
1: still wants to work at Marvel. Of course he
0: does. This is the This is the answer. I don't think the Marvel book was necessarily restrictive in the sense that Marvel's got their own broader kind of expectation in terms of violence that you could put on the page. Titan's even looser in that way. It's much more like the classic Savage Sword. We've got violence in the book that I never would have been able to get away with Marvel at Marvel right in the first issue. That does mean it was restrictive, Jim. You're saying, he's like, oh, no, it wasn't necessarily restrictive. Well, they had restrictions. Yes, you were restricted. Yeah. <laughs> Like, there were restrictions. That was the question. Your answer was yes. He's like, oh, no, no, there wasn't restrictions, apart from when there was restrictions, yeah. Um, And he's talking about um, Titan. The violence is intense. We're lopping off limbs. The women are absolutely stunning. It's pretty classic pop, kind of pop fantasy in that way. There is big love and big violence and big everything. It's intense. That actually sounds good. He's actually... I'm glad it's gone to Titan. Like, fuck Marvel. All they were good for was, was putting out the omnibuses. Like, they're... I'm sorry, Jason Aaron's kind of was nothing special, and Jim Zub's kind of was good. And I say good, and I think he'll be even better now that he's been given would, a, a full loss. I would loss.
1: say adequate.
0: Yeah, for me, but yeah,
1: uh, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, look, I, I hope he can do better. Uh, I'm willing to give him a chance, but I think being the best of the worst is not necessary. You know, no, like, no, I, I hear, you, man. I, I, oh, yeah, I yeah. for me. Um, like while I thought the story was good i do still feel like it still felt a bit hollow with him like yeah it's like it's a it's it's like wearing the skin of conan and it kind of looks like conan but it still doesn't kind of feel it's not all the way
0: it's not all the way Um, yeah
1: but again uh, closer to regular conan enough that you can't be like oh i mean at least he's gotten the best you know Mm. like um attempt Mm. of of the marvel but yeah i mean look i mean hopefully you know without him saying it maybe now that he doesn't have too many restrictions or the marvel restrictions he can maybe you know you know make it a bit more because you gotta remember i mean you know what conan's a lot of things man and you Mm. can't you 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 can't be afraid to to make conan conan do you know what i mean like conan is is he's i i i said this when we were reviewing it he's He's a chauvinist and a gentleman mm. at the same time. And you can't be scared to let him show his chauvinistic side every now and again, yeah. as well mm. as show his, you know, gentleman side of like, he doesn't like to kill women. He doesn't, you know what I mean? He's not, yeah. he's not a super fan of fighting woman kind of thing and all that. Not because he sees him as like, ah, you're a woman, you're not worth my time, but it's because what you're a woman, mm. you, you know, you you're the opposite sex. I see you as something. Um, different, you know, because, I mean, he finds women beautiful, Mm. you know, he loves the company of women, and I guess maybe that's why he doesn't want to fight them, you know, because he loves women.
0: (laughs) And he will fight them, I mean, he has fought women, like, in the comics. No,
1: but he's not happy about his point, like, you know, he's kind of been like, I really don't want to be fucking doing this, you know, like, he he always says to them, just stop, because I don't want to, you know, he gives the opportunity of saying, please, can you just, like, leave, I don't want to fight you, kind of thing, you know what I mean, like, it's that sort of, like, or he throws like, them over but, his
0: shoulder, kind of I thing. Never sometimes felt yeah.
1: like he was like that in the Marvel stuff. No, no, it you was a. I, mean? it I was never a, felt yeah. that he was true to what Conan's worldviews are.
0: It felt like Marvel were scared of Conan. You know, like the, the, Like because it's Marvel. Like they're 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 the king these days. Of they've turned into everything's problematic. We're so scared of offending anybody. And and by anybody we mean the the super uh, woke let's piece be honest, of crowd.
1: You also he just in a world where let's be honest, a lot of women are going to be attracted to only one of two things: money, strength, yeah, and power. Yeah, that's a, it. Power meaning money, wealth, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's strong. Yep. He's he's got strength. He kicks the shit out of people. Of course, women are going to be attracted. Of course, he's going to bed them. If, you, if you're too afraid to show that, then don't be fucking doing a, a Conan book.
0: Yeah. The best thing Marvel did was they put out the omnibuses, thank God, from the stuff they did oh, in the 70s yeah, and 80s. Because yeah. they
1: could be like, oh, you know, we can, we can put a little warning. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> we <laughs> want to make money, but, you know, this is written in a different times,
0: so it's yeah. not our fault. Well, well it was it like it. with, with, with the Moon Knight, where they put Chuck's Moon Knight out. Uh, which is a great fucking run of Moon Knight. And they're like, some of the, you know, storylines are very violent and have suicide and have racial depictions. And oh, gosh, you know, like, you know, get your panties in a bunch, but we're putting it out and bye, kids. You know, like, it's so pathetic. Like, really, it is just so fucking... Well, that's
1: say. It's, it's all empty because... It's so empty.
0: You know, all, all these
1: warnings are so empty because it's like... We just put it on there, but we still want to make money off this problematic... you know, Yeah, content. it's so problematic. Problematic like, content.
0: They're always like, oh, Conan, he's just so problematic. No, he's a fucking badass character, like... And heaps of people like him, and heaps of people love that he's like that. So, just, you know, just put it out, please. And it was always going to, unfortunately... You never felt, from the very beginning when they got Marvel, Marvel got Conan back, outside of the reprints, it never felt like they were really wholeheartedly committing to the new stuff. Can I just
1: show you, but but that just shows you how far that company has fallen. Because they put out some of the best Conan stuff. Yeah,
0: they did, yeah.
1: Yeah. Back in the day. And you would think logically that coming back to a Marvel, you'd be like, yes, back to where it, you know... Yep. where it has some of the best stories and it is not even close that should tell you and what's how we- much that company has changed
0: what's weird is dark horse had done a really good job with conan and had shown there was an audience you know it wasn't like conan hadn't been touched since marvel dark horse had done a, overall a very good job you know and it was like you could kind of not pick up literally but you could see, yeah, the market's still there. Conan's still very popular character. Like, you know, it was it was weird. But, but I, I actually think, cynically, that Marvel were more focused on the reprints than, than on the new stuff. I think that the, the new stuff was sort of like, I just don't think that they, they felt the sales were there. They, they were selling to collectors like me, who were willing to pay, you know, 120 bucks mm. to get the Omnibus for my shelf.
1: Well, good, that's why I said you know. the unfortunate thing is people like us are funding the new shit. Sadly. It's
0: true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: because, let's be honest, yeah, they're putting out those trades, mm. but the profit they make from it is funding the fucking yeah.
0: writers for the current new shit. Like, let's be honest. And so. I agree. Jim Saab was the best Marvel writer with Conan, and it was, it was good, not great. It was like six and a half out of ten, I would give, you know, right? Roughly, around yes. there. Okay, yeah. um, and it was solid, you know. It was solid. And I actually feel that, like, with less restrictions, uh, and I almost think with Conan there should be... The restrictions would be so few. It's like Conan doesn't rape. Conan doesn't kill babies. He tries not to kill women. It, that's basically it. You know, like... um yeah, magic. Ha- yeah, yeah. That's a character thing, though. But, uh, but I'm saying, in terms of what Conan doesn't do... It's not that complicated. You you get to it pretty quickly. There's a lot of shit he will do, um, but but they were scared. They're scared of the world of Conan. They're scared of like the depictions. They're scared of like dude. That Conan we did...
1: They're scared of manly men.
0: They're scared, but they're scared of, like, the racial depictions as well. They're scared of, like, that recent one we did where he went to the East. Jesus Christ, they would they would die of fucking shock and horror if a writer turned that in and an artist turned that in today. You know, they'd be like, oh, my God, it's so problematic. You've got people, Japanese people, dressed like samurais. Oh, my Jesus. like It's like, oh, yeah, I mean, how, how will we ever survive? You know, <laughs> like It's okay to have knights roaming around. But, oh, God forbid uh, an Asian person is dressed in samurai armor back in like, medieval times, Rich. You know what I mean?
1: Can I just say something? And, and this is something that's always sort of bothered me. Like, if if a, if a Western writer or whatever, you know, do something and they set it and they have, like, an Asian... And they get something incorrect, mm. right? Or it's a character. I don't give a fuck. Because it's the same that I wouldn't give a fuck if, if China or Japan or whatever did something and the way they portrayed Westerners was... Yeah. A caricature or yeah. incorrect, I also wouldn't give a fuck then either. Yeah, I wouldn't be offended if, if I was like, well, that's not what us Westerners are like or whatever, or yeah. Europeans. I wouldn't give a shit. I'd be like, well, that's just their caricature. That's their take. That's their take, that's their take. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. It's, it's I mean, ridiculous. I grew up watching a lot of Hong Kong movies and a lot of the times the Westerners, the, the, the white people in those movies are the villains.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: It never bothered me.
0: <laughs> or or, or the fools quality. or the fools you
1: know yeah. portray them as like you know fools, racists you
0: know like yeah. thugs
1: I was like I don't give a fuck it's just a movie I don't give a shit yeah
0: no I agree I agree Rich and um but what's hilarious as well is um I, and I'm gonna do a conspiracy theory here and indulge me when Marvel dropped the Conan license and they didn't quite get up to Chuck's savage sword do you think that that could be some of like with his petty campaign, like... That's cool.
1: I, I th- That's the thing. You never know but internal politics.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm not saying that for a fact, but, but it wouldn't surprise me because we know just how petty they are. Hey,
1: we know, we I've, know. Looked, I've, I've heard stranger things.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, now, anyway, um Ta-Nehisi Coates and J.J. Abrams' Superman could still happen as an Elseworlds movie. Uh, this was... Uh, the Black Superman was it based on the Grant Morrison character? Um, you know, the pr- President Obama kind of Superman. Maybe? No,
1: oh no? I, I maybe, or it could be based on the Earth Two Superman from the Justice Society. The okay. Cal, or the shit was his
0: I thought Earth Two Superman was like the older Superman.
1: Well, there's two different Black Supermen.
0: Oh, okay. But there's, y- the, yeah. the, there's
1: the Grant Morrison one, who's President Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's also the uh, remember Earth Two that came out with the New Fifty Two.
0: Oh, sorry, yeah, okay, right. I'm sorry, I realised.
1: Yeah, that's like blue and silver. I must, I mean, I didn't color. read, it. I
0: didn't read it, but I I know no, the title right. you're talking about. It's
1: yeah. either one of those, like I would imagine.
0: Well, I I wouldn't mind it as a Elseworlds. I, I think as an Elseworlds, it's a decent idea. And he did say that when he took over, James Gunn did say that they will still consider doing Elseworlds, and if they've got. A killer script and yeah. stuff.
1: What I would say is, how about you just fucking first fix the the the, the actual current. movie outputs first. Like, yeah. let let's fix the actual characters first. True. Like before we start discussing Elseworlds. Like I also don't know, need like that, it so desperately. That, that's well. that's right. How about we first fix Superman and. Batman and yeah. you know, Green Lantern, let, let, let's fix that first, sure. then we can, we can discuss that. Yeah,
0: and I'm not sitting here going, oh man, fucking, I need J.J. Superman that badly. Like, I'm sure J.J. will fuck it right up. <laughs> 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 like, 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 let's be honest, I know Ta-Nehisi Coates has written some good comics, but at the end of the day, J.J. is going to be directing and we know what a pile of shit he usually turns in. Like, there'll be some mysteries, Rich. Can you imagine it? We're about mystery There'll boxes. There'll be a lot
1: of mystery boxes. There'll be a lot of
0: mystery boxes that will never be quite explained very well um, or to anybody's satisfaction. There'll be a lot of stuff that's sort of just thrown at you at the last minute and just sort of makes kind of emotional sense without making any real story sense. It'll be wrapped up pretty unsatisfactorily. And um, JJ's done!
1: <laughs> well, the one that they keep referencing as the joke with JJ is from uh, The Force Awakens where... Han says to that little orange alien when she produces um, Luke's first lightsaber, the one mm. that belonged to Anakin, mm. he's like, where did you get that? And she goes, oh, good question, for another time. And then it's <laughs> never, ever explained in all three movies.
0: Yeah. And there's also the one, somehow, Palpatine returned. <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, what a what a great line! <laughs>
0: like, yeah, like, somehow Palpatine returned, and it's like, oh, somehow. Well, the biggest okay.
1: problem with that is you already said that in the in the in the crawl.
0: Yeah, yeah. Somehow
1: you've already said in the crawl stammer So you, that everyone should have known that already. If that's in the crawl, yeah. then that's supposed to be information that everyone has.
0: What terrible fucking uh, just everything about that movie! I fucking
3: hate that movie. I mean.
0: To me, that's... I I still haven't watched it. Well, everyone abuses Last Jedi. Last Jedi, although I don't enjoy the choices, is just so much of a... At least it's sort of, in some ways, it's a much better movie. Rise of Skywalker is one of the worst movies I've seen in terms of a blockbuster. It's terrible. And it's a Star Wars movie. I was in the cinema, Mm. and in the cinema thinking, my God, I am so bored. And this is Star Wars. Like, how have I got to this position where Star Wars is boring me? You know, because yeah.
1: It's... Well, my my issue with Lost Jedi is that it was just it was uh, it was a waste of a movie. It like it.
0: Oh, I, I I hate the choices. Don't get me wrong. Last Jedi is packed with choices that I hated. You know, like is that the one where Leia's floating through space? Fuck, I hate that scene. You yeah, know. which
1: she has what they call her Mary up. I
0: hate that scene. I hated that Luke, how Luke John? Like, it's, it's packed, but as a movie, it is actually, like, a much better film than the mess that is Rise of Skywalker. It, Rise of Skywalker is just a terrible but movie.
1: technically you could say it's a more coherent story. Coherent, but I mean, it's yeah. not a
0: good story. No, exactly. Exactly. It's way more coherent. Like, and that's it. I hate the choices in it. Like, it's packed with stuff where I'm like, mm, don't like that. Don't like that. I didn't like it. I still think about this. I get like to get your perspective. The scene in the Last Jedi where um, the character played by Laura Dern uh, sends the um, ship into the other ship. Mm. Uh, I'm I. I, I got to be honest. I thought to myself, I wish they hadn't done that because why would this have been the first time they'd done this? You know, like. I get it. It, it. It's a cool moment. Like, it seems like it's cool, but I'm also like, why wouldn't this have been done before? Like, why are we... Well, the
1: funny you know. thing is, JJ tried to explain that, apparently, in the in that in the Rise of Skywalker, Did where it. someone goes, why would you do the Holdo maneuver? And then, uh, um, someone says, no, man, that was a one in a million chance. And I was like, right. so let me get this straight. Admiral Holdo, mm. who's the Lord of character, berates poe mm. telling him they have they have a plan and he's jeopardizing the plan and he needs to stop questioning them only for you to find in the next movie that her plan had a one in a million chance of being successful
0: that's just jj overriding the previous film
1: no but he had to do that because yeah. as you say
0: yeah why would they
1: just do that all the time no i know like that, if that... you can just ram yeah. your ships and take out an entire fucking fleet yeah or armada why wouldn't you just do that all the time?
0: That's actually one of the very rare instances where I think JJ made the right decision. <laughs> yeah, well he had to do it, like because
1: of uh Ryan thinking he's so fucking clever having yeah. this ooh, I'm having this super heroic and you know what pisses me off even more mm. is not just how stupid that idea was, but when you came down to the idea, you couldn't even give that to uh Akbar.
0: No, exactly. Yeah, oh, you they. You couldn't
1: let Akbar have oh, that. him no, off screen. I fucking hate how they kill Akbar.
0: I'm still pissed about how they killed Admiral Akbar. That was bullshit of the highest order. You know, that was bullshit of the highest fucking order. Yeah, no, last Jedi is packed with things like that. It's packed, jam-packed with stuff like that where you're like, but honestly, yeah. it, removing my own fucking Star Wars you know, fandom kind of thing. And I know I'm a lot more casual than you, but I still love the movies. Now, my point is, as a film, like, it's coherent. Last Jedi, uh, sorry, uh, Rise of Skywalker, is not coherent. It's confusing. It's messy. It's choppy. It's fucking shit. I, I, you know, it's just, it's just awful. And what I'm saying is, the J.J. Abrams, like, everyone's like, oh, it was such a hard job, you know. Well, yeah, you also fucked up the first movie too, J.J., you know, and so when I hear he's doing um, Superman, I, like, honestly, I'm like, do we have to have JJ do it? I'd pick almost anybody else, you know? <laughs> why does JJ have to do it? Like, why? why? We know it's not going to be a masterpiece. We know it's going to be shallow. It's going to be just packed with mystery boxes. The mystery box of... I mean, he's going to have a lot of fun with fucking mystery boxes and Krypton, I bet. You know, and lots of crazy shit that doesn't make sense. The end. And he, but if you said to me another director, I don't even care who, almost anybody who's like a decent director is doing a Talaishi Coat story based on this alternative Superman, and as I say, not next year, but in a few years' time when the dust has settled and they've got a bit of momentum, I'd be down for that. I just don't want JJ attached because I think JJ, for me overall, is a fairly unsatisfactory, you know, storyteller. Like honestly, having having seen. I know he's as rich as sin. He's laughing in his Hollywood mansion with all the fucking shows and movies he's involved with as a producer. But his actual content that he's directed, I have, I find his actual offerings fairly mediocre overall. You know?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, even his Lost at the end of the day turned out to be a flop. Well, um, yeah, Lost was
0: great originally, but as no, it but that's, wore it got on, got off the
1: phenomenal stuff. But stop it, at the end of the day, it turned out to be a flop uh, yeah. once the big reveal and. All that sort of, and sort of how it just started meandering and all that oh, sort of yeah, stuff. So yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. But you know, but the hilarious thing is, I guarantee you, he's probably one of the most powerful men in Hollywood. You know? Oh like, God, yeah. He's, he's connected to so many fucking shows that you don't even realize he's connected to. Like he's he's he 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 would really be raking it in, and so he, in a way, he's kind of impervious to the criticism because it's like, well. No matter what happens, he succeeds. It's fucking annoying, actually. Um, And I just hope, like, I don't need him on any more Star Wars, firstly. Like, fuck off from Star Wars, J.J., but also fuck off from Superman. And, in fact, off DC. I don't need you. J.J.'s got this really great idea for Constantine. No. I don't. (laughs) I, I, I I like Constantine, yes. Not J.J., though. It's like, oh, yeah, J.J.'s got a really great idea to fuck it all up. And then leave, and just leave the fucking wreckage behind him. And that's his normal style, you know. Like, he's just amazing to me. How he—it's it's just some people seem to be blessed, you know what I mean? Like, he was born under a fucking lucky sign or star or something, something. Yeah,
1: man. I honestly, I wish I could fail upwards.
0: Yeah, it's 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 amazing to me, and it's not just that he had some success because I understand he originally with Alias and Lost and all that. Like, but it's the way he's continued, and he just prospers despite the criticism. Like nothing ever seems to stick to him. He's like one of these guys, like the mess he made of Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah. He's at, like he started his career off as a screenwriter, and somehow has gotten into being like a Steven Spielberg like director, sort of writer producer. Yeah, I know. Oh
0: yeah, yeah he's, he's 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 a, he's a massive producer. Like yeah, I yeah, it's. It's amazing to me. I, I I have not met anybody who really genuinely is like, oh, J.J. Abrams is the greatest. And yet his reputation, or at least the way he's he just prospers, you, you know, I don't know what kind of... I imagine in Hollywood, it's like in sports, you can kind of quantify how much they bring in for how, much, the, how yeah. much they cost. And he must be doing a fantastic job from that aspect because that's how he keeps going, but... Uh, from actually just a credit Better
1: to, to ruin a franchise and make a billion dollars than make a good movie that uh,
0: underperforms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, now, there was actually a rumour. Um, Milo Kunis, um, who I like, um, was rumoured to be The Thing in a gender flip. agenda, But she, she herself said it's 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 garbage. She said it's, it's rubbish. Yeah. Um, but there was a thing earlier, and I said to Michelle, "What would you?" Because she knows I love Myla Kunis. I, I really do. I think she's one of the most attractive women in Hollywood. I think she's absolutely beautiful. Actually, isn't
1: it Mina? Is it Mina? Mina? Myla? I thought it was
0: Myla. Is it? I don't know. Anyway, I thought it was Mina Kunis. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. Okay. Well, we can we can research that. But regardless, we all know who I'm talking about. Um, Ashton Kutcher's wife. She's fantastic.
1: Yeah, that, that 70 Show.
0: That 70 Show. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I've always liked. I like Ashton Kutcher as well. But anyway, my point is that she was rumoured to be the female thing. Yeah, it's Mila Kunis. I got it right. I just checked. Now, she, I said to Michelle, what would you say if the thing got turned into a woman? And she was like, sounds so fucking terrible. I can't even believe it. I said, well, it's not happening. And Michelle said "I had she had a problem with She-Hulk. She said She-Hulk was stretching it too far for me. Um, <laughs> she, she thought She-Hulk was shit. But... <laughs> But I didn't mind it, but she's not wrong. <laughs> no, I know it's kind of funny when you just get the the reaction from the casual fa- casual, not even fans, just viewers. Um, but yeah, I said they actually. I don't know if you're aware of this. Sometime in the '80s, they did like a female thing, and it was fucking awful. I think
1: she's in the comics right now. I think she oh, the
0: she's the right worst it character.
1: Would could be why there's that rumor.
0: Oh, it's such a bad character, honestly. Like, I can't... I think her name is, like, Sharon, and it is the worst character. And you see her and you cringe because, like, it's like Thing, but she's wearing sort of like... Um, uh, like... Uh, how can I say? Sort of like... Uh, almost like, it's, like um,
1: a, it's like a bathing suit.
0: Yeah, it's just the worst, man. Like... I want- it is the worst, dude. And you see that character, you know it's going to be a bad comic. You know what I mean? You're like, no, thank you. Sharon Ventra, she is one of the worst characters ever created by Marvel. Whoever whoever created her should be embarrassed. Um, and,
1: and she was called she thing. Was called
0: she thing. Yeah. They I don't know. They call her thing like I was reading. I, I got um, uh, an epic collection, and I, I like thing. You know, I've I, I've really come to like Ben Grimm. And I was like, why is Ben Grimm so fucking strange here? Like, what the fuck's going on with Ben Grimm? And then I was like, why the fuck is Thing female? And why is Thing wearing this weird suit? And like, other than that, though, hilariously, it looks like the Thing, you know? And it's just really odd. Like, it's your brain is not really coping with it. It just doesn't... It's just awful. And thankfully, Tom DeFalco couldn't get rid of her fast enough. It's like... They got her off page. Thank fuck. Um, created by Mike Carlin and Ron Wilson. Well, again,
1: my- you know why they did it because it means that they can copyright the she thing name and no one else can create. It. You know, as I said, that's why they created she hole Yeah, that's why they created Spider Woman, all that sort of stuff. It, it's to it's to copyright the the name so that no one can make a version of your character. But, with but even her
0: character Rich. like the the look was terrible because of course they're like well we can't oh yeah
1: but look at the end of the day they didn't necessarily need the character to take off they just needed to have her so that they could copyright it and look if she took off great they've got two things but if they if you didn't then they can still sideline her but they've still copyrighted the name so let's be honest i mean i don't think they really cared um it was just a business i I think it was just a business but i don't mind that at least i knew when they did that it's a business decision yeah (laughs) sure You well, know, you do it I, now. It's like a very different reason why you do it now. I wouldn't
0: want Kunis to be involved with something so fucking pathetic. You know, <laughs> I I love Myla Kurnis and I and I and I, you know, would happily have her play almost any female. Character Can I just say something?
1: With. I know she's like a person on Grada now and all that sort of stuff. But if you're going to do a female thing, <laughs>
0: I think Roseanne Barr. <laughs> <laughs> Great, would be perfect. that's a good one, Rich. Uh, unfortunately, cancelled. But um, yeah. yeah, I know. yeah. Well, that would be at least sort of funny, funny. Yeah, like um, yeah, uh, yeah. But, but but also, don't do female thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, yeah, that's too. But if you were gay, to you, I mean, bring bring, bring, bring uh back uh, Roseanne Barr. Give her give her another shot. <laughs>
0: Roseanne Barr's back. She's to stay away from the drugs and the alcohol and off Twitter. If only she'd stayed off Twitter. But unfortunately for Roseanne, she couldn't quite resist. Uh,
1: I think a lot of people should stay off Twitter. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, There's got this news here. Star Wars Jedi Survivor, barely, uh, on sale barely a week after release. Console owners can buy the Action Adventure sequel for $10 cheaper on Amazon. That's quite common. I'm, <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to tell oh, yeah, you. Yeah, like, I know people are trying to make that a scandal. That's reasonably common.
1: Um, the international... No, it, put it that way. If it's $10 off, that's just a, a sale. If... If it was to drop like 20 30 bucks, yeah, after a week,
0: that that's is, a problem.
1: That's something bad.
0: Yeah. Uh, now we had here news: the international trailer for the Flash, starring Ezra Miller, may have given audiences their first look at Dark Flash, Barry Allen's alien, evil other. Now I spoke to um Adam the computer because we do flashbacks, but and I says so, 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 I said to him I seem to remember that this Flash. Dark Flash or Black Flash he was called, something like that. And he said yeah, it was in the Grant Morrison Mark Millar run. And he's like got this hatred of all the flashes. I forget why, but he does. Um I don't know. I'm kind of looking forward to this flash movie. What about you, Rich? Nah. No. Still you, you... I'll
1: go see it for i go see it for Michael
0: Keaton, but you gotta see it for the show. I, I think it looks still terrible. Okay. Um Pedro Pascal has signed on for Gladiator two. Director Ridley Scott's highly anticipated follow-up to his award-winning 2000 film, um, that is confirmed. It was a rumor. It is confirmed. Pedro Pascal has signed up. What um, a pity! I don't care. Oh come on, he could play. Um, I don't know Spartacus was was before. Um, yeah, dude. There's a lot of. Th- you, do you do you know that Gladiator was based on a true story? Mm-hmm. Did you know that? I, I when I read when I saw the film, it was for the, super embellished, but yes. Yeah, when I when I saw the film, I didn't real like I didn't know that aspect. I, I knew Marcus Aurelius, but I didn't realise Marcus Marcus Aurelius's son was Commodus, and that he did actually fight gladiators in the arena because he was addicted to the sort of um, the adulation of the crowds. Really, like mm. you know, he was he was he was yeah, he was a little despot. I, I, I didn't know that because when I was watching it, I thought it was fictional. Um, but no, I mean when I say well, I mean talking.
1: that is historical fiction, but it's yes, it's 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 based on historical mm. wow. Um, uh, people.
0: Well, wow, some. are you looking forward to Gladiator too? You think Ridley's still got uh, it?
1: Not particularly.
0: I oh, am, yeah. I am looking forward to a big old fashioned sword sandal epic. I think it's been too long. You know, take us back to Rome, man. Take us back to Rome, to the arena. Yeah,
1: look, I'm up for a, a, any movie set in Rome and all that. I just I don't need a sequel to Gladiator to to need it
0: to have a Rome movie. You well, know, it can just be another Gladiator story because Russell died at the end of it. It could,
1: but you could also just call it something else.
0: Mm. I'm looking forward to his Napoleon movie as well. Um, Maybe you could what's... call the movie the Colosseum. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love that. Man, it'd be so fucking cool. I hope they really go insane on this one. You know. Some I hope some really yeah I doubt it though I, I really hope some batshit crazy stuff happens in the arena this time and not even just the arena go outside the arena you know what I mean into Rome into the streets there's so many storytelling just, options just, just temper temper your expectations bro. no I won't I'm anticipating it's gonna be
1: massive <laughs> you never do I I, I, I want
0: to remind day. listeners we have that bet that I'm saying that Deadpool three will make over a billion dollars worldwide. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a bet. That's a lunch. That's a lunch bet, Rich. It's an mm, official lunch bet. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fucking monitoring box office mojo. <laughs> like we were <wouldn't> in <laughs> fucking belief. <laughs> um, Blade movie, apparently a month out from shooting has hired the true detective scriptwriter. For blade so for the movie which is uh, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, you, you definitely want to hire a new writer a month out before shooting you know i mean nothing wrong there
0: who's decided the true detective guy was the kind of write blade like
1: well maybe yeah. it's a uh, it's the it's a demand from the uh, the star who worked on oh, the yeah. detective i don't know,
0: I don't know. oh right. is that is that the thing okay i see because he i did.
1: don't know i'm just saying like i don't
0: know but what kind of trouble is this film in but you're writing. I'm of it a lot. You're writing a Blade movie a month out. I mean, has anyone said let's just bring back Wesley?
1: That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, listen, listen to the cosmos. It's telling you, don't do the reboot.
0: Do Blade Four. Yeah, do Blade Four with Wesley. You could have, I don't know. There's there's things you could do, but um, uh, a leader Battle Angel sequel is confirmed. I enjoyed a leader Battle Angel. Uh, I
2: know
1: know
0: James Cameron produced it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, And that's based
1: on an anime.
0: I know it is. I know it is Uh, a surprisingly good anime also too. You know what?
1: You you know, what's really interesting. I'm waiting to see There's a new anime coming out called, um, go, go loser Ranger, mm. which is, um, that's for the American audiences. Obviously in Japan, it's something Nogosentai or something like that. Mm. Um, It's basically it's like the power rangers Mm. uh, but it revolves around three people who are trying to take them down from the inside Mm. so it's like you actually kind of watch like it's one of them is like a villain who's tired of losing so he kind of like goes undercover in the organization to try and take it down from the inside one is a former ranger or something or who's not happy with how maybe i think maybe they're getting cocky arrogant Mm. you know um, sort of thing and he's now trying to take it down from the inside and then there's another so it's basically about these people that are trying to destroy the power rangers from the inside and i was like oh, that's an interesting
0: concept that's actually cool that sounds yeah that's uh, that's a cool concept i agree um yeah that's good stuff rich uh, now there was a captain america tease in the incredible hulk the f- the film that came out at what 15 years ago Uh, In this deleted scene... Oh, so so recently. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So this is The Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton, a film I enjoy, actually. Uh, In the deleted scene, Bruce Spanner takes a truck to the northern regions and continues to travel the icy landscape until he is as far north as he can humanly go. Plagued with the decisions of his past, he decides it is best to end his life. He takes out a revolver and pulls the hammer back. However, before he can finish what he set out to do, the Hulk emerges and destroys the firearm. Among the icy rubble that surrounds the Hulk, a brief glimpse of Captain America's shield can be seen. The moment is discussed in the Avengers film, but is never mentioned again. I mean, cool idea, but kind of lame that, like, just by chance, you know. Yeah, that is, that's, that's just super. Like, lame. That's just, just like, like, fuck. That's like, does he see the spider, that bit Spider-Man? <laughs> Like
1: <laughs> Did you see the the shrapnel that landed up in uh, Tony Stark's yeah. heart?
0: He comes across it in a museum or something. Yeah, it's sometimes with those movies they're trying a bit hard just to connect the dots. You know, like, oh look, it's it's Captain America. Oh wow, like in the in the ice. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm glad that sort of. I guess the thing is, if you're in the cinema, it's one of these things. If you're in the cinema at the time, you would think, cool, and then probably later on be think, that's kind of lame. You know, like, it's the kind of thing that that probably a cinema audience on the first night might be impressed by, but I think overall, as a film, I'm kind of glad they didn't go down that road. You know?
1: Yeah, I, 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 it's one of those things you'd be like, ooh, ooh. But then often when you think about it, you go, well, well that doesn't make any sense.
0: That's just lame, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just it's just lame. I, I far preferred how they did it. Um, I still love that scene in the original Captain America movie, um, what was it called, the first Avenger, at the end when he comes out in Times Square and, and Samuel L. Jackson's there. I, I always loved that scene and he's, and he's realised in the modern worlds around him and stuff. I always thought that was really done really well. Um, it it felt kind of quote unquote real, you know what I mean? Like it felt I, I I felt the sense of man out of time, kind of thing. I, I thought that I thought that was a really neat little uh, scene. Uh, now where are we up to in this? So there's a new Rise of the Beast trailer. I'm excited for this fucking movie, Rise of the Beast. I don't know if anybody else is, but i, I want to call you a name, but I won't. Why? What are you gonna call me? What are you gonna say? You can talk, I'll just talk
1: say I'll just I'll I'll tone it down. I'll just say you're daft.
0: Okay, um, now the, I
1: watched I watched the trailer you're talking about. It looks
0: terrible. I haven't seen the trailer, so Unicron is the uh, bad guy. The movie is set in 1994, and this is uh, Michael saying it has his favourite Transformer in it. Arcee. Um I don't know. Like, what's going on, Rich? Tell me the trailer because I haven't seen the trailer. What's going on, and why don't you like Unicron? What have you got against uh, Unicron? I don't.
1: Uh, looks pretty lame. The whole movie looks lame. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't Maybe know. You, you should watch it Dave. Before you get like, oh my god, I'm really looking forward to this movie. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe watch it. Is
0: do you see much of Optimus Primal?
1: The the ape? Um no a little bit. Um but you only really see him in his ape form. He's always in his ape form. Optimus Primal. Not not when he transforms. Oh when
0: he transforms he's not, yeah. How is there Optimus Primal and Optimus Prime at the same time? That's what I, I want to know. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I, I'll be honest with you. I kind of i i think this is a missed opportunity to let this uh, horrible franchise die no. and restart because you could have actually
0: they are made restarting.
1: It. They are restarting. This
0: is a restart.
1: Dave, hmm. let me finish. <laughs> it was a good way to to move away from the Transformers, and you could have just called this movie Beast Wars, hmm. and sort of done it. But not called a transformers because I do think mm. putting transformers, it's just people go Oh, another transformers movie. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm tired. This is the seventh one or whatever. I'm fucking not interested in this franchise anymore because I do, I'm sorry I feel like it's a it's a dead franchise. It's on life support. Honestly, I'm loving it. Are you kidding? Am I the only person? And by the way, <laughs> I'm if I remember correctly, Unicron looks nothing like um. Like, like like he does with, like, the big horns and all that. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I just remember... I'm him remembering... In, was yeah, Unicron piranha. the one... I remember him having a piranha mouth, and that's about it, I think.
0: Was Unicron the one that Orson Wells voiced in in the Transformers movie? Was that Unicron? I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. He was bad news, wasn't he? From memory? Yeah, he was this giant fucking... Yeah, he was massive. Uh, he was massive, what, dude. What, what is he... I don't he, know. he was
1: the ultimate I know you get autobots and you got Decepticons but what are they called? like what is the race called I don't mean? know
0: I don't know what he was but he was bad news maybe are this. they just transformers is that their is that their race I don't know man but he was crazy he was nuts that guy oh you know what I've just uh my god my research has paid off you know how I've been going on and on about um Takara Tommy yeah
1: I sorry I'm just having a look I'm pretty sure
0: unicron looks pretty lame in the trailer Okay, I'm looking at a Unicron here who looks awesome, but it's 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 the toy. But do you remember a couple of weeks ago when I went to that Kings Comics exhibition, I kept talking about Takarama Tommy. Remember I kept saying that to you? And it was Tough modem.
2: Like that, yeah.
0: It was modem. How could you forget it? I said it like 7 times. I kept saying it. Yeah, was-
1: but it was some weird silly name that you made up.
0: Tak no, wrong. Get ready for it to apologize to me. Takarama no. Tommy must be a designer because it's got here Takarama Tommy. Transformers Encore Unicron. So he's like a designer or something. So it's it's like a brand, Takarama Tommy. And he did Motormouth and he also did Unicron. So right, I'll take so my apology now. Wrong. No, I'll take No, you you're not your any
1: apology. You said it was a
0: Transformer. So you it is a Transformer, anymore. dude. Takarama Tommy Transformers Encore Unicron. And on Motormouth, it said no, Takarama Tommy. That's the Tommy. name of a fucking toy or series, man.
1: Jesus, it's not a Transformer.
0: Yeah, okay, true. But. <laughs> I wasn't one. I wasn't totally wrong. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I wasn't totally wrong, and you know it. You know I was somewhat you were, right.
1: You were totally wrong. Dave. I don't even know how you can say
0: you we, were totally I, wrong. We, I was reporting that was the. You were like,
1: idea. I remember this cool transformer, <laughs> and his name was like checking me across me <laughs> with And it's like there is no such transformer with that name. It doesn't exist. So you were completely wrong.
0: Well. I'm still pretty proud of myself. I'm pretty happy with myself, so I'm not going to let your negativity affect me.
1: Well, do do me a favor.
0: Watch the trailer at some point. I will. I'll watch it. I'll watch it for next week. Um, I have a quick one here about um, (laughs) this. is funny. Uh, A Pokemon trading card specialty store in Tokyo's Akihabara district is banning adults from buying new card packs of Pokemon so kids can enjoy the hobby without having to pay. Without having them. Really? Without having to pay exorbitant prices? I fucking hate this. It's it's to,
1: it's, no, it's to stop the fucking uh, scalpers. Oh, so what? It's it's called capitalism, no, kids. No, 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 no. Dave, Dave, It's called listen, capitalism. At the end of the day, <laughs> I understand that adults still participate in these childish endeavours. Sure. Right? I am one of them. Sure. But it's, it is unacceptable for something that is considered a child's toy... Mm. Or a child's thing for adults to go in there, buy all of it up, sure, and then go sell it at exorbitant prices. That's unacceptable for something that is, at the end of the day, mm.
0: is supposed to be for children. It's a free market, though, Rich. It's a free market. It's a free market. Yeah, it
1: and it's a free market for them to deny as a business. They are uh, welcome to I deny guess. any entry or service to anyone. You know
0: what I think? I think it reeks of communism. I really do. I think it's one set. No, if it
1: was communism, they would just be handing them out. To everyone
0: saying, "Here, <laughs> <Yeah>. comrade, <laughs> yeah. you get
1: one pack, and <laughs> only one pack. You don't own any more."
0: I don't know, man. I don't like it. It's got a stench about it that I don't like. I like no, the free market operates. You know
1: what? No, the, the scalping is is bullshit. I don't think you should be allowed to buy something and resell it at a higher price because one, if you're going to do that, yeah, it happens all the time. No, 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 no. You need to get a business license, right? Well, if you're me, buying stock to resell stock you should have a business license and you need to pay uh um tax
0: this <laughs> to you like fucking trying to set, regulate the market over there no
1: bro seriously uh, scalpers ruin everything because they buy every, like they will go in and buy multiple stuff that's yeah, not i'm sorry that's not capitalism like you no. purposely buying all of the stock yeah, so yeah, that yeah. no one can have access to it so you can sell it at an exorbitant price that's not that's not capitalism that's, doesn't that happen
0: to everything now though like i thought that happened oh, pretty to- much
1: anything that like is is massively like sort of popular and limited yeah. Yeah. So obviously they knew that the PlayStation's and the Xbox is going to be limited. Sure. They obviously these Pokemon cards because everyone like is buying it and they only make a certain amount is limited. Yeah. They know what's going to be like limited, like your Nvidia, uh, you know, car, graphics cards mm. and all that. They know what is going to be limited, mm. and they have got like a comp- massive, massive computer setup and like programs and shit that like just snap in and buy everything as it wow. becomes available. And and that that I don't agree with. Like sure. look if you happen to buy something and then you find out that it's rare or it's or it's whatever mm. and it's short to dem- mind and you decide that you want to sell your one at a higher price, I that's fine. I don't okay. give a crap about that. But if you bind <laughs> up all the stock, thereby <laughs> yeah. creating yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a shortage to then sell it. No, I don't I don't think
0: that's right. But how can you place it? I mean I guess this store's just made a decision. You know, they're like... I mean, it's their right as a store. They're allowed to...
1: Is their right. I mean, look, I don't necessarily agree with them banning the adults. I do think that maybe they should limit mm. how many they can buy. But then again, adults are smart, and sometimes it's a you know, it's a couple of people, and they're walking...
0: You know what I mean? But and what I if it's know. kids like- doing it? What if it's kids scalping? Like, what? what since when are kids so fucking innocent? Like... Could be kids going the Well, they're in the not,
1: but, I mean, let's be honest, Dave. The chances of the, the kid being the scalper as opposed to the adult. <laughs> come on. Like,
0: come on. I don't let's, know. I'm let's just putting it out there. Let's,
1: let's, I'll, I'll take that bet. I'll take the odds yeah. I mean, I,
0: I couldn't give a shit, about, really, about the whole thing. But I do hear what you're saying, these scalpers. They do it with, like, G.I. Joe I'm and stuff. I'm assuming they're
1: doing it because it is a problem. I don't think they just decided it's a problem. It must be a problem that they're now trying to take steps to fix.
0: That's the only thing I can... I'd uh, have the shits uh, if someone told me I couldn't go in a comic store and buy the comics because I was an adult. I'd be like, fuck you. I'd be like, fuck you. I, I, I'd be that guy and say, fuck your store. I hope you fucking burn. You know? <laughs> I, I would. I, I, I'd be that guy. Be like, you don't have to worry about that with comic stores, Dave. No one's buying the shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, coming this August from other Comics, what if Dark Venom gives fans the Venom thing, the most fantastic symbiote? Um, so they've combined venom, venom and the Thing, Rich. Um, I guess that's, that's what we've all been waiting for all these years, isn't it? Like, um, basically, I'll be
1: honest with you i I would have naturally thought I thought it would that have the
0: thing now. would be um, immune. Yeah, well, yeah, but no one's immune to Marvel, Marvel's synergy, you know. That is true. Like, that they're like, true. yeah. Is there a Venom? How would the Duck? There should be. Um, oh, that could, that could be pretty funny. Actually. Yeah, there's well, definitely well. Venom. I'm surprised it's taken this long. I thought mm-hmm. everything would have been Venomized in all their fucking, you know, Venomverse shit they do. You know? Oh,
1: like... Give them time. Give them time. Yeah. They've got
0: to stretch it out a bit, you know. They've got to... Stretch it out. You've got to pull it along. <laughs> venom thing. It just sounds so lame. Um, now, what's this thing about a game that you've downloaded and you were saying something about? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, So, a new game just came out on Game Pass called... Um, last case of benedict fox right Mm. and it's sort of it's a lovecraftian sort of uh platformer game Mm. Any good i I downloaded i installed it and um as it's loading up it says to me um this game is filled with um uncomfortable images and storylines which could be triggering oh god uh or, or upsetting press x for spoilers what does that mean Well, press X and they'll tell you what the upsetting things are. Now, I mean, good on them for giving, like, for not (laughs) spoiling and just giving me the choice. But then I also thought to myself, really? Like, like... we are now warning people who download or buy a Lovecraftian game. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly, yeah, exactly.
1: And and take away the scares. This isn't isn't a rom-com, Do You want to watch this horror movie? Do you want me to tell you all the scary bits so that you're not uncomfortable when it happens I, i'm I gonna like, make a comment now did it, did i'm gonna me? make
0: a comment right now i think our civilization may be the weakest pussiest point in history um
1: uh, i mean i'd be hard pressed to argue against i I,
0: I think if hitler came back and invaded he'd conquer the whole world in about 10 minutes um i, I think we are so weak we are so pussified um this is pathetic i, I you, you know the developer should be embarrassed for, do you remember them, when,
1: when the most we used to do in a movie was just say may teen, you know, language, coarse language, nudity, or yeah, something sure. like that, and you'd be like, yeah. oh, okay, well, I, I know what to expect in the movie. Now it's like press X for fucking spoilers, and we'll tell you like all the uncomfortable, like all the, the shit problem. The problem is too. There's like, a,
0: there's a certain percentage. It's probably about five percent of the population um, who actively. Uh, a, a sort of simping and loving it that much like this shit. They, they're just like, they're what I call professional victims. And they're just that pathetic that they see this shit and they're like, oh, yes, I need to know all this boiling because I can just be so easily triggered. Don't buy a fucking Lovecraftian game. Okay? Seriously. Yeah. If, you, if you don't like, if you don't like, Michelle hates horror. You know, she's scared by the most mildest of horror. And I, I'm not the biggest horror fan, but seriously, guess what? She doesn't watch it. Because she hates it, she can't cope with it. And that's absolutely fine. You know what I mean? That's, that's okay. But she, what she doesn't do is watch horror movies like night and day and, and get totally spun out by them because she hates it. So seriously, kids, don't buy into this bullshit, okay? It's fine if you don't want to buy a Lovecraftian game. I mean, I'm not particularly enthralled either, but don't buy it and don't click for all the spoilers and just ruin the game. Um, it's pathetic. And really, everyone involved in that decision should be embarrassed, honestly. They should almost be given the walk of shame that Cersei gets in Game of Thrones for just doing it. Yeah, it's it's a, the fact that
2: you
1: even... Like, the, the thing that baffled me is the fact that you're even offering it. I'm just like, yeah. why? Yeah. yeah, I, like, I, know. I, I don't know. What, I mean the whole point of enjoying something for the first time is is to go in blind and yeah. you know maybe yes something uncomfortable happens or something shocking happens but i mean that's
0: that's called a twist that's life that's yeah. living like i don't know it's, it's 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 lame and pathetic um now some news on the strike we should have we we have mentioned this in the show earlier but uh, 97% of the 11,000 member writer guild of america members approved to strike since the new contract was not ratified by March 1st, they're seeking higher wages, a cost of living increase, restrictions on future AI usage, uh, and a share of streaming revenue. Adjusted for inflation, writers saw a decrease in wages of 23% in the last 10 years. Uh, writers who get paid per episode had their wages reduced to nearly minimum wage as TV seasons dropped from the usual 21 episodes to 12 or fewer, yet, writers had to put more hours into producers' episodes. Uh, this comes at a time when streaming has become dominant, yet at the same time not very profitable. The amount of money needed to produce shows like Wheel of Time and Rings of Power is drastically cutting into profits, while streamers have rarely hit their proposed subscription quotas, apparently. Uh, Disney and Netflix have laid off thousands of employees and cut into higher divisions. A strike means no new shows or films can be written. Uh, so whatever content they have right now is all they can release. That includes late-night TV shows, which they're all off the air, I believe, at the moment. Uh, this could mm-hmm. derail James Gunn's DCU reboot before it's even started. On the sunnier side, this means the late night comedians will go off the air. <laughs> and I've got to say, I hope that's a nail in the coffin for Colbert because there probably has not been a less funny late night talk show I'm host while I've been alive. Honestly, that guy is just not funny. I, I just honestly think he sucks that hard. Um, the 2007 strike lasted over four months. Well, the 1998 strike lasted nearly six months. Yeah, it'll be a huge blow to streaming services. Um, the strike in 2007 killed many popular series, but boosted shows like Breaking Bad because people went back and watched it, I remember. Um, yeah, so we'll see. we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'll tell you
1: one thing. Uh, there's a potential good thing that could come out of the strike, though, for, What's up? for us what? when it comes to streaming services. Hmm. Maybe now... Companies will go back and put some older movies. Sure. You know, older, good, classic movies from the 80s, 90s. Good You product. know, on streaming services instead of all this new fucking junk that is unwatchable.
0: Bring back, I'm going to say it right now. Bring back Bonanza. Bring back Fugitive. Like, bring back yeah. A-Team.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, like, uh, maybe one good thing is they're going to, like, we need to put content. We need Rocket to content, just, Let's put a whole bunch of old movies on that we didn't bother with or. Yeah. Good, no, good whatever, point,
0: uh, fingers crossed. Good point. And did you notice me? I said Bonanza, you know? Of course you did. You I don't any, any to say The
1: Fugitive or Bonanza. You'll take it.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I, I Look, I remember we played that game about pick the TV show I'm thinking of I was The Fugitive. I was trying to trick you by hiding uh, it in good, place. I got it in like pretty much like the first yeah. fucking go. Yeah, <laughs> because you were like, did Dave seriously pick The Fugitive? i, I was,
1: honestly thought that you may have been like um like it was a trick qu- yeah. like question thing where you were like i'm going to pick something like similar yeah to the fugitive to throw him off uh and he's going to think it's the fugitive because i love that so much but i was like no it's the fugitive it was <laughs> fugitive. Like, yep, yeah fugitive.
0: i just i went i was trying to do hide in plain sight but unfortunately i, I was just in plain sight <laughs> um disney sues florida florida sues disney uh, this is the lawsuit about Governor Ron Sanders' regulations against Disney and um, removing their special status. Uh, it's it's honestly crazy. Disney have laid off 7,000 people this year, reported 2.4 million Disney Plus subscribers lost in the last uh, quarter of 2022 and lost over $200 million on last year's Strange Worlds animated movie. Um, there definitely is a, a bit of turmoil at Disney, which I guess is why Bob Iger came back, but um, it's Watch This Space. Now, Thank you, Michael, for supplying me with some news here. Remember we were talking about the Marvel Comics app run by Comixology and I was saying to you, Mm. surely this wouldn't take off the Comixology Marvel stuff. It doesn't. He explained it. So there was a separate Marvel app run by Comixology where you could buy platforms, uh, sorry, comics individually. That was the one, it could be synced with a Comixology account Marvel Unlimited, as we know, is a separate app operated by Disney where you subscribe to have access to Marvel Comics' digital library. Um, So anyway, they shut down the Marvel app. Uh, No option to sync that app with Amazon Comicsology was provided. So if a fan didn't already have a sync with Comicsology and missed their 30-day Marvel Unlimited sync option, their entire comics library they paid for would disappear. I believe there is, I got, uh, even after we wrote this news, I got something from... An email uh, spelling out how to uh, basically sync your uh, mm. your app with Marvel Unlimited, but if yeah. you but Which if, I think that is what we discussed last week. We did say it was two separate. Yes, um, thing. but yeah. if you bought comics via Comixology previously that were Marvel, you still have them, like because they were bought. in... The- as
1: long as you as lo- yeah, as long as you sync it.
0: Yeah. Or no, or burn. or if you bought them on Comixology so oh right yeah yeah which yeah, is yeah. where i bought mine i never bought anything through the marvel app ever um yeah. but anyway so it was complicated it was hard to understand and you know what you know who i feel sorry for the people who aren't so in the weeds of this shit you know they're the ones who lose out from this kind of stuff because 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 that wasn't that was a hard news item to understand because you've got marvel app Run by Comicsology, Comicsology at Marvel Unlimited. It all blends together. You know what I mean? And mm. it, it, it they make it very hard. Now, discussion topic here from Michael as we wind toward the end of the news. He asks, "What was the last comic book series that you heard lots of positive word of mouth reviews for? Read it, oh, and really was as good as the hype claimed? Do you have one, Rich? I kid you, No, you... <laughs> too many. Any, anything from 2016 onwards." No, he's saying, what was the last one you did here that was good? Uh, so he, you know, he's saying not things that disappointed you. Th- thing and you, Go right back. Go. When was the last thing you read where someone's like, this is excellent, Rich, you know, or you heard about it and then you read it and you were like, including manga as well, is there something where you were like, this is knocking my socks off kind of thing? Me. I've got one that I can think of off the top of my head. Do you want me to say my one first? Sure. A mortal Hulk, um, mm,
2: okay.
0: by by whoever, um, I think Al Ewing and whoever. But but having said that, there's not many. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it, it wasn't like there's tons. Uh, it's not. No, many. well,
1: that's what I said. Anything from 2016 onwards has not lived up to. Mm. <laughs> Any my, like anytime someone's recommended to me, I've not enjoyed anything. Like, um, and and most of the stuff we've enjoyed or like I've enjoyed older. doing on the show has all been a lot of the older um, 100%, stuff. Yeah, totally. and stuff we've. So I mean, <laughs> I I I I saw this question and I've been thinking about it all day, and wow. I'm just like, I honestly I cannot think of anything that. Um, this isn't super recent, but Chuck's. Oh, G- I suppose Joe technically Geiger. I mean, I did enjoy Geiger. That was good. Um, that was good. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a bit of hype around that, and I did enjoy Geiger. But I mean, even like Berserk, uh, Berserk or whatever. Nah, that wasn't um, that good. You know. You know. But again, there was this big hype around it. I didn't enjoy that really. Um, Saga,
0: I enjoyed that. No. No, I, did enjoy, I, I did really enjoy. enjoyed saga. That's not that recent though. That's 10 years I'll ago. tell you what. Uh, uh, uh,
1: going back, a book that I was recommended for a long time, which I didn't which I did end up then reading and actually did enjoy was Fables. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah.
2: um
1: I do remember that one being one of those one where I was like, ah, that doesn't look like my kind of thing or I, you tell, know, you, uh, I tell
0: you I tell you, I would mention Ed Brubaker, Fatal, um, The Fade Out. All those books, but the, that's yeah. you
1: recommended the fade Out, and I didn't enjoy. It. <laughs> yeah, but you compl-
0: your complaint was that too much sex in it. I remember you were complaining like an old grandma. You were like, oh, it's a "No, sex. it's just
1: not my. I don't. I don't have this a uh, weird obsession with like Hollywood and its uh, casting couch and yeah, and, I know, I know, shit and, and listeners who want to listen to more the of that. With that is go back so to much that. of it is like like embellished, made up. Oh no, heaps of I, it happened, man. Get... Heaps
0: of it happened, dude. Yeah, heaps but
1: a lot of the crap that we put out today is also a lot of embellishment and, and romanticizing both negative and positive or
0: whatever. True. It's just, it's not something I'm interested
1: in. I'm not, I'm not interested in. I'm all that about good. that.
0: I'm all about that. Edward is running into my sweet spot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. <he> <laughs> but it's not fair for me just to say Ed Baker stuff. Cause I always love his stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess you could say for me, Ed Brubaker's output. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, another one back in the day was Invincible.
0: Yeah, Invincible. Um, I also would yeah. say Walking Dead. I would say Chuck's G.I. Joe run and um, whatever yeah. the guy's name is, I forget his name, I'm sorry, who did the Cobra stuff. I really enjoyed that. But that's yeah. from more about 2010-ish.
1: But that's what I'm saying remember? the further back I go, I can remember things, but anything from the, like the last 6 7 years yeah it's thin on the ground. I'm I'm bringing up blanks honestly I'm sure. oh no there was one in the last 6 years it was that um oh shit i can't remember the name of it but it was that one with the um the superheroes where one's like batman one's uh, like uh adam west batman the other one's like oh the um, wrong earth right, yeah that was it that i was actually good. That, that that i enjoyed
0: that, that, that was good, I agree. That, that's actually a very good choice, Rich. Well done. I, we did that on the show. I really enjoyed it, actually. Actually, yeah. I, I'd like to do the sequel one day, too. We, there's a sequel.
1: We could possibly do that next week or okay. next pick.
0: Okay. Uh, IDW is laying off 40% of its workforce and removing itself from the New York Stock Exchange. Um, it hopes to save over $4 million a year by eliminating nearly half its workforce. Uh, and Michael's got a comment here about Heather Antos... The woke brigade have run into the ground. Gee, wherever she goes, tragedy follows, isn't it? Isn't that the case? Um, uh, pretty much. I mean, IDW um, Valiant. Yeah. IDW stock was worth $45 a share in 2018 when founder Ted Adams left the company. Since then, the company's been a death spiral with the stock price valued at 43 cents. Wowee. Um Ooh. Chuck said, uh, "Dixon said when Ted Adams left, IDW refused to publish his work. How can anyone uh, run a company into ground like this and not be held accountable? Um, yeah, I agree. That's pathetic." Uh, yeah, that, but you
1: know, you know the, the 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 people there that ran it into the ground.
0: Held- oh, Rich, you're breaking up. I'm just going to um, disconnect for a second, then connect back in. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah, you yeah, all good. Yeah, those people that that ran it into the ground, they'll get a job at another company uh, and land on their feet somehow.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they will, but they suck. Um, uh, Harmony Gold founder and chairman Frank Agruma passed away at age 93. Harmony Gold released various Japanese anime into the American market back in the 80s, including the first English dub of Dragon Ball, and distributed the Shaku Zulu miniseries, despite the economic sanctions on South Africa. The company is mostly known for its anime Robotech. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Which was a, spli- oh, yeah. a splicing... Yeah, three separate unrelated anime into one cohesive 60-plus episode series.
1: You, you know what's funny about the Robotech? Mm. That was basically like... Uh, it's this weird thing that America did, mm. um, which they did with the Power Rangers as well. Mm. So... The Power Rangers was used, obviously they used footage from Super Sentai, but Super Sentai, it was always different um, shows. It was different storylines with different characters, but they just cut it as one and used the same actors and pretended that it was one long storyline. And then they would just come up for reasons why they changed the costumes or something like that. Uh, And that was the same they did for Robotech. So Robotech was actually based on three different macros shows that were three different macros shows set in three different time periods with different characters. But they just told it as like it was one continuous story where the characters just change. Oh, like, oh, this character is now their daughter and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And it's a weird thing that America did where they were like, no, we have to – it has to continue as one long show. It can't can't start a new – season with a new yeah they <laughs> want continuity what do you think America does with these stuff
0: um I was gonna say uh, at Jabby Hi-Fi the other day I saw the entire Robo Tech series was there on Blu-ray um for,
1: oh yeah 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 that has been a long time coming because it is so hard to get things have you um, bought it
0: I, I almost bought it I was like I considered buying it
1: um I haven't bought it yet because I've been buying other things mm. um I thought about it though yeah I loved Robotech, man. Jesus, yeah. I was a massive Robotech fan. I might pre- get it
0: uh, for my collection. Uh, TV show, look, and I'm sure it's not as good as I remember. But as a kid, I loved Star Blazers. It was like my favorite show. Like I fucking have you ever seen that show, Rich? Star Blazers? Um,
1: yes. I I don't know if I've seen it that much, but I do
0: know of it. Oh, it was good fun. Also, another show I used to love was a French cartoon called Ulysses Three Thousand. Yep, I know that one. Oh, I fucking love that show. That was a great show. There's an excellent episode where he goes back and and meets the Ulysses from Greece. Yeah. Um, oh, was great. One uh, of my favorite shows was a show
1: called um, uh, Saber Rider and the Star Sheriffs. Oh, well, really? I've not heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Basically these three guys um, kind of like have these cool suits. One of them is like drives a sports car the oh. other one has a cowboy and so when he suits up he actually has like a metal cowboy hat and what's then there's it called like saber rider who rides on a metal uh, a mechanical horse wow what's it called um, saber rider on what saber rider and the star sheriffs wow i can yeah it's come up was it animated yeah it was an it was an anime from like yeah. the like the 80s and all that wow i yeah, never heard of that that sounds that sounds fun um, oh, dude, there's so many cool, like, 80s, 90s anime shows that you've probably never heard of that are just fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Now, uh, Super Mario has brought in over 1 billion gold coins, Rich. Um, yes, I added some news there
1: that uh, something that surprised me yeah. was um, it's doing, like, gangbusters in Mexico. Yeah, okay. Oh. Like, other than America, obviously, the domestic, Yeah. it's made the most money in Mexico. Mexico mm-hmm. has beaten every other country in terms of box office. In fact, it's doing so well; it's made more money than Coco, which was massive in Mexico. Mm. Um, which I put that in there because I was like, it's it's always nice when you can put something in there that destroys the narrative of like you have to see yourself in a oh, movie. Sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you yeah, know, where I'm like, I just I've never I've never bought into that. Well, I've this is an
0: animated that. thing too. Like,
1: yeah, but it's 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 Italian <laughs> New York Italian plumbers. It's not Mexicans. Yeah.
0: Like I'd, you would think yeah. that if if, if representation
1: sure. was important that, that Coco would have would still be the most popular animated movie being uh, an animated movie about Mexico, mm. about Mexicans. Like you would think that would be no, well that's us. We're Mexicans, that's Sorry, uh, we're Pancho people. Villa baby or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm just saying like it's 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 done massive. I think it's done seventy seven million dollars
2: yeah.
0: in Mexico alone. Well, like the next numbers. highest one is fifty eight million in Great Britain. It's great numbers. It's great numbers. The Mexicans are loving it. Um D D, Rich, you've got a you've got a you've got a you've got a total here? Is it is it over? It's done, man.
1: It's done. It's a failure. It's a bomb. It's a flop. Oh dear. Oh
0: dear. Hundred and ninety four million. Yep. It is out on it, digital because I've got the streaming copy now too. So it's it, it came out. It's like already
1: week. it's been fast. In fact, this movie has done worse than Shazam in terms of floppage
0: it's a shame because it was quite good um oh well uh oh, and, but you know what sometimes
1: it also comes down to timing maybe not releasing your movie a week before mario is going to hit the yeah yeah the that
0: cinematic. was yeah no no i agree i mean definitely Look, mario just took all the oxygen out of the room um and titanic had, the 25th anniversary edition got it a been 25 years since titanic oh my god i'm old um <laughs> Yeah, I remember when it came out. I, I remember being in rooms with people, with people, and we were talking about Titanic when it came out. Um, it's made seventy million dollars worldwide since its Feb- February eight re-release. Wow, gosh, mm-hmm. that's crazy! And it's the same movie. They didn't digitally alter or do anything. It's just the same I film. I Think so? Wow, I love the movie. It's a great, it's a great film. Like in, in all fairness, like. If you said to me Titanic was on right now, and I could sit down with a bowl of popcorn and you know coffee, I'd probably watch it. I I, I love the movie. I think it's cool. Um, Bob Dylan did a really good song actually about the Titanic, but referencing the movie and referencing like Leo's character and stuff. It's cool. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, called cool. yeah, yeah. There you go. Bob Bob got in deep, man. He obviously enjoyed the film. <laughs> Um, and 2023
1: struck like a, like a chord with him, you
0: could say. Yeah, it did Shazam 2 made 133? Well, how is that less than um, than D and D made 194? So that tells me D and no, D made more.
1: I no, I didn't say it made. I didn't say it made more or less. I'm mm. talking about how much cost it make, how much it made. Mm. It was a bigger flop. I said. I didn't say it made less
0: money. I see. Okay. Well, all right.
3: Could read my mind, love. What a tale my thoughts could tell. Just like an old time movie about a ghost from a wishing well. In a castle dark or a fortress strong with chains upon my feet. You know that ghost is me. And I will never set free as long as I'm a ghost you can't see If I could read your mind, love What a tale your thoughts could tell Just like a paperback novel The kind the drugstore sells When you reach the park Like a movie star who gets burned in a three-way street Enter number two A movie queen to play the scene Of bringing all the good things out in me But for now, love, let's be real Never thought I could act this way And I've got to say that I just don't get it I don't know where we went wrong But the feeling's gone And I just can't get it back If you could read my mind, love What a tale my thoughts could tell Just like an old-time movie About a ghost from a wishing well In a castle dark Or a fortress strong, With chains upon my feet The stories always end If you read between the lines
0: Now, weekly comics, we just had one weekly comic this week, and shout out to Michael who did suggest some, and we will do those, Michael. But I wanted to do Mara Jade the Emperor's Hand because I've always heard about Mara Jade. And am I correct in saying she marries Luke Skywalker? In yes. the old continuity. Okay. It
1: becomes Mara Jade Skywalker.
0: Okay. Now I had not read this. I had read the first couple of pages. Timothy Zahn, we know him from the Air Thran trilogy uh, and, and the other Thran stuff he does, does the writing duties. Carlos Escrozera does the art, which I didn't know, the famous Judge Dredd Trostronium dog artist. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I felt this was actually like reading a book. It was rather text-heavy. There was a lot of talking, but there was some cool action. Carlos's art really helps. Um, I've gotta be honest, I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I was going to. I, I went in with reasonably low expectations because sometimes I find some of the Star Wars comics not that good. I thoroughly enjoyed this and I have some questions for you, but I'd love to get your assessment as a Star Wars fan of what this one was like.
1: Um It's so it's mixed for me because one, I love Mara Jade, fantastic mm. character. I like that this book shows off how resourceful, smart, capable she is. Obviously, the art is fantastic. Um, The only problem I have is the premise of the story doesn't make any sense. Because, okay, in the story, she is tasked with um, killing a um, a, a crime lord. Mm. Right? Palpatine says to her, you have to go to kill this crime lord. So she kills – she believes that she kills him. Yes. But she killed his, like, double, you know, yes. his um, duplicate. His, his decoy, shit, basically. His decoy. Yeah. And uh, anyway, after that happens, you know, that's when the Emperor is killed mm. by Vader. And um, she kind of gets locked up by this sort of Moff who never trusted her and stuff and all that. Yes. And she decides, I need to complete this last mission. I never killed the right guy. I need to go kill it. And I'm like, why? Why? The Mm. Emperor's dead. Mm. The fuck does it matter? Like, you should be going off to go and hunt Luke Skywalker. That's a good point. The guy that killed your Emperor. I never... While the story's good, I just never understood her motivation for having to complete this mission for a dead Emperor. Was it loyalty? Was it loyalty?
0: I I don't know if it was explained. Was it loyalty to the Emperor's memory?
1: Um, Maybe it is, but I'm just saying it it, it was never explained why this had to Mm. be done you would have thought that once you found out that luke and vader you know um yeah like the emperor was dead that she would be running off to go you know exact revenge or whatever but i don't know apparently this was more important i've got (laughs) some
0: questions yeah i've got some questions okay um was this the first appearance of mara jade or had she been around before um
1: i think there's one previous story and there's also the novels as well was
0: she in shadows of the empire You you know Shadows of the Empire, the Empire Strikes Back in-between story or whatever it was? Was she in that? Um, No. Okay. I really enjoyed this character. I also enjoyed that when the Emperor dies, this addresses the fact the Empire doesn't fall apart immediately. You know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's scenes at balls and stuff. Like, the Empire is still existing. There's chaos. There's chaos because, like, the government center is lit up the whole time. They're trying to salvage what they can, but that makes sense, you know. Like, it was always a childhood fantasy that just blowing up the Death Star would destroy the whole empire instantly. Um, but this, well, is I mean, that's in,
1: that's the impression you get because you see everyone cheering and yeah, it's like all over. The empire's gone, but no. In fact, one of the first novels. Mm to come out after that was called The Truce at Baccarat, which yep. is about them with the sort of Empire trying to do a truce. Um, yeah.
0: Which I think is really interesting.
1: is not her first. Her first appearance I'm pretty sure is um, in the Timothy Zahn's Heir to the Empire. I am 90 okay. So she's, she's, sure she's first
0: in first that. Appearance. Okay. I, I thought she was a cool character. Um, now I've got a question about her oh. force use.
1: By the way, George hated her, hey?
0: Oh, did he? George Lucas?
1: It's a, it's a writing joke that George Lucas never liked the Mara Jade character. Really? I wonder um,
0: why. Because she's too evil?
1: Um, I think it's because of her being like a Force user. Um, and, and you know, because it was only supposed to be the Emperor and Vader. Right. And I, okay. he, never, he never quite liked the fact that there was this supposed other Force users are running around. But now
0: there's a million Force users running
1: around. He softened it. No, no, but he softened it. I'm just saying at the, at the <laughs> beginning, he never quite right. liked the character.
0: Okay, that's interesting. I know she was a fan favourite. Um, mm. She never quite made it into live action or even into the Clone Wars and all that, did she? She always was just sort of like not quite there, you know? Well,
1: her stuff takes place after Return of the Jedi, so she wouldn't be in any of the... Well, she
0: could be in the... She could be in... Um, Stuff they do now,
1: couldn't you? Well, no, so again, so the problem is is she's basically Luke's age, right? Round about, right. so okay, you know, when Luke is like in his 20s in the final movie, so is she, right? So, okay. No, like I think she only really she had she wasn't the emperor's hand for that long was only like a couple of years. So no, she wasn't. Due, but she could
0: be her. in the Mandalorian, or she could be in a uh, the Ahsoka Katana. Oh, oh,
1: she could be, but again, she's a non-canon character now. She's yeah. or, or or definitely non-canon. She was always technically non-canon. I mean, none yeah. of the legend stuff was officially canon, but she's definitely non-non-canon now. Yeah, yeah, so.
0: she's definitely. Expelled, but that said, I, I I have a question on her force usage. So her force usage is atrophying through the whole series. So was she dependent on the emperor for her force powers?
1: No, um, but she's not fully trained, right? And so when because she's not getting more training, mm. um, I just I think it's more that she feels like it's rusty, or I say you know that that she's not getting that sort of. Feedback and training.
0: So it's like me if I take a few weeks off tennis, get get slow, get lazy.
1: And plus, I think
2: she
0: was
1: supposed to be locked up for a few weeks or something like that. And again, her not being a a a proper, not fully trained force user, I think her not using her force powers.
0: It's just like
1: you know, it's like practice all. Okay, I I thought she had some
0: sort of bond with the emperor. Where no, 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 no. no, no. Although she does have a sort of bond, like when he dies she gets the impact in the Force.
1: But again, he was never going to fully train her because he never wanted her and Vader to be able to team up. No. And and eliminate him. So she never got full, full training. She would never, ever have been able to take on Vader um, in a fight. Not not, not there. I mean, obviously, late in life when uh, Luke trained her fully as a Jedi and all that, obviously. But no, not at that stage.
0: Okay. I like that she is pretty, although she does have some honor, she is an Imperial agent. You know, and they don't soften that. Like she is loyal to the emperor. Yeah, um, which I think is cool. Um, I also questioned why does she remember the death of the emperor differently from how it happened in the movies? In the movies, she doesn't
1: remember it differently. Um, that's basically like a a forced feeling, a forced projection. okay. uh, From the emperor, like at the time of his death right it's like he sent out a, a force thing of like avenge
3: me i see and
1: again because the force is like feeling yes and it's not like direct communication um i think that's just how it's she an interpreted image. the. i see the feeling was that luke and um vader turned on the emperor and, gotcha. killed him, and so her brain re- saw them as them striking him down with a lightsaber so and, she didn't know okay. what happened she just had this like force
0: feeling um, I thing see. from
1: the emperor that, that makes sense. Detroit. That
0: actually makes sense. Yeah. I And I did think that that was possibly it as well. Actually, Um when I read it, I love the artwork. I love the depiction of the lightsabers in this. They looked more primal, I guess, with Carlos doing art. Um I, I, I sense the power. It
1: definitely looks more like laser swords.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I know Carlos's art was probably softened by an Inca or something to his normal 2000 AD style, but. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing him in the Star Wars universe. Um, yeah, I look, I actually had a really good time with this book. I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. I'd never really... I'd heard of the character. I didn't really know who the character even was. I just knew the name. I knew she married Luke. Um, I had it confused with someone else who was purple or pink. Um, so, yeah, for me... Hell of a lot of fun. I also didn't know Timothy Zahn wrote comics, and um, so it was interesting. He was quite text-heavy. I felt at times. I felt like he enjoys his dialogue scenes. There was more dialogue probably than a lot of comics have. But well, you know,
1: I the problem is, is I think the dialogue is fine, but he just has a lot of internal um, monologues happening, a lot of internal thoughts, a lot of, like. If you actually look at it, it's sometimes it's a bit hard to tell. Yeah, she goes from a
0: thought to talking. And sometimes her force commands look like thoughts as well. Yeah. Like, so um, it, yeah. No,
1: there's a lot of words. Definitely. Uh, I'm completely on your side. There's a lot of words, but I think it's because he was, he just wanted the character to have a lot of internal. Yeah. Internal um, thinking.
0: Um, I'd recommend this. Not first book to ever read for Star Wars, but if you like Star Wars, if you enjoy like Mandalorian, if you enjoy Return of the Jedi, I think you get a lot out of reading this. It's a, She's a cool character. It's a cool story. Uh, it's also a nice insight into an Imperial, because you know I like my Imperials, and it was it was cool. Um, I'm giving it 9 out of 10. I, I genuinely enjoyed it. I, I found it was a pleasure to read, um, and I'm glad I did read it, because it's been on my list for a while, you know? Um, yeah,
1: I mean, for me it's an 8 out of 10, but that's more just because um, I got a minus a point for just, like, the fact of it, not making sense as to why
2: <laughs>
1: why sure. it happens. The I think it was just
2: loyalty but, to the
1: but Emperor. It's all, it, it, but everything else is still strong, technically sound.
0: Okay. So if I read these Ed of the Empire books, she's involved in there somewhere.
1: Well, th- that is where she's hunting down Luke.
0: Okay. So right.
1: that, that's where she is trying to hunt down Luke. And then obviously Luke doesn't like turn her sort of straight away, but he sort of, she comes to like realize that there's more, you know, maybe the emperor isn't, and so she basically goes off and kind of becomes like a a smuggler, sort mm. of pirate type thing and all that, and then eventually then uh, joins Luke's sort of uh, Jedi and and d- does training to be a, a thing, and then obviously through that they develop a close. So I, I like that it's quite a lengthy. Yeah. Transition so. for the character. It's not a. It's not a. Oh yeah. Okay. You've convinced me. You've now, convinced me. I'm going to swap like sides. We're you, boyfriend and girlfriend. Like it. It took a while for. Um. For the whole thing to happen. She made him work for like it.
0: it. She made him work for it. Sounds like no. It. Yeah. <laughs> or
1: maybe. May he made her work. For yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well.
0: Exactly. Um. Yeah. Hell of a lot of fun. Now, our trade of the week. Um. Was my pick, and a shout out to Neil Matthews, who's recommended this helter skelter. For a long time. Um, Judge Dredd Helter Skelter. I'll give it I'll give it the pitch, because it's a fucking cool pitch. Basically, we all know Mega City one, we know Judge Dredd. There's this chick who kind of mans the dimensional gate, and right at the start of this comic book, you see the geeks from the VCs, which is a obscure 2008 script, a really good one, appear. And I was like, man, the geeks. And she says the geeks. And then these judges come out of nowhere and blast the geeks away. And then the judges uh, 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 they kill her friend and try to kill her. And then Dred turns up in a, in a sort of callback to um, Terminator 2 and says, come with me if you want to live. Um, and you're like, wow, what is going on? Like, why are the, why are the geeks from a random an E storyline in Judge Dredd? Why are the judges so evil? Like what's going on? Well, what turns out is that these judges are from an alternate reality, and they've come across in a dimension warp um, thing, a dimension portal sort of thing. And along with them, and they've come, they take over the, the fucking justice um, HQ and they're killing judges, and they crucify Hershey, who's chief judge. They um, they're bad news. And meanwhile, all these other two thousand AD characters coming across into judge red's world like satanist the dinosaur uh not rogue trooper specifically but the noughts from rogue trooper um come over i mean it's insane the amount of callbacks and flashbacks ace trucking company gets a mention um dr quinch gets a mention um it's nuts and and these Evil Judges, Judge Cal comes back. Uh, judge Giant appears, but he's evil, and Dredd shoots him through the head. I mean, this is packed with Easter eggs. The Klegs, um, and they're all Judges, sorry, not Judges, they're all characters from other universes where they killed Dread in their storylines. So their storylines where typically Dredd has killed the ball, such as the East Meg Dictator, the Grand Marshal, War Marshal, whatever his name is, um, starts with Z. Uh, they all manage to kill Dread in their storylines, but they all hate Dread, so they come across with Cal with their ambition to destroy Dread. Oh, um, look, Carlos on art, Garth Ennis writing duties. It's probably my favourite Garth Ennis uh, Dread story that I've read, and I have enjoyed quite a few of them. Um, he always was kind of down on his Dread. He always felt like he, he didn't quite nail it. But I felt he did a really good storyline. He was fresh off Preacher at the time. He didn't need to do this. He came back, I think, to do one last sort of spin on the character. This is in the early 2000s. Hell of a lot of fun. Carlos on art. Although I noticed at one point Carlos wasn't on art for a couple of pages. I think for a few pages. I'm not sure if it was Ian Gibson or someone else was doing the art art duties. Um, Interested to get your thoughts, Rich. What did you think?
1: Uh, I really enjoyed it. In fact, um, I could have actually done with maybe another issue. Oh yeah, two. I did feel like it maybe ended a bit sooner than I would have liked because again, it's such a a cool, interesting premise. You know, um, especially when you're doing sort of you know like multiple Earths, timelines, parallel dimensions, type of stuff and all that. Um, Yeah, really enjoyable. Uh, I kind of agree with him saying that he didn't quite nail like like sort of dread because i do feel like dreading this one does come across maybe a little bit too altruistic he's nicer um, than
0: normal he's nicer than yeah normal.
1: but a bit too goody like you know um it's an honor to like protect the citizens you know what i mean like yeah. my i just i was like well, i mean i do get that he feels that way like it's his duty but the way that he kept harping on about it i just was like <laughs> That's a bit nobly sounding yeah like i hear you uh, but again not 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 necessarily detracted just like a bit of a like oh, okay you know a little overly sort of patriotic-y um you know superman-y <laughs> well they got they got yeah.
0: on a good day because i can tell you what yeah. there's some storylines where dread's not quite so you know
1: one thing i've always fascinated about judge dread is um i just love how they've restocked their their ranks by the mm. next storyline because oh, yeah. in every storyline the judges are just fucking killed by the thousands it feels like like <laughs> yeah by the hundreds and yet by the next storyline they they're good to go they've pulled up again <laughs> i'm like that's so odd to me but it's like that um i always used to laugh because my dad used to watch the show um midsummer murders mm. where uh, i always used to joke with him because every week there's a murder yeah but it's this really small english town you know where you know what I mean where I'm like how is there anyone alive in this place still like yeah well it's like Cabot Cove Cabot Cove murder she wrote you know yeah yeah exactly well I mean to be fair she tends to go all over the place though you know sometimes she goes to a different country or whatever but this one like Mr. Bermondes it all happens in this little you know you know this little English countryside yeah where you know you wouldn't have more than probably maybe like you know a thousand people at the most and yet every week someone's getting... <laughs> oh, like, certainly. Like a higher crime rate. But I always yeah. find that funny about the Judge Red is like every storyline, the judges are just like being decimated. Well, yeah, themselves. it's
0: it's like... This is like... I mean, people are... Like, literally, Cal uh, has a hypnotic thing where he controls everyone who... And they
1: literally kill every younger uh, judge.
0: They kill the younger judges, and the older judges um, turn their guns on people, and you are right. And to the point where... Hershey and all the other senior judges are crucified. She manages to survive, but it's 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 nuts. And yet you do get the feeling like next issue after this, it was just back to normal. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, like I can only say that for me, this was just such a pleasure to read. Like I know that I'm the Judge Red fan, a fanatic, but I, I like as a 2008 D fan. I, I, I got a kick out of this storyline as well. I just felt like it really sort of rewarded the 2000 AD fans. Like they said, there's over all these portals, over 2000 of them. And you saw Sam Slade mentioned, but not seen, Rogue Trooper. It was one thing that came in my head, and I want to get your viewpoint. Ace Trucking Company, they do truckers out, and they sort of say it's the end. Is that the Ace Trucking Company in your head from the comics, or is that a multiple version? You know, Um, I was kind of. I was kind of sad if some of the classic characters kind of died off here. You know, or were they alternate versions of those characters? You know what I mean? Like, uh, hopefully
1: alternate. (laughs) Hopefully
0: alternate. Although I notice Rogue doesn't die. He he doesn't appear. He he his image is seen in because they're saying they're sending probes into all the other multiverses. But the noughts who are just cannon fodder just get decimated by the dinosaur. Um, yeah. and the geeks and like there's just so much. I yeah. almost felt like you know what would have been cool to have Slain come in and do a walk walk um, spasm. You remember how you used to do those warp spasms? Yeah. Would yeah. have been great to see. Hulkcat, so to speak. Yeah, him him kinda hulking out against Satanist, maybe. You know? But then the problem is you're like, Well, we can't kill Slain in a Judge Red one off story. You know. Um in well, my you
1: could if, but again you could because you could always just wave it away and say that wasn't the real slade.
0: Exactly. That was
1: a slate from a, a parallel universe. Exactly, man.
0: Uh like I uh I almost shed a tear when I, when I saw Ace Trucking Company did the piece out, they said under the road, good buddy. And I was like, Man, I used to love Ace Trucking Company and I was Again,
1: like, they can undo it because they can just say parallel universe. Yeah.
0: And Dave needs to remember too that Ace Trucking Company, technically fictional. You know, technically,
1: technically yes.
0: Technically, not dread though. Look, there was some criticism um, from from fan base members that dread's too nice in this, but I've got to. I'm going to stand up for Judge Red here. He's a good guy. Um, he's just it's a city's out of control. You know, he does. I wouldn't say have a heart goal, but he does have a a little bit of compassion at times. He does. Having read a lot of Dread, I know sometimes they play him as, like, the ultimate hard man. or he's always the ultimate, but but also like an arsehole. But, like, sometimes he's not. And he, you know, one-on-one is sometimes when he's at his best. One-on-one. And he was one-on-one with that chick. And he warns her at the end. When he warned her, that was actually quite Dread-like, that he would do that.
1: That, Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't... I don't disagree with his actions. Mm. I just disagree with his dialogue. Sure. Like, I just felt he was a bit too soft handed with her. Yeah. Like, like Dre would just be like, get on the bike. And if she was like, I'm not going to do it. He just like literally stared her with a skull. Yeah. Until she was like, oh, fine, I'll get on. You know what I mean? Like, oh God, like I'll get on the bike. Like, you know what I mean? Like he wouldn't explain himself. Yeah. He'd just be like, do it. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so again, I don't, again, but I understand dread is the law. He, the law is you protect the citizens. So I, I don't dispute that. That's how he feels. Sure. I just dispute how, how he just kind of handled her. I felt with kid gloves.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe the, uh, how can you say the sort of like, um, the gravity of the situation and her importance to it may have made him be more sort of sympathetic than normal as well. You know, because she is the key to everything. You know, if they lose her, it's helter skelter, which is a term I loved, by the way. Um, yeah, man, I'm I'm feeling it, dude. This was a good storyline. This would make imagine this as a movie. Can you imagine it? If you, imagine if you did, or an animated TV show. If you did an animated Drudge Red TV show, and then brought this one in as a season. You know, of this, make a whole season that like, really broaden the storyline out. Because I did feel this could have gone on. Remember, when we did the pit, and it went on for about twenty five issues, if not more. Yeah. which I loved, but this could have gone longer. Is what I'm trying to say. This, this, this could have really. Could have. I
1: mean, it certainly didn't overstay its welcome. As I said, it probably it's probably ended a bit too
0: early. Carlos Esquira, one of your favourite comic book artists of all time, Rich? He, for me, he is. He's right up there. you know. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. I mean, just amazing, really. I mean, a, a, an amazing creator um, who gave us so much. Um, Paul one out for Carlos. We did um, Alan Grant and Carlos last week. This week it was Carlos with Garth Ennis and Carlos with Timothy Zahn. So the man gets around, doesn't he? Um, yeah. Just, but also
1: not you know. that a, a, an artist with a a, a fantastic, uh, unique art style.
0: A hundred percent, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Oh yeah. I can't imagine Judge Dredd without imagining Carlos's art and that jaw that he gets. You know, just the, there's just something so essential about it all. I just think he just gets it. He just got it. He just knew what he was doing. Um, yeah. I mean, look, it. whenever
1: I see his art, I just immediately go, 2080, like. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? He's, I'm sorry, but he's art for me, and I know there's been many different artists over the years, but I'm sorry, but, like, he's one of those artists where you just go, that's 2080, like. Oh, yeah. When I think 2080, that's that's pretty much like the art, basically. It's
0: quintessential. It's, like, it's like, quintessential. Synonymous,
1: it. you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: synonymous with 2080. Uh, I'm going to give it 10 out of 10. There it is. I'm giving it a 10. I'm giving it a flat 10. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's a 9 out of 10 for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's high stuff. And I, I do want to read out, before we, before we go, I want to read out uh, Neil Matthews uh, chimed in um, with, with a really interesting and penetrating observation, uh, which I want to read out his review, because he's been, he's been um, talking about this for me for a long time. And by the way, uh, Garth Ennis is writing Rogue Trooper in 2000D right now, by the way um yeah. oh
1: yeah yeah i actually um you i actually read the um uh i read one of the issues recently good uh, he's i he i think he's some he's wound up in world war Two somehow really really yeah yeah oh. he was sitting sitting talking to some uh some brits um really? uh, in world war Two. that's interesting yeah okay
3: um,
1: it was a bit of a slower issue but the art was fantastic yeah um and I was just like, I'm really intrigued now. How the hell did he get to? Yeah, I, well, <laughs> when the full collection
0: comes out, we might do it. I think. Why not? You know? Why not? Why not? Uh, we'll read it as one collection. Um. So I, I, as you, usual with me, you know, I like, I get, um, confused pretty easily. Rich, you're familiar with that, aren't you? like over the years
1: uh, i'm very very familiar
0: yeah so i said um in helter skelter which we're doing this week did did dread travel to the other dimension to find the girl and then i'm like oh i see the other judges invaded it's reality and the girls and he's like yep that's correct dave he says no the dimensions came to over came to him over 2000 hence 2000 AD. helter skelter has its critics but i love it because king carlos is on art and it's ennis letting go on and being imaginative and bombastic which i agree uh, he said, Yeah, I think you will either love Helter Skelter or dislike it strongly. At the time it was written, Edis was at his peak. He had just finished Preacher and was just started writing The Punisher, so he had no reason to go back and write Dread and it shows he's having fun with it all and feeling out trying to tie all the two thousand eight storylines together. And I said, I well I loved it. I thought it was great fun. He said, Thanks, dude, appreciate it. You and Stella keep uh, you and you and Rich keep up the Stellar work on the signal. So Thank you, uh, Neil. Um, long time listener and a great pal, and a big dread fan, big Strontium Dog fan, and um, big Garth Ennis fan. And he lined this one up with me a long time ago. And just reading dread for me, it's like I, it's like an old man getting into some you know nice, comfortable, hot bath. I love it. I could just I just stay in there, Rich. Don't I? I just love it. I'm you just, definitely can. Oh, man. What about when dread goes? There's a reason. Giant wouldn't have survived this long because you were too slow. Boom. And just got him through the head. And I was like, oh, that's cold. Because <laughs> Judge Giant, Paul went out for Judge Giant. He was the original friend, you know? He's, mm. the, he's the one we all grew up with. And and the hydrants say that. That hurt me a little bit. You know, I was like, oh, that's harsh, friend." as you put one through the head. <laughs> but that was an evil Judge Giant. That wasn't the original Judge Giant, man. You know?
1: Yeah, That. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all of them were, yeah, because everyone who was dead...
0: But some yeah, were evil bad. already, whereas Judge John wasn't evil in Dredd's reality. But he, a lot of them were evil in Dred's reality. No,
1: but um, but I think he he's from that Cal's um, well, universe where yeah. he's been mind controlled. So,
0: oh, you think it was mind control? I think he may have just no one where his bread was buttered as cal said i think that judge giant was naturally evil man. no
1: but you can't trust cal man he's the True. he's that uh untrusty what uh untrustworthy narr- narrator or whatever that's a like, good point rich you know because look what he did look what he made those judges from that reality do yeah like just by his voice he made them kill like just basically turn their guns so yeah i, I just feel like he he probably mind controlled but then over
0: time They've just become that. They've become numb. Yeah, yeah. yeah they've just acceptable. become evil,
1: basically. Like,
0: wow, hard, isn't it? It's hardcore. Well, that's, a,
1: that's how I read it, anyway.
0: I, I like the way you're reading it, Rich.
1: I, I'm not necessarily right, but that's just how I read it.
0: That's I think it. you're reading it pretty damn right. And how about me getting confused about who was invading whose reality? Dave was just getting confused early on.
1: He, well, that's a bit sad, Dave, because it, it looked pretty. Uh,
0: <laughs> <not much laughs> no, but that current. was early. That was the early couple of pages. I was a bit confused over who was who, what was going on. Again, again,
1: I, I pretty much got that from the start. But okay.
0: Yeah, but Dave just needed that extra bit of time. You know. <laughs> Davey, Davey, Davey. Great stuff. Call me Kenneth too. Great to see his appearance. The original mm-hmm. call. Where was Walter the robot? Would it be good to have an appearance from him?
1: He's maybe just not evil in any. <laughs> or or uh,
0: Maria, um, you know, Dred's. Um, what if she was cleaning woman? She could have come back.
1: Again, maybe she's not. Uh, maybe those characters are just not evil in any, in any dimension.
0: Yeah, man. Would you have liked to have seen Rogue? Would have been cool to see Rogue. Like, well, you did see them. Basically,
1: there was a little snippet. Yeah, where, well, they were mentioned.
0: Characters. You didn't send them. No, you'd...
1: there's actually no no, there's an actual panel. Is it? It's there's a small panel. I am sure I didn't imagine it. There's a small panel where it shows Slade and Rogue No, and, yeah, but
0: they're not they're not yes No,
1: but no, yeah, it's just yeah. a it's just a panel, but They're oh, mentioned. Nice to see them yeah,
0: well. but I would've liked to have seen them in story, like in action.
1: Oh no. I guess so, I, I just I, I like the story the way it is and it's a judge Dredd story and I don't
0: You I don't need have everyone involved? I would've liked to send everyone involved. Have you see where oh, it look, is.
1: Would, it, would it be cool to see maybe like an evil version of Rogue Trooper?
0: Wow. Uh, show up? Yeah, that'd be cool. Jeez, hard to imagine. Very hard to imagine. Why? Evil Rogue. I can't even get my head around it.
1: I'm sure there's an evil uh, d- dread on one of these Earths.
0: Wow. Slow down, Rich. Come on,
1: Dave. With the man of possibilities, there's got to be at least one.
0: Well, there is one, Rico. No, I mean both of them. Where maybe both of them turn. I can't. I can't abide that, Rich.
1: Imagine there's one where Rico like actually convinces Dread <laughs> no, to. Don't
0: say it, Rich. Come
2: on, man.
0: <laughs> I don't like it, man. I don't like it at all.
1: <laughs> the man who loves like dirt and smut and not, and and, not, and heroes in the mud. You don't like dread. that.
0: Not for Dread, man. Oh, so S- we
1: found a line. Hey? Sleep with the
0: law book, man. Sleep with the law book. How about when when he said there's no personal possessions, there's 150 hours on the street. After that, it's just paperwork and a sleep machine. I was like, hell yeah, he is the law. I just admire the man so much, and I just can't even imagine him turning evil. You know what? Frankly, I'm sure it's never happened, you know? Um, Because his evil is Rico. That's Rico, who went bad, man. When judges go bad, that was Rico. I,
1: I get that. But you cannot tell me if there's a million possibilities. I can't say it. it. Of of varying <laughs> outcomes, that there isn't at least one, one where Rico and him both turn on the judges. Wow, that'd be a dark day for the law. Ah, but then could you imagine the two of them rocking up to take on?
0: Yeah, yeah, like an evil <clears throat> dread. Versus himself. Actually, what there was one, wasn't there that we did, like where it was like like an evil sort of zombie dread at one point.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't count. It was a
0: zombie. It was pretty good though. I don't know, man. Yeah, now that you're saying it, I'm curious. I want, of slightly... I want like a
1: dread with these faculties that can mock the good dread.
0: Oh, gee, wow. Like, try
1: and and get under his skin.
0: Why are you saying this, man? This is anti-everything I stand for. Mate,
1: (laughs) that is fantastic storytelling. Don't lie.
0: (laughs) Dave Stoffinger, I'm shaking my little head. I'm just not happy. I've got a stomach ache. I just can't... I just... I just can't imagine Joe Dredd turning his back on the law. You know? That's what I can't imagine. That's why it wouldn't
1: be the actual. It would be a variant.
0: But that's like saying Matt Dillon, you know... um, turning evil or something in gun smoke it's just not going to happen man you
1: know it's but. good on one on earth one million
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know why you'd want it rich i mean this is judge red we're talking about this isn't some fly-by-nighter i don't know?
1: want the actual judge dread i just want a version of him jesus man like yeah, I come on
0: yeah i just i don't like it i don't like it at all um, that's for Listen, the uh,
1: if, if if we live in a world where there can be uh, evil versions of Superman floating around, there sure. can be an evil Judge Dredd.
0: Yeah, but I think Dredd's a stronger character. He's more he's stronger. You know, <laughs> it's very very Dredd's very sort of like one thing I like about Dredd. It's very consistent. You know, and he believes in the law, and believes in justice, and believes in punishing criminals, and they're kind of his main you know character traits really. And it's just hard for me to imagine a uh, different pathway through the woods. Uh, you know, I, I see the scum around, man. But, like, it's like saying Frank Castle turning into a big pussy, you know. And, you, no, it's, it shouldn't happen. I, Marvel, unfortunately, do to crazy shit with Frank Castle. But two thousand AD, Ooh, I,
1: maybe one week I'll pick uh, Frankencastle. Please don't do that, Richard.
0: (laughs) I hate that storyline so much. You know I hate that. I I know you do. (laughs) Was there ever an evil Judge Red? Let's type it in. I don't think there was. I'm not aware of it, but there's a lot of comics, um, you know. um, Yeah, there's all this shit about, like, um, people who say he's evil, like, you know, but fuck those people. Um, And evil thinks he's done and all that kind of stuff. But, like... Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: but you know, can I just say something? Like, it's uh, I, I've had this conversation with with people, and um, I, I I find it fascinating that people, and and this is why I say there's a bit of a problem with the with some people today is they cannot they cannot separate separate reality mm. from fiction, right? So. Mm. Like, I've always said to people, like, you know, there's people that say to me, like, they go, oh, there's no good guys in 40K. You know, everyone's bad guys. And I, hear, I say, no. Bullshit. Ultramarines. are the good guys. Space marines. They no, they're not. They're evil. And I go, no. Who, who's hang evil? On a the, the Marines. They say everyone's evil. They say everyone's bad in 40K, right? There's no heroes. Everyone's bad. And I say, no, no. It's hang bullshit. on a second. Are you human? Yes. Well, they are human. And they are fighting for the survival of the human race. Now you may not necessarily, in your world, your reality right now, in the real world, like the the way that they do it. But in that world, mm. what they are doing is heroic. They Definitely. are they are they are saving, defending. What about Calico,
0: or Robert, whatever his name is, Gilliman and uh, a real? No, these
1: people see them as like you know, fascistic, tyrannical, like uh, uh, oppressive. And it's like, yes, in your worldview, sure. like right now, like in in a in a in the society we live in yes you see that as bad well it's definitely not chaos to, who's, a,
0: who's but you the have good to guys. look
1: at it from that world's history and and world and fiction and society just like with judge dread yes would judge Dredd be a fascistic police force in our modern society now yes
0: but he goes, but by, the bulk. He, he world, goes by the book. he goes by yes, the book he goes by the Yes, but in his world
1: He's not in oh. his world, he is the hero, he is the good guy, and the fact that totally. people cannot separate that, that they cannot understand that it's you cannot apply your well, there like, be it's worldview and belief to these stories, that you have to. You have to imagine it in that world, and in that world, those people are heroes. Yeah, they're, they're, if they can't work that, if it. they
0: can't work that one out, they're struggling. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I, I, I don't even. I, I hate people who say Judge Red's evil. Fuck them. They should be locked up. Um, they're idiots. But, but they're people. They're the same people who think that um, social workers should replace the police and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like. It's just <laughs> kind of crazy to me. I mean, it's it's a more extreme version. There is some, I, and I didn't realise, I've said this before, I didn't realise when I was reading it as a teenager that it was a satirical element in some of the stuff. There is a bit of satire, but it's not always satire. There's many a judge's story that's not satire. Um, and
1: Depends on the story and depends on the writer. 100%,
0: yeah. 100%, man. And in this storyline, he is the man standing... Before chaos, Look, you
1: know, here's the thing. Judge Dredd did start off as satire. Yeah, yeah, way it back in the day. Yeah. A bit of a joke, but my point is, as it went on,
2: yeah,
1: and it and and it sort of developed a life of its own. Mm. Then he, it started becoming like, okay, well, let's pretend this world is real.
0: Hundred percent. When
1: they build and the in world, in this world, he is the good guy. Totally. In a world that's so fucked up, <laughs> yeah, he is the good guy, a I guy really that said, we would not consider to be a good guy if he was rolling around... I
0: do. I would. In our world society, I, just I shooting would. people... I would. No, like but deterring. in the law, in the law, though, you know, because he is following the law yes, in, but, in his world. Okay, but... Oh, my God, Dad! In his world, he is, um, I mean.
1: I, yeah, but I, that's what I'm trying to get you to understand. You cannot take Judge Red out <laughs> of his world into our world <laughs> and still see him as the good guy. But he's not in
0: our world. No, because let me, let me... He's in his world. Let me clarify for you something as well. I hear your point, of course. If, if, obviously hypothetical, if the Judge Red persona was a policeman here, say, in New York City... He would follow, I know the character of Judge Redd, he would follow the laws of New York City now as a police officer. He wouldn't break those laws. Judge Red is well, all about the law. to be
1: fair, Dave, if he was in that world, he wouldn't be a judge.
0: Sure. But let's say he was a cop. Um, what I'm trying to say is, like, he follows the law of the land. Or of the, you know, you know what I mean? Like he's not a law breaker. Yes,
1: yeah, Dave. I understand what you're saying, and you're being a little bit too technical.
0: I'm saying (laughs) they they
1: view it that he would do the exact same stuff here in our world. They're idiots if you were to bring him over, and And if he did, yeah, yeah. If he did, then yes, he's a bad guy.
0: Sure, yeah, but not in his world, where, as you say, that is the law. And also, they're bringing those people who are doing those critique. Like, firstly, those people should be reading Judge Red. Like, if they're that, if they're struggling that hard, like, what are they torturing themselves with? Because basically, at the end of the day, you you know, like, it is kind of a police state because it has to be over the in Megacity One. You know, and even so, there's still there is freedom, but like it's chaos. But what I'm trying to say is, they're taking their values of now. You know what I mean? And, and fairly kind of radical left-wing values as well, might I, might I just say. Like, not even mainstream, you know, conservative. Like, it's they're fairly radical. Kind of like PC Nation values into Mega City One, which is a fictional fucking world, and applying their values to Judge Red. And they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe the things Judge Red's doing. It's like, well, yeah, what you're saying. They're, they're mixing up... Firstly, they're taking their standards now, applying it to a fictional world that's set in the future in a kind of apocalyptic, kind of like crime-ridden city.
1: Well, know. even post-apocalyptic. As Whatever, it yeah. And, and, they've like, built, and they've rebuilt society as best By they the can. same
0: token, you know, if these people were so... They're the same people who whinge about Batman. Oh, Batman has all the money. He should just fix all the world's problems. It's like, yeah, this is a fictional storyline of a crime-fighting vigilante. You know, like stop trying to pretend that like Batman's gonna suddenly stop being crime fighting vigilante and just be all charity all the time and that's gonna well, be a Well I comic. would
1: stop reading the book then. Everyone yeah. would, yeah. And if, if it they... just became... if it just became... if it went from Batman to charity man Yeah. And I'm just reading about how he's writing checks for charities, <laughs> I'm sorry. What if you're boring I, I, Can I'm reading
0: the book? Like corporate intrigue, oh whoopie do Now it and what that makes it even more dumb is in, like, not even recent years, I'd say within the last 40 years, Bruce Wayne has slightly changed from being the all-round, all-the-time drunk persona to actually often being quite charitable when they give him moments here and there. You know what I mean? Like, it's in the storyline. You have to look for it, but it's there. But these people are, are foolish. Now, that said, can I say this? I'm not opposed to somebody who says I'm writing a thesis on Judge Dredd and Mega City One and doing like a critical analysis. I actually think that kind of stuff's reasonably interesting. Yeah, as, as, you know?
1: as long as you approach it from a uh, a place of, of of wanting to understand and not with a predetermined yeah
0: yeah yeah. I, I'm just saying, that like you're going to try and work towards exactly. I, I'm I'm saying it, that could be of some interest. Same as um the same thing with Batman or. Punisher, whoever. But oh. yeah, yeah. I, I these people who think Judge is evil, they miss the point completely. You know who's evil? Mm. Judge Death. <laughs> like you know you and you know who's really evil in Warhammer? The fucking chaos gods and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like you know Oh, but then
1: here's like an interesting question. Judge Red is evil in Dred's world, but is he evil in his world? Whose? Yeah, he just is. Death. Yeah, he
0: is. He killed everyone in his world.
1: But maybe that was what they were supposed to do. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, how they've in, did that in world, the origin, maybe.
0: in the origin of the Dark Judges, they basic they were like already a dark version. They saw
1: life as crime.
0: Yeah, they were. They basically. So what I'm saying yeah. is,
1: technically, in their world, in their minds, yeah, they are just doing the law. It's that's what sure. they've determined the law to be, and they just enforcing the law. But when he brings that over to. The, to the to the Judge Red's world, then yeah, that is... He is a baddie, though, at the end evil.
0: of the day. He is a baddie.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying, I'm just using that argument of... Sure. In their world, this is what they determined crime to be,
0: was yeah. life. Yeah.
1: So technically...
0: They slowly they took over. The <laughs> they slowly they slowly took over too in Dead World. They've done quite a few origin stories. I haven't read them all, but they slowly yeah, took I'm over. Yeah, I'm just
1: saying that could be a fascinating way to tell yeah. stories and look at it instead of just automatically
0: deciding that
1: uh, I'm going to apply my standards to shit. Like,
2: yeah.
0: Oh, look, people, maybe, who, people who think that Judge is evil have completely missed the point of Judge Red. I'm sorry. You know? Like, yeah. they're idiots, they're clowns. Um, you know, me machine is evil. Judge Death is evil. Judge Red is not evil. He, he at times he has to make some hard choices. You know, he does some crazy shit. But um, you know, he look especially in this storyline, he's quite heroic. Can I say as well in uh, Helter Skelter? I think he's more heroic depicted than he often is. I will say that there's quite a lot of storylines of Judge Dredd where he's quite heroic, but. In modern times, this is a more heroic rendering than you normally would get, I think. Outwardly heroic. Would you agree?
1: I definitely agree.
0: Yeah. I'm giving it 10 out of 10, you gave it 9. Is that Yeah. Right, yeah. Yep. Great storyline. Uh, thanks, Neil, for recommending it, and I'm glad we finally got around to it. Um, I will put this review up on the Dread or Dead podcast as well, um, so that'll be there for the for the Dread or Dead fans. Uh, come check out the normal show as well. Kids, um, look, I do want to say next week I'm in Croatia. We're having a week off. Rich is going to uh, probably pick some Chuck Dixon and Savage Sword. Is that right, Rich?
1: <laughs> well, I, I've got two choices for you. Okay. But... All right, cool.
0: Well, what are they? Tell us. Well, we
1: can either do the uh, uh, Wrong Earth yes, Volume C-Corp. 2. Yep. Or... or there's a, a, a book I've been meaning to read called... Um, I trying to remember what it's called again. Uh, the Fearsome Dr. Fang.
0: I don't mind. Either one. Whatever you prefer. You, you, you just make the decision on that, and I'll announce on the show, but either one's fine with me. Um, we're proud members of the collective. Um, you've got a lot of good shows on there, like Inner Demons with Brian Biggie. You've got Ray with Into the Night. You've got Connor with Last Sons of Krypton. You've got Ghost Spider Groupies. You've got Capes of Lunatics with Lilith, uh, Phil, and Charlie. You've got a ton of stuff. The Warlock Thanos podcast... There's a ton of stuff on the collective. Um, also, if you can contribute towards the show's Patreon, it really helps us with show running costs. Um, it's Patreon.com/slash Signal of Doom. Um, you know, you're going to have a well-deserved week off, Rich. Um, anything you'd like to put out to listeners to get them through the week without our dulcet tones?
1: Well, if if you're fairly new, there's there's a few more you can go back and and listen to
0: 300 eight yeah, more episodes. Yeah, going to catch up, catch up to the to the hijinks. You know, yeah, yeah. just just skip the infamous episode and you'll be fine. Oh yeah, the crazy munchkin episode. Um, <laughs> give us your thoughts. You know what? I'm going to encourage people to write in with their thoughts to Judge Red. So you can either write into the um write, message the message the show on Facebook, it's the easiest way, or message me on Facebook directly. Um, there are other ways, but that they're the two easiest. Also, I'm on Twitter um, at Signal of Doom, the Twitter handle, or at Redland two zero five one is my personal Twitter handle. Either one. And, one's and right. also,
1: how many of you would like to see an evil Judge Dredd?
0: Yeah, fuck, not me. not me, not me. You know, and I, I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole again. But there is an evil Judge Red, and that name is Rico, the other clone. No, no. <laughs> Because Rico Rico comes back as a good clone. They re-clone him, and he comes back, and he's a good clone this time. That's true. That's the same genetic stock. For now. (laughs) For now. Yeah, that's a good point. One day, Rico may turn. (laughs) Poor old Rico, actually, in Helter Skelter. He is kind of like the third banana, isn't he?
1: But that's what i'm just saying like okay you know how they're doing this now where there is a a, a new rico and a, like that's what i'm saying how interesting would it be if you could do a storyline or a what if where what if rico didn't turn or yeah. what if rico turned dread you know what i mean like yeah it's just fascinating alternate things that you could you could do especially with something like when you're doing a helter skelter or when you're doing with <sighs> parallel Earths yeah. and all this sort of stuff it just makes all it's fascinating it's a it's why? That is why. What if is so popular?
0: I guess. I guess I just like my dread how it is. You know, some would say I'm a bit set in my ways. I guess I'm open to it. It'd have to be a damn good story to impress me if I was the editor. Again,
1: I'm not. Again, just to be clear, Dave, I'm not saying take the actual Judge Dredd and make I know. him evil. I know. You know I'm what? just talking about an alternate version. I know.
0: But this is how set in my ways I am that even there, Edd I've he would my... be killed in the end by the okay. the actual Judge. It's starting Dredd. to sound a bit better. Suddenly said a little bit better there at the end. There, You've, you've, you've saved that little stinger for the end. I'm glad you did as well. All right. I want to say thank you to everyone and good night. Good night. Great show, Rich. Great discussions.